see my dance. Why are you not watching my dancing, Rob? She's frozen up, that's why. She can't hear me. Put your headphones in. Yeah, she's not frozen. She doesn't have her headphones in. Oh, yeah, I see. Well, I'll do the show without Robin today. She's not putting her headphones in. And I'm doing a dance because I'm Earth to Robin. <laughs> Robin's very peculiar. Watch when she gets on the air and she realizes she didn't have her headphones and she's going to be yelling that nobody told her the show was on the air. <laughs> she's in one of those witches trances. this. Robin's putting in her headphones. <laughs> hey, you want me to lick your ass? You know, we've been on the air for like three minutes. <laughs> what are you doing? I was, I was doing about Helen Reddy. <laughs> I, uh, I was doing a whole dance and you're just staring. <laughs> you're just staring at whatever the fuck you were reading. And I'm like, is her, I thought your camera was frozen. <laughs> and I'm I was doing this dance, I read. and I thought it was funny because I was doing an impression of my Peloton instructor. I got on that Peloton yesterday afternoon, and I was really tired, so I took a half-hour class. And this girl, she's, she claims she's a professional dancer in, in addition to being a Peloton instructor, but she just, like, she can sit on the bike and pedal and move her upper body and dance. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, she really can't. Cause I, I try it. I try to do what she's doing and I fall off. I, I like, I almost fall off the right, bike you and, lose your and, balance. You're and you're clipped in. I mean, I'll just go flying down with the bike and I'll be dead from fucking uh, Peloton. Yeah, I think at least you'd break something. Yeah. Her name's Hannah Corbett and the children. So she's pedaling and she's like, you know, your body is not, um, your, your body is not Amazon prime. It won't get better in two days. She says what? that every time. Yeah. What does that you, mean? She goes, your body is not Amazon Prime. It can't be delivered in two days. Oh, delivered. You said better yeah. in two days. I was well, like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, believe me, you think I know what she's talking about? <laughs> and then all of a sudden she'll go <laughs> like that. And I'm like, whoa, look at that dancing. She's <laughs> And after she dances on the bike for a second, she starts like smiling because she can't, you know, she's a little embarrassed. I would be too, but, but she's hot as she fuck. She can't help so. herself, huh? Yeah. It's her way of saying your body's a big fucking mess and don't think in two days, just because you pedaled on a stupid exercise bike, you're going to be looking like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, you idiot. Right. She's basically saying, I didn't get this way in two days. Yeah, like, I'm super <laughs> hot because my parents enrolled me in kindergarten and in gymnastics, you dumb fuck. You think you're going to look like me with, like, a washboard abs, fucking gorgeous tits? I sit there the whole time and go, are her tits real or not? Because they, they jiggle when they look natural. Because whenever she's pedaling the bike, they jiggle. Well, usually dancers, they don't want big breasts, do they? 
I love dance. Well, she's got pretty big cans. I, I like dancers. I had sex with a dancer once and, um, it's the greatest because they're very free with their body and they want you to look at their body. Like they enjoy, like they enjoy being seen. You know what I mean? They're very, mm-hmm. very free. And I mean, I'm all covered up like, um, <laughs> like an Arab shake, <laughs> but, but they like run around naked. Yeah, they do all they've kind been of weird doing shit. that all their life, um, yeah. being displayed, you know? Yeah. Like I always say to Beth, Beth's very demure. I'll go, honey, stand there naked for a minute. I want to look at you. And she goes, no. Go, <laughs> <laughs> you're a model. I, I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not standing there naked. I don't need that. <laughs> go, let me see your ass. No. Ass streaks. <laughs> Let me see your ass streaks. No. <laughs> ass streaks. <laughs> and it's so cute. You know, I love it. But um anyway, the Peloton woman, she like dances around and she has a couple of things. She says every single lesson, it's like the your body's not Amazon Prime, so it won't be delivered in two days. She goes, treat your body like it's someone you love, something like that. She has like things she says to motivate you. Yeah, you know? but can't she get some new ones? Tell her, write her a note. Listen, <laughs> I'm tired of listening to those platitudes. You don't, you don't get in that kind of shape, uh, <laughs> sitting and writing all day. She's like, she's like, after you get off the bike, I want you to take my stretch class. Then I want you to take my yoga class. Then I want you to take, I, she's into these, um, you know those rolling core things, like you oh, roll yeah, on them. Yeah, they're That's the biggest bunch of both. Stretch yeah. out and and get the acid out of your muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, "You have to take my foam core stretching." Uh, and I go, "Listen, honey, it's a miracle I'm on this bike." And then I'll I see, see you later. <laughs> yeah, and then they have this thing called the leaderboard. Afterwards, you look to see how you did versus uh, the rest of the class. So, like, it, it'll say. 13,000 people took this class. You were number 12,500. <laughs> you. I'm like, wow. And I keep going down. I, when I first started, I was like in the middle somewhere. And the more I do it, the lower I get. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, it's not good looking at that leaderboard. Oh. Very discouraging. Yeah. I even go on. You can um, sort who's in your class to see how other people your age are doing. Yeah. I have yet to hit anyone my age in the class. There's nobody on there. <laughs> See, that's I'm the, only the one. point. You're doing really well. Yeah. yeah. I take these classes. No, The, the people my age are dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but she starts dancing around and I'm like, whoa, I'd fall right off the bike. But she's a good instructor. She has you stretched. She's really, really good. I told you there's a couple that are really good. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, I'm sure other people like different things. That's why they have those other instructors. And I'm, and she mentions her husband every once in a while, and I don't blame her because guys like me are sitting there, oh, man, I wonder what it would be like to fuck her. And she's probably like, hey, everybody, calm down. I'm like, I have a healthy relationship with a guy. Stop thinking about fucking me and pay attention to riding this stupid bike. How do you know it's a healthy relationship? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. every She's so fucking in love every minute. Guess what? Uh, Joe Corbin is taking this class today. Hi. <laughs> I, did I mention my husband's an elite athlete? And then like, shut up. I'm trying to jerk off here. Calm down. 
How can you now you're jerking off and pedaling? That's really good too. Well, I'm a master at that. I've been doing that since I'm five. I learned to jerk off on the move. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of her saying, like, stop stop staring at me. My husband has an eleven inch cock. Go fuck yourself. I'm not looking for you. Yeah. If I'm talking about my husband this much, it means like, hey, back off. Stupid. You're so stupid you think you can fuck me. You guys don't get to fuck me unless they, they got, I don't know, tremendous amount of money. And I keep going, her husband must be super successful. You know what I mean? One of those Wall Street guys. You think? Investment banker. Yeah, of course. He, he's got gotcha. time to take her class? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does it. at like, And then he showers at the office because he's like Gordon Gecko making deals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the way she's telling you to follow her around, she doesn't expect you to have a job. Right. Well, Benji used to go to the Peloton classes, like, live in the studio where they tape yeah. them. And uh, he says, they ha- this is so great, they have guards around the Peloton, the hot Peloton instructors, because, you know, they know creepy guys like Benji will come, because Benji tried to get to them after the class, and none of these yeah. Peloton instructors want to be near Benji. They probably you know. just say, Oh, Benji signed up. Get me some guards. <laughs> yeah, right. They bring in, they bring in the entire police force. They bring in the army. By the way, I am exhausted today. So I'm laying in bed last night. My usual routine. We have, uh, Beth goes on her rounds. She's like a doctor. She administers medication to, uh, foster kittens and elderly cats. You know, she does a good two hours after dinner. I Does go she upstairs. Have a lab coat and a clipboard. Yeah, well, you know what? She actually changes her clothing. She gets out of her good clothing. I mean, it's a, a it's like running an animal hospital wow. here. And Beth's got it. She she goes. I have to go do this. So like, I just fots around for a while, and then last night I got into bed about eight o'clock. I put on Lucifer like I do every night because it's like a non-offensive show. It doesn't bum me out. It puts me to sleep in twenty minutes. I watch Lucifer. It's on Netflix. Seems like there's 10 million seasons. Every show is exactly the same. There's a murder at the front. They solve it at the end. He's the devil, but you know, no one believes he's the devil. It's perfect for me. It's the same show. There's nothing new happening. It's incredibly and, stupid. I've tried to watch yes. it. <laughs> and the girl, the girl who stars in it is incredibly hot. And you want those two of them to fuck already. And it's probably going to take 17 seasons till they fuck. And then I, on a typical night, I lay in bed. Beth walks in. She goes, what are you watching? I go, Lucifer. She goes, oh, that show. Leave it on. I go, no, I'm not going to leave it on. You don't even know what's going on. She goes, I like it. Just leave it on. I don't care. And then 10 minutes later, she's asleep. That's the routine. <laughs> and she says, if those two ever kiss or fuck, wake me up because I want to see it. <laughs> she doesn't care about them. She goes, the worst part is them solving cases. I got to oh, know. It's talking. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. So, but it's perfect routine for me. Mm-hmm. Perfect routine for me. So Beth gets into bed last night and I'm half asleep. I'm ready. I'm, I go, honey, I'm ready to go to bed. She goes, it's the debates tonight. We have to watch. I go, listen, I got to work tomorrow morning. If I didn't have to work tomorrow morning, I don't give a shit. If I watch that debate, I'm going to get all charged up. I'm going to start debating. Because, of it's course, I'm convinced. you up and you won't be able to sleep. Right. I'm convinced I'm the best debater. I'll go up against me. You'll see people shit their pants, you know. So she goes, no, we have to watch it. I go, I'm not watching it. Go in another room. I need to get to bed. I, I already know how I'm voting. 
I don't need to see some fucking ridiculous, you know, dog and pony show. Honey, just just start it. We at least, you know, because you're going to want to comment on it. At least start it. Well, uh, okay. So I put on MSNBC. Rachel Maddow, everyone's there. You know, they, and they're licking their chops. They can't wait. Every, you know. And so, you know. It's like a football game because they had a pregame show. I'm right. watching George Stephanopoulos that, yeah. you know, they're handicapping the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, I mean, you know, I told you my position. If I was Joe Biden, I, I would have said, no, there's not going to be any debate. It's got to be, uh, Trump brings his tax returns. Then he gets a debate. That's what I would have done. That's how I would have handled my my election process. But that's me. So anyway, um, I go to Beth. Okay, and I really didn't want to watch this thing. I just want to go to bed. So of course, you know, I'm sure most of America watched it. You saw um, uh, the what's his name, Chris, Chris Wallace, Wallace, struggling to control Donald Trump. Donald Trump can't keep quiet. It's the same shit he says during every press conference. Biden standing there trying to get a word in edgewise. Once in a while, he got one in and yelling and screaming and blah, 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 blah. And it, listen, as far as television goes, it's good television. It looked crazy. It looked crazy and wild. Good television, A plus. Far as picking a president, as I've said to Ronnie, if you don't know who you're voting for at this point, there's something fucking wrong with you. Yeah, because um, nothing new was revealed. Nothing new was revealed. All it looked like to me is an episode, and I watched this. I watched the Beverly Hills Housewives. When Denise and Brandy were fighting, or when Denise and Kyle Richards are fighting, or that, that Lisa Renna is fighting with Denise Richards, it was the same thing. Two people yelling over one another, trying to get a word in edgewise. You don't know what anyone's saying. It was the real Housewives of Washington, D.C. Now, if I was uh Biden... And if I was Trump, uh, you know, Chris Wallace, who I now call Andy Cohn, he's Andy Cohen, and he's yeah, got he's the at two the uh, reunion show trying yeah. to wrangle all the women on the couch. <laughs> you know, you learned nothing last night. I mean, the view has less fighting. It is unbelievable. At least, you know, Whoopi's allowed to go. All right, everybody quiet down and we're going to go to commercial. It was but, a, know, the, it was a shit show. It was, it was, it wasn't like it ramped up to anything. It started that way. Started, started that way, ended that fight. way. <laughs> so I'm watching this thing, and of course I'm debating uh, as it goes along. I look over, Beth's like this. <laughs> She's sleeping. She I'm like, holy fuck. She had to see it. She had to see it. She's like, <laughs> you know, she was in it for 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> and I'm sitting and watching it, getting all charged up. And you know, it's funny. Um, really. Please call off the next two debates. Either Trump call it off yes, or Biden do what I'm saying. Biden say, hey, where's your tax returns? If you can bring them in, then I'll debate you again. No, there you don't need things. It. Even when the president challenged him about how smart he was, I would have said, at least you can see my transcripts. Where are yours? Or you say, hey, you cheated. Something? How about you paid someone to take the SATs for you? You know, but, but, but yeah, like, there's a million and one things. Yeah. But, but the problem is. You're not learning anything. If you want to, if you really want to see the candidates' positions, you can go online. You can hear their campaign speeches. They're both in the, 
individual interviews, if you really wanted to know what each president was going to do, you already know what Trump's going to do. He's the president. You've kind of seen the way he handled COVID. You see the way he handled the economy. You see the way he handles the military. You see the way he handles foreign policy. You've seen it. You see the way he yeah. appoints people to the Supreme Court. Biden, you got a pretty good idea if you go on his website or you listen to his interviews or, you you know, you know that he was Obama's vice president, blah, 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 blah. So a debate, you know, you know, when I was watching it, it reminded me years ago, we had this fabulous moment with Donald Trump. Let me fill you in. A.J. Benza, a guy I really enjoy, was a um, columnist for the Daily News. He handled their gossip column. A.J. was dating a girl. I have this in my book. A.J. was uh, dating a girl, and it seems Donald Trump fucked her. And A.J. was talking about it. Donald called in. This is years ago. And the two of them started yelling at each other. A.J. said to Donald Trump, it was a debate. Why did you have to fuck my girlfriend, Donald? And Donald was bragging how easy it was to fuck A.J.'s girlfriend. And they got into a debate. At least they were on the same topic. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it was no different than what I saw on TV last night. I've always liked AJ, although, and again, I hear he treats me lousy in the book, but you know, he should treat me bad. I took his girlfriend. <laughs> if somebody took my, AJ, if somebody took my girlfriend, I treat, I treat that person very bad. I've already done that to you, but you don't know about it. <laughs> what does that mean? I've been there a few years ago. What are you oh, talking really? about? You took one of his girls? I didn't take Who her. did you take from no, Donald no Trump? No names, no names, no. I, I don't believe so, AJ. What do you think? You're the world's greatest lover? Well, not, I, I've been very successful with your girlfriend, I can tell you that. <laughs> you know what? I got news, I got news for you. I mean, you know, it bothered you a lot. I hey, AJ, look, it bothered you a lot, and it should bother you a lot. She tells me how successful you were, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, last night was the AJ Benza uh, Donald Trump fight. He said that we had Joe Biden sitting in. No, she told me you were losing your hair, AJ, and that you've, you're going for transplants. Well, you've Are you going blocks. for transplants, you AJ? Got, no, I don't, I didn't go. I'm not going to go. But you, Are you, you going? I, cause I had heard that, I had heard you're going. I mean, but you know, you I think plugs. it's fine. But I think you, it's good luck and all, but I heard you were going. Oh, shut up. You got plugs. Does the world know that? No, no, no. I know all the dirt. But AJ, AJ, let me ask you a question. you call me up? Wait a second. Oh, yes, I did. Wait a second. AJ, Donald. You call me up and beg me to leave the girlfriend I broke. Oh. Read the column, man, you know. All right, and then, and then you want more debate? Here's a debate. I had just heard that A.J. was very venomous in the book. I'm not going to read the book, but right. he, read I was very, exactly he was very venomous most, in the book to the me. The only reason he was venomous is that I stole his girlfriend, no, but I didn't no. know I was stealing her. I've hated you before you even had my girlfriend. I really? Oh, I just okay. think you're the most prick in New York City. Now, wait a second. Oh, now we're getting now, wait a second. Now, let's get personal. one more thing. See, here's the thing. Here's what I want to ask. What's more personal than girlfriend? Personal. You want more debate? Here's your debate. I can't wait till your little daughter gets a little older for me. Then I can't wait. I'll make you. Oh, You're gonna go after I bunker. Oh, I guarantee. I guarantee you have zero chance. Oh yeah, I do, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Hey, what are you saying, AJ? AJ, let me just say something. Any girl you have, I can take from you. Don't be a great If I want, I'll take any girl you have. I can take from you. You're full of shit. So any girl you have, I can. That I guarantee. And that was proven before. You know what? Now I'm begging you. Please get a boxing match going on. What? Please. Donald's not going to box you. I'll swing a pillow. He's got billions. And then, and then, but Donald, how did you feel following AJ? Seriously. Did you? Uh, 
I didn't even think about it. Really? He no, thinks of nothing think but himself. It. He doesn't think of nobody but himself. I assume AJ's clean. I hope he's clean, but I assume well, he, AJ's clean. He's a germ freak. Meanwhile, this guy doesn't shake hands, but he bangs up Russian people up. You know, Russian people? Russian people? Russian people? Russian people? Who are you talking about, Russian AJ? I don't know anything. Listen to me. He used to call me when I was a columnist. He used to call me when I was a columnist and say, yeah, Look, AJ wouldn't feel this way. The girls have no more. You know, when you win. He's out of his mind. Howard, when you win, you don't feel the way he feels. Why'd you win? You got stuck with the Stepford wife. Why did you win? Wait a I'm second. I'm best friends with Carl. I won you your girlfriend, AJ. AJ, you're what? a stand-up guy. AJ, I won your girlfriend. How did you win? You know it. How, wait, I'll say How did you win? <laughs> you know it. it she knows it, and everybody knows it. I won your girlfriend. I wish she'd call right now, because I know you, she, she... AJ, hates, I have indisputable proof, she, and you she, know it. Well, anyway... Uh, I thought this argument had way more class than last night's debate, uh, absolutely. honestly. Absolutely. This is a better argument. But I was thinking about it, and I said, Donald, Donald is a fake bully. You know, and that's what he was trying to be last night. And I said, one day, you know who should have been the other debater is Suge Knight. Well. So you want to be, have bullies together? If Suge Knight was there, Donald wouldn't have said a word. <laughs> because so anyway. a bully really puts you down. I'm watching this thing last night, and I'm getting all charged up. And I'm like, why are they even bothering with a debate? Everybody knows how they're going to vote. It doesn't prove anything to stand there. You know, Donald's th- Donald Stick is to just yell and talk over everyone, even though A.J. Benza. And uh, Biden's there trying to get a word in. Chris Wallace, every minute, is like, gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, you have to uh, give each other uh, time to talk. The American public isn't uh, learning anything. It was an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It really was no different than what I watch every week. And I'm calling for an end to the debates. Um, there's no more need for debate. Yes, America's already decided. America's voting. Nothing incivility. And you didn't yeah. learn anything. Well, so about 10 o'clock I go, I got to get to bed. I got to work tomorrow morning. My sleep's important to me. That's asleep. I turn off the TV. Now I'm on fire. Now I'm fucking annoyed. As you try to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so, I'm debating. Here's what I would have said. Here's what he should have said. This one should have said. Chris Wallace should have said. And I'm like, oh, my God. This has not moved the needle for anyone. If you were anti-Trump before, you're going to be anti-Trump now. If you're pro-Trump, you're going to be pro-Trump even more. Well, wait a That's minute. It. it hasn't moved the needle for anyone, not even no Ronnie? One. Not even Ronnie. We assigned someone to watch Ronnie last night. During Ronnie watched the entire debate, didn't move during the whole thing. Yeah. We thought he died twice. We called it a 911. <laughs> and then afterwards, we said to Ronnie, Ronnie, now what do you think? And he went, I'm undecided. That's so, ridiculous. Uh, yeah. He laughed a few times when Biden, ha- you know, Biden has a bit of a stutter. So he laughed a few times at that. Uh, uh-huh. Other than that, he didn't move. And so... <laughs> My point is, who needed that last night except for television? Now at least the cable channels will have something to talk about for the next week. They'll debate it. They'll this. They'll that. Bill Maher will come on and say, Donald's not leaving. You saw it last night. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's, right. let's just have this fucking election and, uh, and be done with it. And, 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 and let's hope that, um, there's no more debates. The both of them shouldn't debate. It's it's not, it's worthless. It's not a debate. It's not. It's just two guys yelling, trying to get words in. Absolutely useless. Right, Ron? You're still undecided, right? You didn't make a decision after that. Well, 
I kind I kind of afterwards when I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep after that boxing match or whatever you want to call it, um, I kind I decided who I'm voting for. Oh, you did? Yeah, I decided later on. Oh, so the so the so the uh, debate helped you? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, kind of. Was there something you can point to in the debate that happened that made you make a decision? Because I, I just couldn't see that there was anything substantive. Subs, yeah, substantive. No, no, so, it, yeah, no, you just nothing. Out the end. There was really nothing except, I mean, like you said, you couldn't hear anybody talk, and even Stephanie was yelling at the TV while we were there, you know, watching this whole thing. And I, I don't know why you're saying I was dead. I mean, I was, I was really trying to listen. No, I was I concentrating. I'm trying and, to be funny. Well, that, when you concentrate, you look like you're dead. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, um, like, I watched the video, and it was like you didn't move during the whole thing, which is good. You were watching it, but it did look like you had passed away a couple of times. No, it's I okay. didn't pass away. I was fine. You didn't? You're alive? Right, I, I was good. You. I had a, had a nice heavy right. dinner before that, and I was fine. I wasn't dead. Okay. All right. Um, Ronnie I, has decided. Dude, I know what I'm doing. What was the turning point? I'm trying to figure out what maybe there was a moment in that debate that I missed. Uh, I don't I, I really. I don't know. It, it, it's just like. Like you said, it, it doesn't pay to have any more debates because it's going to be the same shit. Right. It, it's going to be yelling and screaming. And and, and yeah, uh, Trump was bullying him last night. And, you know, the. the then the, even the commentator, he's fighting with them. And I mean, he was getting in the <laughs> middle of it. I mean, it was, it the was, whole thing was, it was ridiculous. Right. The whole thing so, was ridiculous. And I was wondering if, if Biden worked for the Bubba the Love Sponge show. It was like, here's the deal. Every two seconds, here's the deal. He must have said it 50 times. I mean, so that, that nobody, you nothing, off. nothing made sense to me last night. Nothing. Right. It was well, like I the agree three stooges were were in charge of the country. Right. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It, the whole thing was crazy. I was getting tweets from people. Everybody was drinking during it last night. I guess they couldn't deal with it. Well, I have to say this to you, Ronnie. If it swayed your vote that you were now able to vote, now you were not undecided that maybe it wasn't worthless. There must have been some policy or something you heard in there. That that uh, triggered you to say, "I now know I've made a decision." Well, Be- I I, it, I don't know. It, it was well. What it, stuck it, it, with it, you after the debate? You said it was after. What stuck with you? I, I you know they they kept talking. He kept talking about the economy. He kept throwing Trump kept throwing the economy in constantly. How great the economy is! And well, it was. Was and, and yeah. coming and coming back. He claims, you know, and well, he claims. Markets. He also yeah, well. claims that the coronavirus was going to go away. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, well, okay, yeah. So, so you I like mean, that? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I just I know who I'm voting for. All right, that's all. You want to leave it at that? You, do you want to endorse a candidate? No, I'm t- just leave it at that, please. I, I'm so right. sick of this politics shit. You know, Ronnie Ronnie has decided. Dude, you know, I, know I, I got to tell you. You know, I uh, the way I looked at it is, I can never learn anything through a debate like that because the guys are just yelling at each other. 
so what I look at is I, I read a lot of newspapers. I try to get information from their websites about what their policy is on health insurance. The, you know, I, I have a, I have a huge yeah, problem. Yeah, there are real with the, issues at stake. Yeah, I have a huge problem with the people serving in the administration right now. Uh, this whole idea of not even vetting anybody. So I have huge problems with what's going on. So my decision was very easy. But if you really want to find out what the candidates are doing, you can read so many different things and get so much more information. So the debate is really just theater. Like I said, it's like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's just theater. It's good theater because, you know, it gets you worked up and it keeps you watching because they're yelling and screaming. And who, you know, we love yelling and screaming. We know that from this show. When people yell well, and scream, I it's funny. I was just like I am about the housewives. I turned it off after 20 minutes because I said, I see what's happening. Right. I can go to sleep. So, you know, I I have to tell you that the idea of any debate is just absolutely makes the it's just it's just horrible. To, you know, But I do think this is the most important election. I can't imagine it being any more important than this. Well, how do you so, how do you feel? How do you feel about this whole ballot, this mail in ballot thing? that's going on here's how i feel there is an attempt and this again makes no sense to me when donald trump goes he doesn't believe the ballots are legitimate he doesn't believe in mail-in ballots blah 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 blah. he offers no proof that anything bad ever happened with me i've been voting by mail-in ballot for years and there are many states where that's the way they do it and it's been fine he offers no proof of it He's the president of the United States. If he was a candidate running and he said, hey, there's something wrong with the system, I'm going to fix it. He's the president. If you think there's something wrong with mail-in ballots, then why don't you put some money and some attention and get some professionals to improve the voting system, especially during COVID? He's the president and he's complaining about mail-in ballots. If anybody can do anything it, it's him. When you're the president, you don't get to complain. Oh, there's racial unstrife. Uh, and uh, there's, there's, uh, the, the, there's COVID spread around the world. You don't get to say Joe Biden's doing a bad job. You're the, you're the guy. You're the man. You're the one handling this right now. You don't like how the election system, you have four years to fucking make sure that nothing can penetrate our free election. So you don't get to criticize the election. You don't get to criticize mail-in ballots. Now, having said that, that's his there is post no, office. <laughs> there's no, that's right. There's no proven anywhere, anything that a mail-in ballot can't work. It's worked in the past. Trump, Donald Trump votes by mail-in ballot. Did you know that? He, every election he votes by mail-in ballot. Yeah, well, he said that. Yeah. So what's the problem? He, if he votes like that, why can't I? Why can't you? Right. So it's all we got right now. And that is what we have to abide by. Joe Biden has to abide by it. He's the president to be telling people your vote doesn't count and it doesn't matter. I personally think Donald is very afraid of being embarrassed by losing. And it's his out. If he loses, he's going to be able to say it was all rigged. It was all fake. All these ballots are controlled by the Democrats somehow. I don't know how they're controlling all the ballots, but somehow they're, you know, it gives him his pride. He's able to say, well, okay, I lost, but not really. I really won. But out is there. that good for the country? And is that something Horrible. you would do if you really cared about the country? It's, it is the worst thing for the country to say that, to undermine people and to undermine the vote. And if you're the president, fix it. 
That's all I say. Get some of the best people in there, computer experts, uh, security experts, and secure the vote then if you really it's think it's a It's not like problem. a surprise that an election is coming. So make sure everything works for it. Now, if Donald got up there and said, listen, I think the Russians are interfering with our elections. I think the mail-in ballots have to be secured. I've appointed the following people to look into it. We have a commission. We're putting money into it to make sure the election is very secure. I'd say, you know what? There's a guy who took charge. He saw a problem and he fixed it. You don't get to complain and say, "Ah, we can't have an election. This is all we got. We got to have an election. This is what we, this is what my, my father went in the military for. This is what every guy who died in World War II fought for to fight the Nazis. This is it. This is all we have. You don't get to be the president and go, it's broken, but I can't fix it. You can't fix it. Listen, if you can't figure out how to release your tax returns, how can you fix anything? How complicated could the tax returns be? I know people richer than Donald, they can release their taxes. I don't know what's going on. If I was Biden, I would have just stood there all night and go, where's your tax return? Where's your tax return? Where's your tax return? That's it. That would have been the whole debate. Where's your tax return? When are you going to release it? Why can't you do it? What are you hiding? And then when they said, well, talk about the economy. Where's your tax return? Where's the tax return? And by the way, where's Spain on the map? That's it. Debate over. Because it's a zoo. It's, you're not learning anything about the candidates. No. Not at it all. Was a, no, I know already about the candidates. I know everything Joe Biden's done. I know who he's going to appoint. I know how we're going to uh, restore our international reputation. I know that he wants to clean up the environment for my children. I know we're going to go back to those Paris Accords. I know what he's going to do. I know what Donald's going to do. I know about the wall. I know about removing abortion. I know about it. We had a great economy, but right now we don't, but it's going to be great again. I, I know about all that. I, I, I know what Donald's going to do, and I know what Biden's going to do. None of it's earth-shattering, but I know what it's going to be. So, you know, I made up my mind, and what ended up happening last night is I couldn't get to sleep. Beth is sleeping. She made me watch that thing. <laughs> and now I can't sleep. So what do I do? I got this fucking thing on. I turn it off. Now I'm I'm pacing. I'm pacing. Wired. <laughs> I'm wired. Beth goes, what's wrong? I go, what's wrong? <laughs> you made me watch this debate. This is my country. I said, I've never been more concerned about my country. It's like I got two housewives of Beverly Hills deciding who should be running for. I, I, this is a joke. I would have walked off that stage within five fucking minutes. I would have made my statement and said, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to sit here and be, be, be part of a fucking circus. I'm not on a reality television show. You want to know what I think? I'm holding a press conference tomorrow. You can ask me anything you want. That was the, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. I, I felt, I felt dirty. Felt like my country is, is losing. Everything about this felt dirty and filthy. And like I, I'm ashamed joke. for, I'm a yeah, big joke. I'm ashamed for Chris Wallace. I'm ashamed for, for, for Biden. I'm ashamed for Trump. I'm ashamed of the whole fucking mess. I'm ashamed for this country. We look like clowns internationally. Um, you know, when you stuck, when you're sitting home thinking about moving to Germany, something's wrong. Well, so, you were moving to Germany. <laughs> I bought a place in Germany. That's right. <laughs> and the whole time I'm sitting there going, Vladimir Putin's wet dream is coming true. Our country is unraveling. 
Yeah, and the Chinese and are sitting there with their feet up on their desk laughing. And I blame those in charge. That's it. Vladimir Putin, he loves that we're dismantling the CIA. He loves that we're dismantling the Justice Department. He's loving this. He's loving. He's sitting at home jerking off. He loves it. Vladimir Putin's coming in his fucking pants. You know, we don't even talk about what the most important war is. We're in a semiconductor war with China. China. And if they win, that's it. Well, let me tell you something. Now I'll We're not tonight, talking about that. We're talking about who's your son and where is he? Last night, I was like fuming fucking mad. Fuming mad that Beth was sleeping so soundly. Fuming mad that I'm up and I have to work today. And now I'm like, and then I feel, I said, oh, I have to pee. I'm pretty sure I have to pee. I don't know if this goes on with you, Ronnie, but it goes on with me. I think I have to pee and then I go to pee and I, nothing comes out. <laughs> so I'm up and down walking and pacing. I said, I got to find something to put me to sleep. I was almost going to beat off. Almost. And I said, this is ridiculous. I'll probably get caught. I assessed the situation. Very quiet in the house. You've you never know. done this before, have you? What? With Beth right there? Oh, no, no, no. I go up, I go to the bathroom, and I put on my YouTube, and um, I mean my U-porn. But anyway. <laughs> she she would have came I mean, looking for you, though, probably figuring, trying to find out what right. happened to you. N- that's right. <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. I didn't want to get caught. So I kept it, I kept it on the down low. And I, I opened the, I told you they sent me an advanced copy of Peter Frampton's book. So I opened that up on the Kindle. And then, uh, the, the, the next thing I know, I open up the Kindle. Beth wakes up because of the, the light from the Kindle. Oh. She goes, what's going on? I go, you made me watch that debate. Now I'm up. I can't get to sleep. And let me tell you what I would have said if I was Biden. I would have said this. I would have said that. I would have said, and she goes, you got to stop it. You got to stop debating. Because you make a lot of sense when you talk, and, and and it gets me charged up. Stop talking so much, and then she goes right back to sleep. <laughs> she her charged up is completely different from your charge. Oh my up. god! She goes, don't charge me up now. I got to sit quiet. I got no audience to to to, to show my wisdom. There's no one for me to, to 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 talk to. So I'm laying there. I'm reading Frampton's book. Oh, he got sick. He can't work the guitar anymore. He's, he, we got IBM is his uh, disease. He's got. He's got something. I'm like, oh, it's IBM. God. Yeah, he's got IBM. It isn't <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease. He's got some other. What does it affect his fingers to play the fucking guitar? I'm like, oh my god, this is so depressing. I'm reading about Frampton. Frampton. Frampton spent his entire fucking life practicing the guitar since he's a kid in England. Hung out with Bowie, hung out with this one, hung out with that one. He becomes an expert at the guitar, drops out of school, goes on the road with Humble Pie. He goes on the road with the herd. He leaves the herd, he goes to Humble Pie. Steve Marriott, big pain in the ass, he leaves Humble Pie, starts the Peter Frampton solo career, puts out four albums solo, doesn't go anywhere. He records himself live one night. Frampton Comes Alive becomes the biggest fucking album on the, on the planet. The biggest album on the planet. So more albums than anybody. Than the Beatles, this one, that one. He's the biggest star. What does he do? He goes into the Sgt. Pepper movie, blows up his whole fucking career. 
And he's writing about it. He goes, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done the Sgt. Pepper movie. And then he says, I rushed out an album. The record company was pressuring me, and I put out I'm In You. Worst fucking album. He goes, shit, I fucked everything up. <laughs> this is what I'm reading to calm down. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it calmed you down too much. Calmed down, I was ready to hang myself. Then all the money he made gone. He, he said, he hired these guys. He goes, one guy's in the mafia, one guy's this, that. They took all my money. I said, Jesus Christ. I used to be jealous of this guy. I used to sit there and go, I wish I could be Peter Frampton. Now it's like, I don't even want, I don't even want to read about this guy. <laughs> it might give you bad luck. It might, yeah, like it might rub. Are you kidding? When I got to the part, finally, he's in a decent place after four marriages, all kinds of bullshit going there. They, he starts falling all over the stage, starts tripping all over himself. They diagnose him with this IBM. I never even heard of it. All I know is all the muscles in his fingers. He can't play the guitar anymore. Now he's playing in a farewell tour. I go, Jesus Christ, this is worse than the debate. <laughs> I wouldn't even read about this IBM because I was afraid I'd get it. Yeah, I go, no, I'm, you dare. Oh, my God. I, I, I started skipping over pages because I said, I'm going to get this IBM. I'm going to fall out of bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna, I, I, my fingers aren't going to work. Now I feel like my muscles aren't working. <laughs> Because he comes out of nowhere. He goes, no family history of this thing. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like laying in bed. I'm going, I think my arm is weak. Oh, my God. I, 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 I swear to God. I was so. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, and then in the middle of it, I must have had a dirty toothpick, an old toothpick on my Kindle. It fell into the bed. Now I have to get the flashlight, the iPhone app flashlight, and find the toothpick because I don't want to roll over on it. Beth oh wakes up again. What's going on? I go, I watched that fucking debate. I can't sleep. Now I'm reading Frampton. He's dying. She goes, you got to calm down. I go, I, I know. I can't. If I had just watched Lucifer and gone to sleep, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. I watched that you fucking debate. Why on then? Well, she's sleeping. I don't want to wake oh, her up. Oh, you don't have headphones or something. You oh, put up. that debate ruined me. I'm sweating now thinking about it. But I got to tell you. I, uh, so I read Frampton. I, I read every other page, so I didn't have to read about his IBM. You know. Do you, and, do you uh, believe in, uh, in hypnotism? No. You, I mean, I believe it's real, especially, uh, you know, yeah. when I saw you get hypnotized. Why? Because the greatest thing my shrink ever did for me, my old shrink, he hypnotized me once and he told me, um, to think about something that really relaxed me. And that, um, I would, that I would love to think about all the time. And he, he hypnotized me and put that thought and I told him what that thought was. I know what that he, thought is. Pussy. Well, it, yeah, it was oh, kind of, it, it, I was going to say, very, what very sex very was like. it? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't sex. Uh, Stephanie and I were, we were in, uh, <laughs> we were in Laguna Beach. And we were at this hotel and we woke up at like five in the morning and we opened up the curtains. We had this big picture window that overlooked the ocean. And when you opened up the curtains, we were standing there naked watching these guys on surfboards. And it was so relaxing. The sun was coming up, the whole deal. And he put this thought in my head. And every time that I can't fall asleep, I just sit there. I lay there on the pillow and I just go. In my head, I'm thinking about the Laguna Beach thing. And the next thing I know, it's morning. Huh. 
Well, it puts, uh, it, put, it puts me out. First of all, let me say something. Uh, thank you for sharing that. That's gross, but beautiful. You naked standing there. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, but, I didn't picture that part. I, I kept looking out uh, the window. <laughs> I was thinking of Stephanie naked and not running. Right uh, but, um, <laughs> Maybe you should have a thought, Howard. <laughs> You know what? That, uh, that'll put me right out. Thinking about Ronnie uh, naked uh, looking down at Laguna Beach. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, look, I do a form of that. I try to lay there on the pillow and, uh, you know, I've got you, uh, something. But, but you but, meditate, so, don't you? Yeah, you meditate. I do. Doesn't that, that puts you to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I could I could do my mantra and all that. But, but uh, look, last night I was so steamed up, so steamed up. I'm so worried about this country. I really am. It's no joke. I got kids. You know, I, I, I worry about the future for them. It's no joke to me. I think it does make a difference. I think this election is important. And, uh, look, you know, I happen to think the number one, number one issue is the environment. And, uh, well, the there number one thing important. is to get through this election peacefully. That's yeah, what well, we have to do. I agree. So anyway, so you made, hey, listen, now that you made a decision, I think King of All Blacks wants to congratulate you. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I don't, I really don't care what he's got to what say, the, to be honest well, with you. What the hell? <laughs> you better get that thought in your head, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put me right King, to sleep. All right, King, since you've been involved with Ronnie about this, uh, I'll allow you to, uh, of course, speak. Go ahead. Yes, first of all, good morning. And please, I don't want to make no personal, I'm this and that and this and that. Let's not do personal insults. Let's just talk about last night. I could not, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, I'm being very honest with you. I enjoy watching Donald Trump. I do. I run home and everything because he's entertaining. I will give him that. Yes. But last night, he was so nervous, so beaten down. I never seen him like that. I was like, what is All right, listen, listen, King. What do you want to say to Ronnie? Ronnie, by the way, I want you to know one thing, King. I want you to know. Um, Ronnie has made a decision who to vote for. So I know you he were made bummed. made a decision three weeks ago. He made oh, a here decision we go. three weeks here ago. Here we go. Here we well, go. Well, Ronnie, I happen to agree with you, King, but I believe Ronnie, when he says, don't Ronnie a long time, he says the debate somehow triggered something in him, and now he knows who he's voting for, okay? <laughs> yeah, somehow triggered something in him. You know what he's doing? You know what it is? He feels sorry for Trump. He feels sorry. Like, I, I gotta stick up for him. Look at him. He's like a baby. It's a right. con. You don't know that. It's a con. You don't know what he, he might have said anything like that. Yeah. Ronnie has a decision. You explain to him. You know who I feel, really feel, feel sorry for? I feel sorry for this guy. Cause he do? doesn't know who, he doesn't know who, who he is. He ha- he doesn't know who he is. See, I said no personal attack. He doesn't know who the fuck he is. What do you mean, he Ronnie? Has no clue. What do you this mean? Guy he wants it. He wants to be somebody he's not. He's he's not himself. He's you not. Mean, he, he doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he wants to be saying. other people. 
Like, in other words, he wants to be like an intellectual and make big points. Yeah, and he thinks he knows everything. He he's smarter than everybody. You know what the problem? He is? knows he you knows the problem. People, what what's going on in people's minds? He he knows that's everything. The problem. See, see, that's the problem. I do. <laughs> I wake up every morning. Listen, listen. By the way, no, Ronnie, do you know who I, he you're is? You're a psycho, man. You're definitely a psychopath. This Ronnie, I wake you... up. Listen, can I just say this? I wake up every morning smarter than the day before. Ooh, I can't I'm help it. Glad for it, you, man. it happens to you at night while you're sleeping. I don't know when it happens. I woke up this morning and said, "Oh my God, I'm smarter than yesterday." So I know that you knew. I know you knew. That's what gets Ronnie, everybody upset. When you say you he doesn't know who upset. he is. Hey, dude, I'm not upset at all. You're the one who's going fucking crazy right now, not me. Ronnie, when you, you know say he, he doesn't doing? know who he is, well, who is he, by the way? Who do you think he really is? I, I don't know. I who is the real king of all a blacks? Booger, a booger, a, a booger, a booger, whatever he calls us. A booger. What? What do you call us, Ronnie? When did I say anything like no, that? You, I, when did I say? When did I no, say? I said, that? What do you call us? You got some type of what name for us. Call us. Who's us? I'm talking about you. <laughs> I'm talking about you. How fucked up? How fucked up in the head you are? You really need us. Do you? I hope you go to. I hope you go to therapy. I really do, but it's obviously not working. All my all my life, people's been saying that, and the reason why they saying that is because they don't want to hear what's coming out of my mouth. And, exactly. and let me tell you something: so yeah, you just like them. You just like them. I know. Uh, well, I, I'm telling you. The idea here Howard, was Howard. Ronnie has made a decision about who I know he's who I am, pal. For. You don't. That's the problem. No, you don't. No. Oh yes, no, I do. You don't know who you are. Oh, all right, let me let me prove. Let me prove. Let me prove that you don't know who you are. Let me prove it. I'll, I'll entertain this. King says something 50 times. That makes well, it better. Yeah, right. Sometimes they don't help. He's so it. smart. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, why, King, that's why he that's loves to watch nice. Donald oh, no, Trump. Howard, Howard, like King, I, King, I asked Ronnie who you are. He says, I really don't know. King, who is Ronnie? Who do, who do you think he really is? I think Ronnie is a nice guy. That's first off. I think that he's afraid to get old. So he lives in this like type of world where he's angry he's getting old, but yet he's functioning like he's not. Like, you know, he, he has sex. He, he's doing good in that area. So he feels good. But in his mind, he's like, damn, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm getting old and I got this young wife. That's, that's a very heavy thing that he thinks about a lot, that he got this young wife and he's not going to be there to enjoy her. I know that's the root of his anger. I know that. But watching last night, I tell you who he is, what, what, okay. what Ronnie is. Because is he, what was all that other stuff? Donald because the Trump. question was, who is Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, who is Ronnie? Now get no, to I the just, point. I just, wanna, I just want to set the table. Now it's time to eat. <laughs> he said, he said last night, Donald Trump was asked about some, uh, proud boys, uh, uh, they're, they're anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic, anti, uh, everything. Uh, 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 uh you what? know, pro-white, uh, agenda. 
He's talking he, about, uh, he was to. asked about uh, the Proud Boys who are. What's this great... have to do with who Ronnie yeah, is? What is? Yeah, what That's that what I'm waiting to, to hear. Go ahead. I'll okay. the judge okay. at, a, at a trial. You better yeah. get to the point. He has no point, but I love hearing okay. him try to figure it out. I just said, yeah. who is the real Ronnie? I, Ronnie says he doesn't know who you are. You say you know who the real Ronnie is. And you know, and you know what, Howard? You know how, what, what's so funny about this? How many times on the air have I, I admitted about the thing with Stephanie being younger and I, I'm, oh, yeah, no, no, it bothers no, no, no. me that I'm getting older. He can and, see that, Ronnie. Yeah, he knows he, it's all it. in his crystal yeah, ball. Like, he he's heard on the fucking It's all stuff you've said. It. It's all yeah, stuff exactly. you've said 900. He's Go ahead. Psychic. He's like, he's like, he thinks he's like, he's, uh, no, one of those, wait, hold uh, on, hold on. Psychics. Yeah, go ahead, psychics. King. Yeah, I didn't have to be a psychic when I used to come down to the studio when I first met you, knew that you bought your suit at Macy's. I know your type. I know you. You don't so have to tell with, me. I know that. What's wrong with buying suits at Macy's? What's wrong with you? that? What's wrong with buying see, suits see, at Macy's? You see how it? He buys what? his suits at Macy's. So what does yeah, that mean that he buys? All right, buy now you've hit something. Macy's, what does Ralph that tell Lorraine you? On it. Okay, if I, Ronnie, if Ronnie buys a suit at Macy's, what does that say about him? That he has no class. He's trying. He's but, like but, a. But, he's trying to be. But wouldn't you go buy ahead. your suits at Macy's if your father didn't leave you a lot of money? What? That you, Do you, you even buy a suit? <laughs> what? I got three. I got three suits. I got Brook okay. Brothers suits. I got one. I got. I got one. A uh, Brook Brothers they're suit. At, I got. I got, I got a couple of suits. They're out of business, pal. <laughs> yeah, because 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 there's no economy right now because of your fucking idiot a uh, 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 boy up in the in the, in, in the office. But what and is that? You, crowd, you said you were going to tell us, and I got to really hang up on this because I got a lot to get to. And I, yeah, yeah, um, he's, he's not making any sense. I'm giving you an opportunity to tell me who Ronnie cycle. really is, and all you're saying is that Ronnie buys his suits at Macy's. That tells me nothing. I'm trying to paint a picture of who he is. I'm trying wow. to paint a picture. Paint it already yeah, so God, I can get out painting. of it. How long yeah. is it going to take for this picture to be finished? Keep, please, yeah. keep painting because you sound okay, more, more okay. like an idiot every five seconds. Go ahead. If you was, if you were Donald, if you were voting for Donald, I don't know who Ronnie is. Who I don't care is about Ronnie? who Ronnie is. I tell you this. Uh, I, 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 I tell you this. He said he doesn't know. Oh, come come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. You said you knew don't who Ronnie that. was, and now you don't yeah. know who he was. I buy my okay, suits at Macy's. Right, but let me just say this about last night. <laughs> Wait about a minute. You got smarter than yesterday, and you still don't know who Ronnie is? He's still uh, dumb as shit. Ronnie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm dumb. That's right. Okay, you are dumb. dumb. You are. Just, I'm a shit. Me. You, you, you. If, if you, I, if you can never have this brain. You can I'm never smart. have you this brain. You can handle it. Listen, I'm smart because no, I found. Smart. I found a place in life that I wanted to be. Okay, for 35 years, I found the place I wanted to be, and I live with. How much money I made. I didn't have to be a millionaire and live off my father's money. Who. My father didn't have a lot of money. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You act like I'm some type of bum. You act like I'm some type of bum. You are a bum. You are a bum. But I've been sitting around spending my father's money. He worked a garbage truck. Let them have the debate, Pete Chris Wallace. Yeah, but he might have 
he might have been. He had a career as as a, a sanitation worker. Fine. He's not proud of that. The only thing he's proud of is that he's got all his father's money that he left him, and now he can buy his fifty thousand dollar Rolex watch that he bragged about yesterday, and his mowing faucets and his houses, which he never would have had. I don't have that. I don't brag what I have or don't have. He has to brag because he doesn't know who the fuck he is. He's I know I'm Chris Wallace, but I think I think our phones went completely dead, and I don't even know if he's there anymore. While oh, really? Screen. Are Good. you there, King? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not only did his phone go dead, but our phones went completely dead. Oh, the whole dead. phone system. Yeah, I think it's down. Am I right, guys? Is the phone system down? Oh, great. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> well, they, you won the debate because you blew, yeah. out of the, you blew the phones off. <laughs> hey, I'm, not tr- I'm not trying to win anything. I'm just speaking the truth. All right. So this the, guy's anyway. got issues about money and, and status and who he has to be. Well, he since he's not who here, he I'll take over and for him. Wait a second. Okay. Wait a second, man. <laughs> wait a second. You always, you, I know exactly who you are. I know exactly who you are. Who is I know, he? it's a bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> you're just insecure about your girlfriend because you're old, you're old, and, and you shop at Macy's. Oh, but my we, God. You know, Ronnie has said that. Why are you saying that? You didn't figure that out. Because I'm smarter than I was yesterday. <laughs> Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> Come on, let me Don't say do something. That. Don't do Don't that. Don't do that. He must Don't have. Do that. I think he has that IBM that you were talking about. He must fall out of bed every morning. Yeah, his fucking I, I head. Bet. Oh yeah. That was I the bet. best line he's ever said, though. When he said he wakes up every morning and he's smarter than he was the day before. I bet. I bet you. Hey, do you use Irish Spring soap? Do you use that? <laughs> yes, I, I do. do. I knew I it. I do. I knew it. I, I knew it. I knew who he was. I knew. I told you I know him. <laughs> you know him because he uses Irish Spring soap. Oh, oh yes, I do. Do you? Let me ask you something, Ronnie. Ronnie, don't hang up. Yes, don't hang yes, up, yes. Ronnie. Don't hang up, Ronnie. Don't hang up, Ronnie. Do you wear Hanes underwear? Sometimes. I knew it. I, I told you. I know who you are. I know it. Like. I knew you either were Haynes or Calvin Klein. Oh. I told you. Oh, they fit Let very well. Nice Don't and hang tight. Up. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> Let me guess. You wear you wear Nike sneakers. Yeah. I, I knew do. it. I and knew socks. who you were. Nike I knew socks. It. I knew oh, 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 you wear Nike socks. Yeah. I knew it. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> Please don't hang up. Come on, how is don't where you get like where that. you get your insurance at? Where, where you get your insurance at, Geico? I knew it. I knew it. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. I knew well, it. How does that tell us who Ronnie is? I knew who he was. I'm smarter than I was yesterday. Oh, motherfucker! Oh, watch this. I bet this motherfucker eats margarine. Do you eat margarine? Yes, I do. You don't ever eat no butter. Oh, don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't hang up, Ronnie. Oh, wait. Now he can speak and confirm oh, himself. Oh, he's he, back? He's back. Phone's working again. 
What up? Why y'all? Why y'all always clowning me? I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Ryan, what, it's, what, it's not, what, what cable easy. company you have? What cable company you have? Because I already know. I bet know. you have Verizon. I bet you oh, have yeah. Verizon. I knew I it. it. I, I knew it. Don't Ronnie hang got. up. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> this guy, I knew. I tell you he... what, Ronnie got. He got that one with the thing on the roof. That, 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 whatever cable, whatever service that is, that's no, a tacky motherfucker that got no, that rendezvous. No, I have Fios, dude. I have Fios. And I, I have a 75 inch have, TV on the wall. Have that a thing big 75 inch TV. What, what, what 75 inch TV do you have? Lights what, what up my home. You, you, know, you, you know what type of, you know what type of TV you got? You know what type of guy you are? You know what type of guy you are, What type of guy am I? What type? Don't hang up. You go get a seventy. <laughs> you go get a seventy-five inch TV, and it'll cost right. four hundred dollars. And you think that's good? You like yeah, four hundred dollars? Yeah, I can. Four hundred dollars. I know people like you. Yeah, I know, I know people. people like I know you. people like you also. You're fucked up in the head. In other words, King, you're a lot saying of people no. like you. He has the big TV, but when you really get inside of it. It's not even a good TV. It doesn't have yes. the best picture. No, it doesn't have because, anything but the size, he right? Doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have in his mind that that 75 inch TV shouldn't cost 400. He thinks he got a deal. Yeah, he, he got a deal. Think his mind doesn't click like that. Right. See, right. I'd rather have a 32 inch TV that costs 3,000. That's an OLED. Wow. You ever heard of OLED? O L E D OLED. <laughs> That's the TV. You have an OLED? <laughs> no, I don't, Robin. I'm sorry. You have an OLED. Don't hang up. You don't, don't have an OLED? Yeah, but you, you have wouldn't have OLED. that. You wouldn't you have, have that if OLED? you didn't have daddy's money, man. You wouldn't have the OLED. In other words, what kind of TV you King, got? You you're got the, the type of guy. King, you're the type of guy yeah. that will you buy so quality. Fun, Rather than have a, 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 a whole bunch of things, you buy the quality item. Yo, this, the, Howard, let me tell you something. This nigga took me to this jewelry show. Oh, this my jewelry yeah. See, it's, here you go. Here show. he goes. Because he no, doesn't no, know who he is. is. He's using the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> it's so uh, stupid. That's, you are so stupid. About a guy I know. Just, yeah, yeah, does the guy have a name about, or yeah. something hey, other my than friend, the N-word? My friend Joe went to the store with me. My friend Sal went to the store with me. No, it's got to be this N-word person. You are, you are such a jerk. You well, are let me hear this story. As long as, as long as we're here, let me hear the story. What happened when you went to the jewelry store with your buddy? I bought this okay. big necklace. He, in there. He, said, he, he said, yo, listen, we went down to the diamonds. This, he said, yo, watch this shit. I'm going to get my wife, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to upgrade her diamonds. Some shit he's talking about. So when we go in there, I know this nigga already. So I know what he's going to show me. Because I know it was a huge, it wasn't huge, but it was a big, cloudy diamond. It was so, it was, it had so much imperfections in that shit. You couldn't even see it. Like, and I said, why would you buy this big ass cloudy ring? He said, yo, the guy gave me a deal. So I said, I said, what color is it? He's like, oh, it's a G and all. Like, it was the worst thing in the world. So I said, why don't you get a little, a smaller one that that's might be a little more money than this one, but he wanted to see the big. He wanted it to be big. That's how Ronnie is. 
That's he's how these right. people, some of these yeah, people Ronnie's are. flashy. I'm flashy. Come on. I don't walk around no, in fur coats and not, ride no, no, around no. in an, no, no, some no. pimped out Cadillac. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being flashy. But when yeah, you okay. flashy with something that's not, that's not, like, don't brag about a big ass TV that you I'm spent not bragging about it. I'm for. just trying to be like you, no, man. No, no. I want to be just like uh, you. Well, there's the real debate. That's the debate. You see? You see? You see? You see? Well, all right. I think I've heard enough. Thank you, Well, Can I just say this, please? Please, no, please don't hang up. Please don't hang up. Is this Howard, really please. important, King? Oh, Howard, please, is it really important Howard. what you're yeah, going to do? Please don't going... hang up on me, please. Right. Everything, everything I say is important. Listen. How can you, how can anybody vote? How can anybody, we're talking about the election. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I, no, no, no disrespect. Sorry, right. buddy. You lose the debate. <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> wow. I mean, what is going on? I was just trying to say, well, hi, honey, do you want to talk about how you made me watch? I'm angry. You made me watch the debate. <laughs> I'm mad at you. What did I do? I was I was watching Lucifer and I was just about asleep. I told you I do not want to watch those debates. How could you not watch the debates? This is what she says, and I said oh, I could not watch them because I knew they the would be. be about Let me tell you something. I'm smarter today than I was yesterday. That's all I know. <laughs> you yeah, woke no. up smarter. You were mad at me. Now I was mad. Turning the light on. Yeah. You were trying to get me out of bed. Oh, here's what got me mad. You made me watch the debate. Then I started I telling it. you how I would have debated Trump. And you said to me, be quiet because um, um, you get me upset because you are a good debater. And when you start debating Trump in your sleep, it, it gets me upset. Right. So now I'm sitting there quietly stewing about the debate. And you're asleep. You're like. <laughs> I wasn't asleep. You were asleep. You kept getting up and then you pitched and then you dropped something. What, did, what were you doing with the flashlight in the I bed? Put on, I started reading Peter Frampton's book and I, a toothpick dropped into the bed. And I thought it was a bug attacking me. So I, I put on my flashlight to find it, and then you woke up. Well, I'm mad at you for something. What are you mad at? Helen was walking around upstairs with a little plastic toothpick out of her, oh. out of her mouth. Oh, my God. you got to keep your toothpicks. You know insane. what I do? I keep the toothpicks so that they're plastic. I don't want to. I want to recycle them. So I, I, I wait to recycle them. Don't do that. I keep telling you, you have to get a container. Aye, aye, aye. That's dangerous. So I'm mad at you. Listen, I'm I was up. I'm so tired now because I was up all to nap night. All day. <laughs> no, I can't. I have things to do you today. Sleep too much, anyhow. I have, yeah, now she tells me I sleep too. Oh, much. This is why you can't get to sleep. You're taking <laughs> I, naps. I, you're not. You're not kidding. You naps I, all day, Robin. Hours. Let me tell you, I have a very stressful job. You know, I just had to handle a debate between Ronnie and King of All Blacks. It was very hard. Very difficult work. Um, I'm, I'm going to punish you. Bang a clock is off today. You're not getting it. <laughs> For me. <laughs> uh, let's see. No, but when I tell you I can't watch those debates, you got to, you got to. Isn't that what everybody's talking about right who now? Who cares? Who cares? I can't watch it. It's like the Beverly Hills Housewives. All they did was fight and it got me. Terrible. It was terrible. It was horrible. Disappointing. But Ronnie 
did come to a conclusion about who he's voting for. Biden, the, I hope. No, 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 no. He, he is well, not we don't saying. know who he's voting for. We don't ask that. Ronnie, think about the animals if you can't think about the people. What do you mean? Well, I don't want to get Ronnie is an animal but, lover. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot going on that's been taken away, a lot of situations, and he does not care about animals, and that makes me want to cry. That's a whole other issue. Mm. Anyway, but I'm the voice for the animals, I guess. You look good. How do I look good? I don't know. I'm do you know thinking what I about it. I might need to bang you. Do you know what? No. She looks really good. <laughs> Doesn't she look good? Ronnie's yeah, thinking the same thing. She looks She's hot. hot as fuck today. You were going to punish her, Howard. What happened? I'm, I'm going to punish you with bang a clock. Believe me. <laughs> you know what, doing? what do you do? Every week I change out. I mean, I clean litter boxes all day, but once a week I take all the litter out and I bleach the, the plastic boxes and bring them back. So I was carrying all the boxes outside and doing all that. Let so. me tell you something. By me allowing you to do all this heavy housework, you've gotten in better shape than She's ever. in good so, shape. <laughs> you're not kidding. Somebody, um, I had a cute picture of a kitten on my Instagram, and somebody wrote, your house must smell. And because he saw the kitten in the litter box. And if you keep your litter boxes clean, and your you house- do this once a week scrub cleaning of the actual litter box, your house does not smell. And by the way, our house does not smell because uh, I couldn't handle that if it did. I have to say, uh, we we have we have how many cats we have living here right now? I don't know if I should admit it. Admit it. <laughs> we have nineteen kittens, right? Six resident fosters and two adult cats. And I'm telling well, you, two adult fosters. Yeah, so. I don't smell a fucking you know uh, no, odor. No, no, the cats are not dirty. It's the That's litter right. box that people yeah. don't keep that gets dirty. You don't think you look hot right now? I, I haven't looked in a mirror since See, 6 right, Ronnie, I brushed my Beth teeth. in a tank top with right. like, part of the bra showing. Nothing better than exactly. that, right? Nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Stephanie wears it. I make, when she gets home and she's in her scrubs, which that kind of turns me on too, when she yeah. comes home in her little scrub See, uniform. That is sexy. That is sexy. Scrubs yeah. sexy. And no. it's got, you know, it's got her name on it and the whole thing and where she works. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of hot. But then she gets into that yoga pants deal with uh, with the tank top with no bra on, which is even better. Right. You love that. It's awesome. You know who, by the way, I should mention, and you'll like this, honey, since you walked in the room, Fred is rock hard. Boner <laughs> What? So, yeah, Fred. Did he tell you that in your ear? <laughs> yes, he did. He said, please tell that I'm rock hard. Isn't that nice? <laughs> no, this is, I mean, listen. I uh, Listen, I... There's a song, I forget what the song is, but they say, I've had you a million times, and I want a million more. You understand? Most that was the Maroon 5 song. That's Maroon 5, Adam Levine. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Hey, Boner. Thank you, Adam. And uh, <laughs> I, I feel that way. That's how I feel. Oh, look at this. The back office thinks this is the hottest Beth has looked since quarantine started. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> They've been keeping track. <laughs> who 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 has voted on this? And I want to know. Let's let's hear and the notice, vote. Notice Ronnie didn't have any <laughs> trouble making this decision that Beth no. thought. Ronnie no was undecided about the election, but he decided that Beth looked good. That was it. Thank you, Ronnie. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Ronnie. He, right. he thought of that You're right away. Had Ronnie, no problem. We can talk about the animal issues if you'd like to after this afternoon. I'm around. I have a whole okay. list. Okay. All right. All good. Right. All right. You're an animal lover, Ronnie. Provided. Yep. 
<laughs> there you go. Oh my god, it's so hot in here. I'm schwitzing. I should probably take work, a break. You're all worked up, dude. Oh man, it's because I didn't get any sleep. I'm well, now you it. saw Beth also. Uh oh, here's the Ronnie puppet. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love animals, Ronnie. all right. I love the exotic wild pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ronnie puppet, did you watch the debates yeah. last night? I I watched the debates and then I pretended I was on Lagooner Beach. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> Lagooner Beach, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then that puts you to sleep. I, I thought of a hot surfer chick with a pussy hanging out on the board. And then I went right to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was sleepier than Sleepy Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and then I shoved a, then I shoved a sea cucumber up my ass. Like I was on Laguna Beach all over again. <laughs> A big cucumber. I don't even know yeah. what that is. And then, and then in my sleep, I pulled off Stephanie's bra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, do you, do you like when Stephanie yeah. comes in in her, um, in her medical outfit and then changes yeah. into, uh, yeah. a yoga her pants? Her yoga yeah. pants. Yeah. You like yoga pants? Her yoga pants. Yeah. Yeah. Her yoga pants. Yeah. Make fun yeah. all you want. It still yeah. fucking looks good. Yeah. She looks so good. And then I pretend in my mind that I'm fucking her with a starfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, no. scrub- I don't have to pretend. <laughs> then you have fucked up with a starfish? <laughs> I just wow. do yeah. it. <laughs> and a starfish has five legs. So you can imagine how many times you can fuck up with the starfish on Laguna Beach. <laughs> and then I shot my, my goo yogurt on her yogurt pants. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie Puppet. Very good. Thank you. All right. Did so everybody Puppet had- make up his mind about the uh, election last night Did- from the debate? They asked shitty questions, though. That's that's the only problem. They should have yeah. asked Joe and Donnie if they ever walked around naked, uh, how far <laughs> they could shoot their load. Do they use toys <laughs> in the bedroom? And would right. either one of them throw their cock inside Cindy McCain since she's a widow right now? Oh. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah they didn't speak Beach. to the issues. <laughs> Laguna Beach. That's right. That's all he has to do is say it, and he's out. <laughs> Roddy Puppet, wake up. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Ronnie yeah. Puppet. Laguna when Stephanie Beach. comes home, it's Lagooey Beach in my <laughs> This is true. Uh, I agree. It's true. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, the point is, Ronnie has made a decision about who he's yeah. voting for, and I'm glad to hear it. So uh, now we can end that whole controversy. So we, don't have we to- definitely don't need any more debates. Ronnie was the last person who was undecided. Uh, you know, in a way he was. And now we can go on <laughs> with our lives and no more debates. Cause that's are, debate you guys, are you guys still going to watch the debates or no? No. I don't want to see anymore. I didn't want to see it. It got me too depressed. Honestly, I the whole thing was a fiasco. I didn't well, learn it start, anything. It, start, it started right from the beginning when when they put it up on the screen at 
the way it looked like they were introducing a boxing match. Right. It but was the theater, screen. Listen, I mean, it was ridiculous. It, let's agree. It was good television in the same yeah. way when Donald used to fight with AJ. But, right. you know, in the way, the way that Real Housewives is a good television show and the women fight, you're interested. But did I learn anything? Did it matter that... Uh, was it good that, for the country? Was it good for it was, uh, it our was international horrible. relations? No. Horrible for the country. We look like shitheads. I say enough debates. Everyone's made up their mind already. It's 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 unnecessary. Let's end the fiasco. And besides, why put people at risk having to gather for a debate, even though it was a limited amount of audience? They don't and need. And the next it. one's supposed to be a town hall. It'll be worse. Right. The president doesn't need that. Joe Biden doesn't need that. The country doesn't need it. Everybody knows where they're at. You know, there's no more undecided. Stop it. People are voting already anyway. It's too late. That's right. That's it. It's over. You had your debate. It was good theater. That's it. People who love Trump thought Trump won. People who love Biden thought Biden won. And uh, and the whole country knows the truth. It was a big waste of fucking time. And people are upset that I didn't get a full night's sleep because of it. And uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what's really sad. And so I'm going to get rid of this song now that I was going to play, but I am no longer going to play it. This is the last time. There's only one old guy. I'm me. Who can't decide. They vote the way I want to vote. I was going to vote. Ron's undecided. Everybody's got me figured out. There's only one old man voting for a rock and roll band. I fucking voted for the fucking black rose. Ron's undecided. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. When it comes to dildos, Ronnie is decisive. He lets Stephanie put them deep up inside him. But when it comes to the future of the country, Ronnie doesn't seem to give a shit. Holy shit. He's going to vote for Trump because he's got fucking NASCAR shit there. I always thought this was a cool song. Your Woman by White Town. I don't know anything about White Town. But I thought this was pretty cool. You know why I like this song, I think? I'm pretty sure this is how I should sing. It sounds like he's singing through a megaphone, and it doesn't sound all that hard. It's almost like he's whispering. It's not like he's wailing. I'm pretty sure I could sing like that and have a recording career. Well, he didn't, so I don't know. Well, he had a hit song. I mean, I... time I hear Bob Dylan sing, I go, I should be able to have a recording career. I mean, he's not Anybody that good a singer. Anybody should be able to have a recording career. Right? You're going to use Bob Dylan as the uh, example. That's what I'm saying. I could write some witty lyrics and get down to but, it. But, you know, see, you always try to write too many lyrics. One good lyric. Hey, man, nice shot. Hey, man, hey, nice shot? Say, yeah. Hey, man, nice shot. Hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> Who knew you were a songwriter? When did this happen? You wake up smarter every day, too, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I always looked up to like Lou Reed. If Lou Reed could have a singing career, so could I. You know, Lou does. I, I think that was a talking career. <laughs> yeah. Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. I said, hey, babe, and and then and then um, he had a whole bunch of backup singers if he ever needed anything. Right. Song. Right. Yeah. I really would like to, before I die, have a hit song. So. I've told Fred to write me one, but they're always too complicated. I think, I think that that time has passed. Here's a lyric I was working on. Tell me what you think. Okay. War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> I what do you think, think I've heard that somewhere before. Oh, shit. Too bad. <laughs> I knew it was good. Um, anyway. Enough about the debate. Let's um let's have some fun. You know, people tune in, they want to forget how horrible that debate was last night, just how annoying. Let's have the sound of happiness. <laughs> That's right. Woo, woo. You go down to the Puerto Rican Day Parade and Which you'll hear we that sound. Have this year. That's right. And we said to this guy blowing this horrible horn, what is that? And he goes, It's the sound of happiness. <laughs> Nice. All right. Here we go. This this is kind of fun. The boys were at it again, Sal and Richard. They're still yeah. busting balls, even though we are in quarantine. Oh, I thought they had gotten together. No, they just were working on a they were working phone together. call or something. Sal and Richard do a fake radio show called The Jack and Rod Show. They have all yeah. their egos. And they book a guest. This time they booked a self-proclaimed alien expert, an expert on outer space individuals. Not huh. aliens from another country, but aliens from outer space. Uh, and they and uh, told them. an expert. Yeah, so they told him he's, they're going to be, you know, he's going to be on the radio. And uh, also that uh, he should keep in mind that they're doing a special slow adult radio show today. A version huh. of their show. Yeah. Do the slow adults need to know about the aliens? Evidently. This guy didn't even think about that. It was radio. <laughs> so now it's Jack and Rod, the alien expert, Gary the Conqueror. Okay. Is he a part and of their show? Yes, because it's okay. a special tribute to slow adults. You following okay. me? I, I'm getting it now. What's really sad is Gary the Conqueror did not get along with the alien expert. So <laughs> this is a, this is a quite involved. I'll walk you through it. Here's the first part. And it's Slow Adult Radio on today's Jack and Rod Show. It's where we turn over our show to special people. Today's host is Gary the Conqueror. Hi, Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> hey, I'm on the radio. Yes, Gary, you're the host, and today's special guest says that aliens exist. <laughs> so, Gary, let's say hello to Danny the Alien Expert. Hey, Danny. Hey, guys. Pleasure to be on the show, and hi, Gary. Hope you are doing well. I'm Gary the Conqueror. Did you just say your name was Gary the Conqueror? I'm Gary the Conqueror. I'm You're not Gary the Conqueror. You're Gary the Messenger. I'm not a messenger. I'm, I'm special. I don't literally mean a messenger. I mean an alien messenger. No, I'm not. I'm a human being. Gary, you shit. Gary, I'm an expert about aliens, and I can tell you that in all different life forms, and chances. Shut the hell up! Well, you know, 
uh, Jack Jack rod his eyes. Okay, okay. Hmm. So you can see it was getting really bad. Yeah. Uh, so Jack and Rod told Danny, the alien expert, he needed to slow things down for Gary and, you know, try to act more like a slow adult himself. Right. He rushed him and that didn't work out. Yep. So, <laughs> here we go. Danny, uh, we just, uh, we just muted Gary. Okay. So oh we want to let you know he's not comfortable with, uh, your topic and, you know, you, you're coming off too smart. I, 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 okay. You know, be on Gary's level. Talk like him. He, he's more comfortable talking to other slow adults. You don't, wait a second. If I, if I do that, that'll make me sound like a, 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 a it's pretty, pretty offended by it, isn't it? No, Gary will love it. Jeez. If you, if you, if you sound smarter and, and you sound like you're better than Gary, you're going to uh, offend him. So can you try to sound more like Gary? Ah, jeez. I, I don't know. Uh, he said this. He said it won't be upset. I, I just, I just want to do this because it's, you know, make sure he's comfortable. Yes, sure, exactly. Okay. Uh oh. Now, uh, <laughs> is it I gotta that exciting to be on the radio? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's worth it. Because you know, when you're an alien expert, it's hard to get booked. But I guess it's always, so. What I love about this, it's very interesting to hear someone's interpretation of a slow adult. Uh, unfortunately, Gary didn't like it so much, and uh, <laughs> here's what happened. We're going to talk about the alien civilizations and where they originate from. It's going to be great. What did they say? Well, they say to me that they have all kinds of messengers. Yay! Uh, you idiot! Aliens are bullshit! No, I'm I'm an expert and I'm trying to relay the messages that I'm getting and I'm oh, trying to. Oh, the bite the ass! <laughs> Well, aliens come in our universe because they fly in different places. They have spaceships, and what they do is they spin and they bend. Hey! What? Are you making fun of me? No. You full of shit. No, I'm just... You think you're smarter than me? No, you're not. I'm, I'm just communicating the, the, the show, and I just want to relate to you that that's what the aliens do. Hey, back the fuck out of here, you goddamn <laughs> piece of shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not going well. No. Oh, my God. It, it went from bad to worse. Things really fell apart. Then we, uh, well, it got really bad. We planted a caller who accused the guest of pretending to be a slow adult and started attacking him. <laughs> oh boy, Rod, we have a lady on the phone who is pissed off because she thinks our guest is pretending to be a slow adult. Wait a second. Uh, ma'am, go ahead. Hello? I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Wait. At the beginning of the interview, sir, you sounded completely normal. Uh, and then, after the break, you came back and sounded mentally challenged. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I, I was just, uh, I was respectful. I was told that this is what I was supposed to do, that this was going to be the Bullshit. right thing. I heard oh, these you. Gentlemen, they, they asked me about this. They put me up to this. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We did not no. put you up to this. We don't know what you're talking about, Danny. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> Why don't you issue an apology to Gary? I'm not apologizing. I'm not, I'm not apologizing. You, you, you told me to go off and do it this way. I feel awful about this. I mean, you know, this is ridiculous. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> my show, asshole. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I just, Gary, I, you know, just work with better people. I, I, I gotta get just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he 
That's it. <laughs> it was like slow entrapment. Wow. Yes. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, the, the Gary the Conqueror's performance was so good. Uh, Sirius XM just gave him his own channel. Uh, Scott Greenstein signed an exclusive he, deal. He was really good. He likes yes. being on the radio. He's a good host. He's not afraid to call bullshit. <laughs> right. By the way, a couple of facts. We haven't talked to Gary in a while. Uh, the guys found this out when they were doing that recording. Number one, Gary now rides a scooter. He, um, what do you mean? He's like on a scooter to get yeah, around. Really? His, his feet have gotten so bad that they actually face in opposite directions. And they, and that he has to go to a doctor's appointment every three months. So he's not doing so great. Oh. And he also took up vaping in quarantine. He's now vaping. That's his other new thing. Jeez. So. Is he still smoking? Uh, is it tobacco he vapes or? Uh, uh, Shuley can fill you in. He's uh, talking to Gary. What's, what, what, what is he smoking and vaping or is he just vaping? No, he's just vaping, Howard. He, he's oh, quit okay. smoking. Uh, his his new handler vapes, so I think his new handler kind of got him into that. Um, he thinks it's better for him. Gary's still coughing though. I mean, he doesn't you know he doesn't sound great, but his feet are holy shit, Howard. I've never seen it anything. They just go in completely different directions. All the toes. How did that happen? I mean, in other words, he was fine. He used to walk around just fine. How do your feet start like turning in the opposite direction? You know what? Not only not only do I not know how that happens, but apparently his toenails never get cut. So his his handler has to take him into the doctor, where the guy literally puts like a a welder's mask on and gets like a fucking grinder, a sander, and he has to file these these fucking nails down. They're so wow. they're so thick, and oh, he showed me his feet. I almost threw up. Really? Why does did you take go- a picture? We need to see this. Why did why doesn't he go more regularly to the podiatrist and get his nails cut? He, he listen, Howard. He's running into a list of things. He's got his feet look like a, a blown up mailbox. Uh, you got his eyes. He he has to get his eyes scraped. Uh, why? Because what is that about? He's got he's got some. <laughs> it's so bad. He's got some like cornea issues that his 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 cornea has to be scraped by a doctor his hearing is going he's he's almost down wow. to nothing yeah can he can he does it, can he walk like charlie chaplin at least like you know like that that kind of thing that wobble you know, yeah that thing yeah but can when he, he walk takes his all? he can it's hard for him but he does it uh but when he takes that sock off it, it looks like a fire drill it looks like people mm. running in all different directions <laughs> wow Oh dear! Jeez, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I love but the guy. He, he still talks about wanting to see boobs all the time. That hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah, I mean, we got to get him some strippers or something. He loves it. You know, at least when we used to have him down in the show, he would, you know, get his fill. Are the strip clubs open? <laughs> I don't no. think so. No, Robin, it's a real problem. The whole country <laughs> shutting down. I really do think the strip clubs are closed. And now he has the scooter that he got, Howard, to help yeah. him get around. But he's he doesn't work, and he doesn't really go anywhere. And he and the scooter is like top of the line. It's like three thousand dollars scooter. That mm-hmm. uh, where is he scooting to? So his his handler sets up cones in the parking lot, and, <laughs> and he's giving Gary lessons in the parking lot. But he 
the scooter is so badass, like it can go like 40 miles an hour. So he has to turn the speed way down so Gary doesn't fucking take off. Does he put like a governor on it so the thing won't go yeah. fast? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's got yeah, a kill he might switch lose on Gary. it. Too. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> Wee! And then like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says here we can show you a picture. I got to think this through. We can show you a picture of Gary's feet if you call for it. They're horrifying, but. This will depress you. This will depress you. I need to know what we're talking about here. Yeah, I'm pretty depressed. I mean, I don't know if I need. All right. Put it up. I'll take a look. Oh, shit. Oh! Wait, I can't see so good. You can't? Oh, oh my God. They look like oh, vampire toenails. Well, he's got to get his toenails cut. That's the answer. All right, I had enough. Thank you. But, you know, that's all fungus. <laughs> that's why they're so thick. Ooh. Were those Gary the Conqueror's feet or Gary Delabate's feet? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the same feet. I don't know. I've Jeez. seen that before in my pool. Uh, unbelievable. All right, let me take a couple of phone calls. Thanks, Shuley. And uh, that's Shuley live from Alabama, everybody. Everyone's excited about Shuley in Alabama. Uh, Coming to you live from Alabama. Yeah, good signal. Everything works. <laughs> Shuley's got a guy up on the uh, roof so he can beam into the show every day. Thank goodness we got a clear signal. A couple of people wrote the show. They all had comments. Uh, a lot of people liked our segment on porn for the blind. We, <laughs> I loved um, it. We played clips of UFC announcer Sean Wheelock doing play-by-play commentary on porn for the blind. By the way, I thought Sean did an excellent job. Sean was yes, honored to have us play his clips. He sent us a note. This is from Sean. Oh. Uh, a huge and genuine thank you for playing my webcam play-by-play for the blind clips on your show. I'm a true super fan as well as a past guest on the wrap-up show. It was a thrill to hear you mention my name. It would be my honor to do play-by-play commentary for anything you guys need on the show. Richard, Sal, Ronnie, Ju- uh, Shuli, I almost said Julie. Uh, JD, <laughs> thank you again in warmest regards. Uh, many fans thought I did a good job, uh, doing play by play of my sex with Beth. They liked it. Howard, if you retire from radio, I think you would be the perfect person to do play by play for stepmom porn. <laughs> it is the perfect job for you. There's no better person to announce play by play for porn than Howard. It's a great way to cap off your career. Yes, I'd be very proud of that. Howard, you are the next Marv Albert. Better yet, Perv Albert. Way to go. <laughs> um, even one listener got off doing uh, what during uh, my play-by-play. Really? Howard, I'm a 40-year-old woman who has always dreamed of having sex with you. I masturbated to the playback of you doing your play-by-play sex of Beth with Beth. I was able to climax beautifully. A woman climaxed. Please continue. Because this has been great. I have been without a man since the quarantine began. Oh, my. By the way, speaking of sports announcers, yesterday we talked about how sports announcers got by in quarantine. Uh, today, I do have a few clips. Um, so many sports announcers became rusty during quarantine. They they had nothing to do. And now they're Can you back. really lose that skill? I thought it was like riding a bike. No, because uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll prove my point. New York Yankees radio announcer John Sterling was trying to say there's um, not much interaction between teams and the press because of COVID. But his choice of words were a little rusty. Well, it's uh, obviously a, a crazy year for us in that we have no intercourse at all with the manager of the players. 
Here's a 3-1. And what I mean by that is that outside of the Zoom calls... You don't talk to them. (laughs) At all. No, I mean, intercourse, he's, he's right. Uh, he, he misses the intercourse. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, probably not the best choice of words, you know. <laughs> you know, There's we're no very upset. at all. <laughs> he's got such an announcement voice, too. It's like, you know, uh, it's very difficult not to have intercourse with the players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like uh, social interaction? No, no, to fuck them in the ass. <laughs> very difficult. We can't uh, no. even get near them. We can't even get a blowjob from the players. Not only intercourse, also no anal, uh, in case you're wondering. Wow. <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers analyst Bill Clement described why a player was missing goal shots. He had an interesting explanation. He shot to the weak side, which means he shot to the side of Carey Price where there was nobody there for a rebound. And I thought, that's a guy that's squeezing his stick so hard, so tight, trying to score. Flyers have to simmer down a bit, just relax. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. He's squeezing his dick so hard. Yeah, well, you know, I, I assume he was trying to say squeezing his stick so hard. <laughs> but uh, who knows? I mean, th- these guys are rusty. They If they don't constantly announce, they lose it. Wow. Yes, it seems that this man is more interested in holding his own penis than uh, playing the game. Uh, NBC Sports hockey announcer Brendan Burke was calling a Chicago Blackhawks game. When he said this, listen carefully. And it sets Camp out of the box into the zone and into Robin Leonard, who let it loose for a moment and then covers up. So the Blackhawks get two to tie it in the second period. Blackhawks. They don't even realize they're mispronouncing these things. Very the racist. Blackhawks. Black the Blackhawks. <laughs> You know when the Washington Redskins were looking for a new name? That was the second choice. Really? That was on the list? The Blackhawks. That's right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I wouldn't want to go up against the Blackhawks. <laughs> That's an intimidating team. Uh, now this, uh, some announcers are, have gotten so rusty, they've gone beyond little slip-ups. This is terrible. Uh, former Chicago Cubs player Mark Grace was a guest announcer on a Cubs game when he got in trouble. Um, he got, he, he told the story and kept calling his ex-wife a dingbat. And you know, oh you know, in this day and age, that doesn't play. I, my, my ex-wife, I'm going to go Archie Bunker on you guys a little bit. I called her, I called her the dingbat. So, so that said, as we finish with our batting practice, and you know, we've got 45 minutes of downtown, maybe an hour. And the, the business clubhouse guy come, comes running to my locker. Did you park your car in in Bud Selig's parking space? And then I thought, oh, my God, the dingbat parked in Bud's spot. So he, he's he got bragging rights on me the rest of my life because the dingbat parked in his space, and I'm the one that had to take the heat for it. So you're saying the, the dingbat is your ex-wife. Ex-wife, saying, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he couldn't possibly be a dingbat. It's only the ex-wife who's the dingbat. Right. Yeah. He's the smart one, and she's the dingbat. See? Hmm. I wonder what he heard after this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the ultimate, the ultimate fuck up and talk about being rusty. Uh, maybe some people know about this for sure. Cincinnati Reds TV announcer Tom Brenneman. 
He thought he was in a commercial break when he said this. So imagine the guys in a broadcast. Mm-hmm. This shows you how rusty he got. He thinks the mics are off, and then he right. says this. The fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair. So he the said. What? The fag the, capital of the world? The fag, yeah. By the way, I want, what is the fag where, capital of the world? Where is that? <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> anyway, so he, the mic is, he thinks the mic's off. It goes on the air. Fag capital of the world. I think he's been fired. I think he's like drum, but I drummed out of business. So he even in the middle of the game, he had to like give the apology and like get the fuck off the radio. Listen to this. Three nothing ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I'm going to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale will take you the rest of the way home. You're a good man, partner. Hang in there. Yeah. So, wow. uh, isn't that awesome? That's an interesting thing that like, you know, the handoff, you know, usually people yeah. just stay there and apologize. <laughs> no, I had to get him said, right I off. I won't be here anymore. Uh, the rest of the game will be called by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get him right out. I like the home run in the middle of the apology. That was pretty awesome. That, uh, cause I was, uh, I was sitting here thinking, what's happening in the game? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I tuned in for a game. I don't want to hear your problems. <laughs> Brenneman was removed from Fox Sports NFL schedule where he had worked since 1994. Wow. Uh, personally, maybe should have said Fruityville, USA, instead of uh, the fag capital. Well, wait a minute. He said that's not him. How did that come out of him? I think that is him. And the guy on the, <laughs> on, the on the, on the, on the radio is the, is the, the fake guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I said something earlier on the air, and I love the announcer voice, you know, in the apology. Yeah. I said something earlier on the air that many people, um, well, I think most of you probably thought it was funny and cool, but, uh, you know, a couple <laughs> of people probably got offended because, you know, you know how our world is. But anyway, uh, just want to say, the way our world is now, I'm going to have to probably leave you right now. Excuse me. Uh, ground ball. Yep. And, uh, old players advances, it's bases loaded, no outs. Anyway, what was I saying? 
I said something on the air that was highly offensive. I thought the mics were off, and I said something about fag capital of the world. Now, I really meant to say fudge-packing capital because of the pressure of being on the air during a game and only having a few minutes. My choice of words was very, very poor. Now, I'm not an idiot. I consider myself a religious man. I've been a sports announcer. I've worked here since 1994, ladies and gentlemen. And don't you think I know in the society we uh, live in that a couple of uh, limp-wristed people are going to be upset if I say fag capital of the world? Now, uh, I don't know who I offended, but evidently the phones lit up and I offended some people. I mean, uh, in all fairness, as you know, there are no gays in baseball, so who am I offending? I don't believe any gay people were listening at the time. So, uh, look, if I offended a few cock gargglers out there, excuse me, strike two, uh, we now, uh, they're replacing the pitcher. So let me just uh, describe the situation here. All right. Look, I said a terrible thing. I've been told. I regret getting caught. I mean, I regret what I said uh, during the game. I'd like to apologize to, what's the proper word, homos? Okay. I'd like to apologize to homos out there, uh, or, or whatever you call yourselves, sausage smugglers, okay? And in case you carpet munchers are offended, oh, I see. All right, there's a, I see police are entering our booth. They're going to drag me out in uh, what appears to be plastic handcuffs. Gentlemen, that won't be necessary. I'm just trying to apologize for my... Yeah, I, Sir, no, 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 no. I was possessed by a homophobic demon. If you're gonna, if you're gonna drag me out of here, I want you to put me in a white straitjacket. Not, not handcuffs, please. Uh, 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 being gay is a choice. And, and wait a second. Rogers is taking second. I've gotta get out of here. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first uh, time I ever heard this was the, this apology. He said, I want to apologize to the people who signed my paycheck. Yeah, that was some apology. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just oh. want to say you're a good guy. I'm the new announcer. <laughs> good riddance to a good guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just said something. Uh, I believed we were in a commercial break. I want you to know these are not my true feelings. That's not who I am. I say things uh, fact, I don't believe in the commercial breaks. <laughs> absolutely. In fact, anyone who knows me, I sucked a cock or two in college. So uh, I just want to say that. I think most people know that. Uh, sucking cock isn't something I do all the time, but I have done it. Uh, let's see. The count is 2-0. Who and loves the glory hole more than me? <laughs> uh Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a horrible, horrible thing. I think people misunderstood me. Uh, it is true. I said something during the break, and it did get out on the air. Now, let me explain to you that I don't think I should be fired for what I said. Oh, let me check what's going on in the field, or do you care? Huh? Uh, that's a solid ground ball right to the pitcher. Pitcher throws to the first baseman. It's one out. He's going home, and I think I am too. <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> Let me say, for anyone who thinks I'm homophobic, sodomites are wonderful people. I don't have a grudge against any. Now, I do want to point out to the audience at home who thinks that I'm homophobic, uh, in high school, I was on track and field, and I had a towel-snapping incident in the <laughs> locker room where I, I did chub up. Uh, so I'm no stranger to gay antics. And for those of you who think I'm anti-gay, you're wrong. I'm a religious man, that's true. And I, oh, wait a second, ground ball, third base, and he throws the first successfully, and it's two outs. Now. <laughs> Earlier in the show, I said something that might be interpreted as homophobic and offended the people who write my paycheck. Now, to prove how sorry I am, I am now going to shove a bat up my ass. <laughs> now, I know that's controversial, but it shows you I'm open to all things. <laughs> I think this uh, is a teaching moment. <laughs> by the way, that'll be three outs, and the side is retired. Anyway, where was I? Yes, the towel snapping incident in high school. I do want to say also that um, for my 25th wedding anniversary, my wife slipped a digit in my ass, and I didn't hate it. Now, if that doesn't prove I like homosexuals, I don't know what does. I am I a religious that man. Was a friendly term. <laughs> I had no idea. By the way, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Uh, it's a foul ball. And now back to the action. <laughs> I missed the part where they changed the names. <laughs> I want to say how deeply sorry I am for saying the fag capital comment. Uh, because wherever I was talking about is not the fag capital, it turns out. <laughs> right. I've been corrected. <laughs> Oh, boy, Gray is sorry he left that slider over the plate. And that fag capital comment is uh, never going to come out of these lists again. <laughs> to prove it to you, I'm going to announce the rest of this game with my broadcast partner's cock in my mouth. I'll show you. <laughs> By the way, a lot of people know I've seen Ricky Martin live in concert three times with my wife. So there you go. There you go. All right, How do you go home that. and tell your wife, honey, I'm home early? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh, you're not making a living anymore, Greg. <laughs> what did you do? All right. You know, those old-time sports guys with their... Yeah. That's he, not uh, who I am. Yes, it is. You should have just said, listen, you know, you should have just said, listen, I haven't announced sports in a while because of COVID, and I'm a little rusty. Normally, I know not to say fag out loud. Actually, I would have started coughing. And then I, have COVID. I have a call. That might have saved him. Let's take a couple of calls. Let's go to Graham. Graham in Indiana. How are you, Graham? Pretty good. How are you, Howard? Hey now. Hey, hey now. Uh, you were talking about Marty Brennan, man. I'm actually a hey lifelong now. Reds fan. All right, good for hey you. Now. Hey now. Well, I hey was now. wanting to tell you. Uh, Nickname is uh, the Cowboy, and that might explain a little bit of his homophobic rant there. Right. All right, also, uh, uh, Graham. Uh, excellent phone call. What can I tell you? I've learned a lot about you. You're a Reds fan. Well, also, 
the the reason he said fag capital might be the reason is Cincinnati's nickname is the Queen City. Okay. All right, Graham, uh, whatever you're on, I want double. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Graham, you take care. You might want to head up to uh, Canada. They just legalized ayahuasca up there for religious purposes, okay? Is that right? I better yeah. go. Get, I was just reading on. about it. I'll be, I'll be out in a minute, Graham. We'll go up together. <laughs> Where is it you went when you met, met that shaman and you took ayahuasca? Where was that? I was in Peru. Yeah, Peru is so pissed. They're probably like, fuck, all these nutty Americans who come to Peru to get their shaman and get, take ayahuasca. That's our thing. And now they can go to Canada. They're only going to go to Canada to do ayahuasca. That's right. Yeah. In Peru, everyone's a shaman, too. They're like, yeah, by the way, I'm a hairdresser, but also I'm a shaman. Because you get the, the ayahuasca money from the rich Americans. Uh, during the week, I teach school. <laughs> yeah, but also I'm a shaman. Just in case someone wants to throw up and shit their pants. <laughs> Did you see that guy who claims his tattoos lost him his job as an elementary school teacher? No, nah, I didn't see that. He has his whole body completely tattooed, and he had the whites of his eyes blackened. Yeah. Listen, if you want to be a teacher, use your fucking head. You know, you know, He's I love people that he got fired. Yeah. I love people who get their whole bodies tattooed in a shock. They can't get a job at IBM. <laughs> Can no, you imagine you, you walk your kid into school and the teacher's eyes are black. Yeah. There's no, I remember white there. I went to get my, I got my fingers tattooed. You know, I have two, two tattoos, one on each hand. My agent said to me, what are you doing? You know, why are you getting your fingers tattooed? I said, because I can. I'm in fucking dumb radio. He goes, yeah, but we do a lot of business deals and stuff. I go, listen, nobody looking at me like I'm sane. My career is pretty established. People think I'm out of my mind. Tattoos are the least weird thing about me. They think I'm out of my, you know, my mind. Right. So, um, uh, but there are guys out there who get fully tattooed and then they go, yeah, what do you want to do in life? You know, cause I'm like, well, gee, you know, you're a young guy. You know, you look like you're in a fucking rock and roll band. Yeah, you've got What's bolts your in plan? your ears dragging your lobes down to your shoulders. Yeah. Oh, I want to go into the medical profession. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Imagine you walk in, your doctor's got fucking those things in his ears with a fucking, you know, with the tattoos on his hands and his arms and his every, you know. His eyes are blackened. Uh, his yeah. eyes are blackened. It, it, it's just like, you know. And then when I see these rich kids who come from privileged families, who get their faces tattooed and all this bullshit. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, you have no plan for working, don't you? You're going to be living off your parents the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, you got no plan because you got to earn those tattoos. If you get the lifestyle where you can get that heavily tattooed and still work, you got to earn that. You really do. That's bullshit. If you have to use your parents' money to get a tattoo, you have no right getting a fucking tattoo. That's the end of it. And that's me talking right now. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Use your head. Don't come complaining when your elementary school job. I think he was teaching like kindergartners or first graders. Like he yeah. like scared the crap out of him when he walks into class. Oh, please. You think I want to work around a guy who's got his eyeballs tattooed? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in radio. Hey, Howard. I, I usually don't like to show you stuff in the air, but you really need to see what this kindergarten teacher looks like. Because you won't, <laughs> Let me be see you won't believe it. Oh my God. Oh my God. And he, he's not really shocked, is he? Come on. Oh, oh my he's God. complaining he's gone to the, the, um, reporters to, to say he's been <laughs> yeah. mistreated. Oh my God. 
<laughs> I remember my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. McKendrick. What a sweet old woman. Oh, just a nice lady. I was scared shitless to leave my house and go to school. And then I saw her and I was like, calm. What wow. if you'd seen him? <laughs> <laughs> you got to use your head. Come on, some common sense. Hey, you know, I didn't even go. Gary, what's the general reaction to that debate last night from the staff? I mean, I almost don't even want to ask you because I'm just livid over the whole thing. I just, as, a, as an American, I just found the whole thing disturbing, but. But what, what was the general impression? At the Did beginning, get, were they as we second as I was? I mean, at the beginning, everyone was like, well, Biden doesn't really look good because Trump's all over him. But then as it went on, it became such insanity that we couldn't figure it out. But I will tell you, like, it ended at like, I don't know, was it 1035? And then my son from college called me because he wanted, he was like, dad, I, I don't even know what I just saw. Is it always like this? I'm like, no, it's not. So I went to go up to bed. It was, and then I go up to bed. I'm watching CNN and I'm watching Fox News. I'm trying to get everything. So now it's like 10 of 11 and I can't even go to bed anymore. Like I'm, my heart is pounding and I had a, um, I never done this in the history of the show. I got the pan out and I got high. I had to take a hit of pot so I could fall asleep because Did it was it so worked up over it. Yeah. It helped me. It helped me. Yeah. But it was worked up, not even worked up. Like I wasn't even like fuck Trump. It was more like you. Like this is just an enormous embarrassment. The whole thing. I thought yeah. Chris Wallace, the only thing Chris Wallace could have done any more than what he did. Was going, Mr. President, Mr. President, shut the fuck up. I mean, that was the only thing left for him to say. Yeah, I don't know. It just was so bad. And I hope they don't have any more debates. I really just think Trump or Biden should just call an end to it and say, look, people are going to vote. People know how they're going to vote. It's enough. Well, the shame of it is none of us have the guts to say, stop it. And, you know, if, if we did, the networks would have said, stop showing this. Well, you want to know something? Networks love it. People fighting. I understand that because ratings. they don't care about the real uh, impact no. that it no. has. It was they good care for ratings. about ratings. Yeah. And so nobody really cares about the country. They just want spectacle all the time. And so we don't have any shame about how ridiculous this all is. Well, I... Um you know, listen. I, no one knows better than me. People fighting on the air is great for ratings. So, uh, you know, I'm all I'm I'm all about that. But uh, not in a presidential debate. It's just too fucking depressing. Chris, what but happened to you last night? We should have just said, let's turn this off and put whatever the 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 Love Island back on. I what, got, what happened? I got with you? really I got really drunk last night, Howard, because you know when this thing started, I, I felt like I was having an anxiety attack. It's, yeah, I uh, followed you on uh, Twitter, and uh, yeah. you were uh, you were like uh, tweeting through the whole thing. But, well, uh, I, I was I was listen. I we were doing we were doing work on the show as well as it was going on, and it just it was a lot. I mean, honestly, if I if I wasn't watching it for the show, I probably would have turned it off. I have a, you know, for me, it's it's a it's it's a big deal because you know I want to live and work in this country and continue to do that, and. Uh, I just know if the election goes one way, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to do that. And beyond even that, just your rights as a, as a gay person, as a, you know, it, it just, I see the way things are going and I see, um, what's going to be if this guy stays in office. And it's just, it's, it's, it, it's not like listening to people fight on the radio because the consequences are just so fucking high. And it's it's deeply, deeply, deeply disturbing. I, I'm with you on that. Well, yeah, I just got too bummed out. So, like, I, but I said to Beth, I don't want to watch the debate. 
And, uh, she, she did, she said, you have to watch it. And then I couldn't sleep. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, now I'm up all night and I'm going to be shitty on the radio in a bad mood and all that, but whatever. I think you have I mean, to watch it. I don't know. It's like, it's like a train wreck. You, you, you can't look away and, and the, the impact of it is so real. It just, it affects mm. everybody, you know? And yeah, I don't think the debate did any good in terms of, uh, the country. I think, I think that people who love Trump are going to vote for Trump. People who love Biden are going to vote for Biden. I think everybody knows where it's at. And enough. It's enough debating. It, it wasn't even a debate. Debate I'm all about. If if people were actually talking about what they might or might not do, I'm all for it. But that thing last night, you know, I hate I hate to keep comparing it to the fights on Beverly Hills Housewives, but it, it that's what it reminded me of. And it just it just was demeaning and embarrassing. So fuck it. Hey, Sean, you're on. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Sean. Uh, we are on the air in New Jersey. Sean. Hey, now, Howard. Good morning, Robin. How are you guys? Hello. What up? Hey, I oh I was eating a bagel yesterday when you started doing that play by play when you were having sex with that. I, I damn near choked and ran off the road with my car. It was so so damn funny, um, just hilarious, hilarious stuff. You and you always seem to be able to improvise like that and just really um, you're always on point, making me laugh. So I appreciate that. All right, and with thank that, you. I just want to say I hope you, I hope you, I uh, hope you guys sign a new contract. Um, cause I don't know what I'm going to do if, if you guys aren't around. So I, I hope to God you guys get that done. And there's another three or four years where we can, I can listen to you in my car going to work. Cause you make me laugh. God's every honest day. truth. And I don't know how this always happens to me is, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. And people have accused me in newspaper articles. They go, Oh, this is the Howard Stern shtick. Uh, he gets toward the end of his contract and he says he doesn't know what's going to happen, but I really don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'll tell you one thing though. Yeah. I do love this company. I love our uh, our little uh, our little success story here at Sirius XM. I do love it. And a little um, company that could, yeah. But I am going to uh, tell you this: we have thirty something shows left, and if it comes down to the fact that we're not staying, um, I, I do believe this company is very classy. They're not going to like say, "Okay, get off the air," like they do in terrestrial radio, and not let you say goodbye. We will have a proper goodbye. In December, over the course of a week, we will do uh, three shows where we do like a big farewell show. And, you know, and if we and if I we end up staying longer than that, but I know you do, Robin. Get. Listen, <laughs> we had a big meeting about it. It'd be three days, three days of glorious goodbye. And uh, and also informing you of where we'll go if there is a place we're going. And if there's not, then, you know, read your newspaper and uh, hopefully you'll follow along. But uh, we'll see what happens. I love this place. Um, Jim's leaving. Jim's a guy who runs this company. Love him. Uh, he's uh, actually um, doing his uh, swan song, but he's still going to be around. He's still going to be oh, around. You know, I need to bit. write to him. I've been remiss. Yeah, you, I'm, everyone's talking about how you are not, you're giving Jim the silent treatment. That's, you got to get over it. That's why he's leaving. I have not treated yeah. him well. Yeah, he he really uh, misses those dinners with you. <laughs> uh, okay, Sean, yeah, thank Howard, you. And you're, yes. All right. Th- all right. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I, I thought you were done. That's why I, I say, cut you off. No, I just I I think this is the first time though, and since you you know a contract's coming up, where I truly don't. I, in the past, I said, ah, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. This is I get the feeling is the first time where you may really walk off into the sunset. So I hope that's not true. If I um. 
It would be weird to walk off into the sunset. I've been thinking about this a lot. Besides, what does that mean? Well, what that might mean is like, hey, I'll just kind of like retire and And disappear like Johnny Carson, like never show up again. Yeah, when I stop on the radio, it's going to be even worse than Johnny Carson. Johnny used to pop up every once in a while or send a joke to David Letterman or something. I'm just going to be, you're going to, you're going to think I died. (laughs) You're not even going to know when I died. Oh my goodness. You're not going to know know your death. Nobody's going to tell us. Yeah, it'll just be, oh, you know that guy Howard I used to listen to? I heard he died two years ago. Like there was not even an obituary or anything. I'm just going di- to, I'll disappear so thoroughly. You won't know what the fuck I'm up to. It's going to be beautiful. But, but, um, you know, the thought of doing that, not having an outlet, I don't know if I could, uh, I don't know. I think I would take a few months off between gigs though, because I get so jealous when I, I know some other painters, you know, people who, um, work their whole lives and then they started painting in retirement and they have all this time to, Go to classes, learn more. I, I am very envious of that. And I get very jealous because I would like to become better as a painter. If I had more time, I could paint every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- that's the one thing holding me back. And, and I, I don't want to paint to sell anything or anything like that. I want to paint just to be good at it. I just like getting better at it. I'm not looking for to be a professional artist. I'm not looking to have a show or any of that kind of stuff. But I would like but to get better. But where do you put all these paintings when you're done? Well, I just completed one that I think is really cool. It's big uh-huh. and it's, uh, and Beth wants to hang it. Um, there's a hallway we have, like a little hallway that, uh, we bought a painting years ago. She doesn't love it. She goes, I want to put that one there. So we're going to put that one up. And then I did a whole bunch of other paintings. I don't know. I'm, uh, she wants to make a wall of them. I don't know what's going to be. And then maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll send more to you. I guess. Yeah, I would like that. No, you like that I painting I made for you. <laughs> I'm thinking of painting a big uh, portrait of Sal crying when I leave. <gasps> that you know is I mean? beautiful. Because yeah, you like know he's, he's going to blubber. <laughs> yeah, Sal and Richard both hugging each other nude, shoving their taints in each other's face and weeping as I, as like, I leave them. We, where do we go with yeah. this kind of talent after yeah. he leaves? Yeah, so, you know, part of me is like, hey, if it does happen where we can't work something out, uh, I'm going to take a few months. I'm going to work on my painting. I'll call Robin. I'll go, Hey, here's some shit going down. You want to go do this? You want to go do that? And we'll discuss it. But, or we could end up here for another couple of years too. So we don't know. We can, we, it just always comes down to that. I don't know how this happens. It just does. You know, because you know, you gotta, I don't know. I, I told my agency what you could work out. And, uh, he's yeah, and then on COVID it. happened. This was a weird yeah. last year anyway. So we'll see. I hope it's here. I do. I really do hope it's here. There's some great guys working here. I mean, in management. Well, and, I, uh, you know, I even look at it like we couldn't even get together and have a party. No, that's the, I'm actually seeing that as a blessing. I don't want to party. But I mean, if we're never going to do this again. If I that... can't even, I hate to say this, Rob, I can't tell you how excited I am that it's the end of the Christmas party I throw every year. <laughs> I mean, there is so many positives to this COVID situation for me personally. I throw a Christmas party every year. First of all, it costs a, a fucking fortune. party. 
It's a great party. I thought it's a nice thing to do. I rent out a whole restaurant. It's like this way big restaurant. Food's incredible. Blah, 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 blah. It's just us. Just us. But tell you the truth. Listen, it's a big pain in the ass for me. I don't want to sit there with everybody, watch the meat, and evaluate the party and this and that. I know. You're, you have to host. And then, you know, you throw this great party and Benji goes, I wish you'd just give us the money instead uh, of a party. The food was okay. Yeah. And then I just go, oh, fuck this. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, so this year there's no party, thank God. Even if they even if they come up with a vaccine right now, no party. Yay. No, nobody would have had the vaccine by party time. Right. Can't happen, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Um even uh, I I'm thinking of uh, getting someone to pay off the people who have the cure for COVID to just <laughs> wait till after the uh, Christmas party time and then and then and then bring the economy back. Um there's nothing more exciting than watching JD eat sushi. Oh boy! I can tell you, but but I, I'm like, look at all the sushi that guy's consuming. He didn't even <laughs> like sushi when I met him. Now he's Mister Sushi. Uh, and that open and the, bar that Richard won't leave—he's the last person every year. You know what the worst part of it for me is—the pressure to remember who anyone is because I don't know who half the people are who work here because you know yeah. I just don't because I don't even run into them. We have we have different floors. It's just crazy and. The, and then they go, oh, oh, this guy's Ben Bardo. I go, Ben, who, who is this? Ben Bardo. <laughs> Does he work here? Yeah, yeah, he's with you every morning. Oh, I didn't know. Hi, Ben, how are you? So, you know, you try to act like you know everyone. You need to walk around with somebody who can just say, this is. <laughs> That's what I need. One year I made everyone wear a name tag. And, that would... <laughs> and, the, and then these maniacs who work for me switch name tags. So I was calling yes. Ben Bardo, Gary Delabate all evening. <laughs> Oh, hi, Gary. Uh, you're my producer, right? Uh, anyway, I'm glad. About it. All right, Sean, thank you. All right, thanks, Harry. Love you guys. Love Later. you, too. Love you. Um, yes, by the way, I, I, you know, talking about uh, if if I do retire, that you'll never hear from me again, that I'll have disappeared, that won't even be an obituary in the newspaper. I'm not even going to, like, I'm going to tell Beth, you just leave me laying in the bed dead. You know, put some put put some spray on me so I don't stink, because I really I just want to disappear, go off into the sunset. And then the weirdest thing happened. The guys, I said to the guys, whatever happened to the guy who used to be on our show all the time, Mark Harris? He married Martha Ray. Yeah. What happened to him? I said to Gary, you got to find out what happened to Mark. We never hear from him or anything. Well, we've been trying to find out for two years. Turns out he's dead. <gasps> Mark. Really? Yeah, he died. But he, again, there was no and he obituary. Disappeared. Yeah. How did you actually find out he died, Gary? We got an email two years ago and it just said, Hey, I heard Mark Harris died. You guys have any idea what's going on? So I immediately called the couple of phone numbers I had for him and they were disconnected. And then I sent it up to, we have a team that looks into this. And um, they said, yeah, we can't find anything. We can't find anything. So time went by. We were always kind of keeping an eye on it. And then um, it came up again a couple of weeks ago because we were working on a project for uh, one, you know, Channel 101 about you know people who we haven't seen in a while. And um, I have a friend. He's kind of like he knows where all these wackos are. He kind of follows them. So I sent him a note. I go, anything on Mark Harris? And he goes, I got nothing. Came back to me like an hour later, and he found this Facebook page. Okay. 
And it was a bunch of people who knew Mark and were kind of lamenting the fact that he died. And then we turned, you know, turned out Mark had a friend named Barry. So we reached out to Barry and Barry was kind of, he was his close friend from high school, but he was also like his uh, medical proxy and everything. And Mark had a very sad ending, Robin. I hate to tell you. Oh. Um, uh, so he died in uh, 2018. Uh, he was really sick. He was living in Las Vegas. You know, he had none of the money left. It was all gone. He spent most of his time laying in bed watching Fox News. And the last six to eight months of his life were really, really bad. He had four heart attacks. He had COPD. And uh, he, he got very heavy. And then he died. And um, no funeral, no service, no obituary. Mark said he wanted to be cremated. And, you know, Mark had four daughters. Didn't speak to three of them. So the ashes were sent to the one daughter that he had somewhat of a relationship with. Mm. Um, this guy, Barry, who had been his close friend, reached out to the other three daughters. He said at first they were cordial, but then it just got weird, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And um, then the last part is, you know, Mark left Barry everything he had left, which was literally nothing, Robin. He left him some tapes, some memorabilia, and 15 chapters of a memoir that was not finished that Barry said you could never publish because there's allegations in there outing famous people in Hollywood that oh. you couldn't even print the book. I need to read that. Wow. Uh, hope he doesn't out me. I mean, I'm trying to keep that damn low. <laughs> Good Lord. So crazy. Mark died. It, it, it was easier finding Bin Laden than confirming Mark's death. I mean, two years to figure out that this guy was gone. Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know. to be ever present on this show. Uh, yeah, let me give uh, people background in case you're a new listener. Mark used to come on our show all the time. The reason he was uh, brought to our attention, he married this uh, old-time movie actress, Martha Ray. So at the time when he married Martha Ray, Martha Ray was 75. She was in a wheelchair. She was paralyzed on one side after a stroke. And Mark was 42 and a young kind of, Listen, it, 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 he seemed very gay to me. So I was like, hey, you're a gay <laughs> dude and you married Martha Ray. What's going on? And he was Martha Ray's seventh husband. But anyway, um, Mark became a tabloid star because it was such an outrageous story that yeah, that Mark had married Martha Ray, and he yeah, he loved I, every second of it. I think that he she had the stroke in the midst of their relationship. Yeah, it just it was bad. He, he was a hairdresser, an aspiring producer, singer, and then he was, actor, yeah, <laughs> and then suddenly he was married to Martha Ray, who was one of the most famous actresses of her day. And uh, he got to know all of Martha's famous friends. And he used to uh, the have first time parties, remember? Yeah, yeah, but we he was real honest about video it. You know, of the parties. Yeah, Martha's he was honest about it. Corner. <laughs> this is from 1992 when we first had Mark on. We met him. People are so very interested in in every facet of a person because they become a celebrity. Well, no, because you see what it is. Everyone's going to be suspicious, right? It's even when like a young girl marries an older movie star or something. Mm-hmm. You say, "Hey, he's in it for the money." You know, they're right. Going to I said that. Uh, right off the bat, I said, it's, "If it's not going to be the money, it's going to be the publicity." Right. And the I thing is, that. is that you know, let's face it, everybody wants a young uh, woman. Well, you are doing a lot of TV shows. Mark. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he is in it for the publicity. So what? Uh, and I even got People magazine. <laughs> And Barbara Walters yeah. is calling to do a whole thing with us, but uh, I, I don't know. Mark was very polarizing with the audience. When he would come on, people <laughs> would write me mail like, get fucking Mark Harris out of that studio. We don't want to hear from him. And then other people were like fascinated by him, like me. Uh, he was always name dropping celebrities. 
No one else cared about uh, the this this life of his, but it was just fascinating. One time, I just pulled a couple of clips. Andrew Dice Clay hated Mark Harris. Really? Dice heard me interview Mark and thought he was a leech, and they used to fight on the show. But Mark never got intimidated, and Mark never backed down, even from Dice, and Dice can debate. You're pissing on my show. I don't see you doing nothing. No, except, if, if I was a, marrying old if, prune juice over there, you know she steal her money. I have to, yes, yeah, steal her money. I want to tell you, she well, listened way, to the playback. I mean, you you got to change her. She listened to the back, playback. Right? She, that should be worth you a want, few bucks. She listened to the playback of that tape between you and I. Where you, you, I didn't even know who dead. this freaking chick was. But she knew who you were. Well, I'm a famous person. Right. She says, when did he get out? You want to become famous? When did they take the straight jacket off him? Big fat old prune. He is not a big old fat. How do you sleep with that? Tell me. With better publicity than you're getting, you're getting none. All right, let me. I don't need publicity. I sell arenas. What do you do? Well, I'm going to go on the Arsenio Hall show. You're not. (laughs) Well, let me just say. What a debate that was. Let me say, there were good people on both sides of that debate, okay? Uh, Mark, um, Mark also, if you, you don't know who Mark is, used to use his showbiz connections to launch a singing career. Uh, the no, very he first didn't launch any kind of singing career. <laughs> he used to sing. <laughs> the very, the very first Mark Harris single was just a gigolo. Uh, he was, he was making fun of his public image as a gold digger. So he had a sense of humor and here was, uh, his huge hit. Just a gigolo. I'm just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, people know the part I'm playing. I pay for every dance, selling it. I tried, I tried to explain to Mark that, like, even the music he was using was very, uh, antiquated, old school, uh, the style of singing, but uh, he didn't care. He felt this would be his, his style would make a big comeback. What was old would be new again. Uh, yes, Gary. He, Howard, he was so old fashioned and he loved to drop names, but they were names that we, people barely knew. So you go like, Mark, what'd you do last night? And he goes, Oh, we had a big party. Uh, Rosemary and Cesar Romero were there. And we'd be like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. But he thought he was talking about like Tom Cruise and Robert Redford. Um, so his wife, Martha Ray, as long as I'm giving people an obituary. Martha Ray died in 1994. She was 78 years old. Mark inherited, um, at the time, $2.4 million from her estate. And we noticed right away he started living an extravagant lifestyle. He had Lavish, famous, yes. He had famous friends. He had fabulous clothes. He traveled to Flying Europe. here and there, yes. And if you remember, he got cosmetic surgery, and he announced everything he was doing on the show. Everything's falling, so I'm picking it up. I'm getting a whole tummy tuck, surface stomach. They're taking. Can't the you fat. go on a diet? Surface stomach. I do. Then they take the fat out of there, and they're putting it in my ass. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. A bubble butt. And then they're going to uh, reduce my testicles. So I'm getting a face. What do you mean? What? Are you serious? What? Yeah, I'm very serious. Reduce your testicles. Yeah, I'm Why? Juice too big. At 40, Are you serious? Years old, you know, you got. Wait, was you worried about? Ever heard of a testicle? Has this ever been done? Have you, has this ever been done? It was, uh, here's an amazing guest. I and love you say him. he wasn't gay. Absolutely not. No, he was gay. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, no, Mark was very open about what he would say was his bisexuality. He claimed to the end that he was bisexual. That's why he married Martha Ray. He used to say he loved younger men and older women. And even on the show, we met a couple of Mark's boyfriends. One one boyfriend, if you remember, this is going back a long time ago. His his boyfriend's name was Boris, 
And uh, they called him one time. They were both taking a a uh, bath in buttermilk. It was buttermilk and vodka, I think. Oh and they were in God. the bathtub, and we were on the phone with them. Everything's falling, so I'm picking it up. And- oh, oh, wrong one. Oh, oh, massage, massage. It's oh, a, certainly, mm. and certainly you're not alone in this mm, situation. No, no. Oh, that feels so good. It's a good commercial. Buttermilk is better, Rick. Buttermilk is better. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, a reality show of his life should have happened. It never did. Uh, he was, he missed his time. He did miss mm. his time. Reality hadn't popped yet. Another one of Mark's boyfriends was, uh, you remember David? Yes, of course. Yeah. Mark, uh, explained that he seduced David while he was in Germany. Uh, David was also a, uh, violinist, played the violin. <laughs> And they performed a song called Until Eternity together in the studio. I remember David was playing the violin while Mark gave an extraordinary singing performance. Here it is. (laughs) Just as long as my heart sings, you'll be my destiny. Sing it, baby. And I'll love you forever. I will love you forever. Until eternity. How many years that was my ringtone? <laughs> People thought I'd lost my mind. By the way, that was uh, JD's wedding song. I don't know if you know that. We weren't there, so I've only heard. And just think um, that voice was silenced by COPD. Yep. Yeah, and by the way, he got COPD, as Gary said, and he never uh, was a smoker. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't. He didn't smoke cigarettes. Smoking, uh, smoking uh, nicotine. His parents, yeah. his parents smoked, and I think uh, there was a lot of smoking in Martha's house. I see. Anyway, to me, the best musical performance Mark Harris ever gave on our show, may he rest in peace, was "I'm a Gay Papa." He had written <laughs> that was his signature song. That, you know it was great. It, that was a great song. He, he had, as, as, uh, Gary was saying, he had three daughters from his first wife, another daughter after Martha Ray died. And, um, this song Did was he? the I story. I didn't even know that. A yeah. daughter after Martha Ray. This, yeah, there was something, I, I don't know what, you know, listen, it was hard to get details on this guy, but <laughs> he was such a character and, and there was so many elements to his life that were, that we could never figure out. But when he came in about gay papa, I said, look, I, I wrote this about my life. And uh, I, I think it was the most revealing song he had ever done. I'm a gay papa behaving so luxurious watching my kids I'm generous as well I'm a gay papa This was his free bird, honestly. I'm funny and enjoyable Sometimes I'm down, my children never know. By the way, the great thing about Gay Papa was it had zero to do with his kids. It's more about right, him. Right, it's all about kids. him. Yeah, I'm a gay papa and I'm proud of my daughters. I'm blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I'm a gay papa. I'm fun. I'm enjoyable. I'm generous. 
Um, I think there was a, a period of time, about seven years, I sang this to my own three daughters, and they, they enjoyed it very much. So many gays, my parties were so colorful. Neighbors complain, they're jealous and insane. The neighbors are insane because they're jealous. I'm That's right. Gay yeah. papa. And better than some straight fathers traveling around. Anyway, so it was a fabulous uh, song. We played it many times on the show. Yeah, he used to claim that he was raising those girls. I don't know what was going on, but Mark was... The other thing I remember about Mark, he was always pitching ideas for us. He... He wanted to do a Broadway show about Martha Ray. There was a cooking show called Tasty Travels. He was going to buy a hotel. He wanted to start a clothing line. It was endless. He even yeah. one one TV day he shows, came in Broadway shows. Right, Gary always had a project going, and uh, we tried to and tell he, him it's not happening. And he sent us endless songs, Howard. The guy was he cranked out songs like nobody nobody's business with his personal music director Leo DeLion. Yeah, right, Leo DeLion. Yes. At I don't one know point, what he was, video is either. Well, at one point, he was trying to get into radio, and he came on the show and told us he was having a meeting at Sirius a year before they signed me. About <laughs> he's going to satellite radio. I have a meeting with a satellite radio today, Sirius. With a Sirius. satellite radio, Sirius. yeah. I don't believe a word of it. Well, I don't. Really I don't think care. you'll ever see a radio show on Sirius. Well, I don't know about that. Have you ever said to yourself, "I don't think it's in the cards. I'm really not going to get a radio show. I'm really not." It oh. may, and it may never happen. Right. But I do have a meeting. You How do you have the meeting? Did they call you, or you they, called them, and you hounded them? We not only called one another. I didn't hound them. Okay. Uh, there's uh, a guaranteed meeting at three o'clock today. What do you want? Guaranteed me to meeting. Guaranteed. And what does this woman do at Sirius Radio? She's one of the directors. And they brought in the vice president. I mean, do you see there's... How many people are you meeting with? More important, is there a future in satellite radio? I think there is. I think that satellite radio will be successful eventually. Not if they put Mark on. But I think you could set it back 50 years. (laughs) No, not with my comedy. Yeah, in fact, I later learned it was a toss-up between me and Mark for uh, the serious... uh, They didn't know where to put their money. Who should we put the future of satellite radio in? Whose hands should it go? Uh, Gary, do you remember that Mark wanted to replace me when I left K-Rock in 2006 and, they, and Mark did a test show with one of his daughters? I mean, K-Rock didn't <laughs> test them. He tested himself and sent it to them. Well, it wasn't I that do the remember. Story? Yeah, it was a story, and I remember him calling me and, you know, kind of leaning on me to get him meetings with the people. I'm like, I have nothing to do with that. But he's like, you got to get me in. I've done, a, I've done a demo, a demo. <laughs> I wish yeah, we had the he demo. used to come in and he had meetings with CBS. He had meetings with this one. He had meetings with yeah. that one. But they were never real. It was almost the channels were going to be Gay Papa 100 and Gay Papa 101. <laughs> and uh, it was this close. <laughs> By the way, none of his projects ever came through, but he tried right. hard. And and the last time we saw Mark in person, it was at Sirius in 2008. He wasn't the same guy. He had... He had a lot of health issues. He had gone through most of his Martha Ray money. He had about a hundred grand left in the bank, and and we talked about death, and um and even then, through all of his health issues and the money almost being gone, he name dropped like crazy, and uh, that because that's who Mark was. I have a meeting, and, and that that that's the guy. I am sorry to hear about your health. I like you very much. Oh, so you will attend the funeral that you're making. 
You know, I won't go to your funeral. No. You're not going to go to his funeral. No, I will no. not. Oh. I don't want to sit there and uh, hear more about him. <laughs> I'm going to try and forget him as quickly as possible. No, I'm very happy that uh, you're alive. Yes. I wish you were in better health. Yes. Uh, you've had two heart attacks. You were in a coma. How long were you in a coma? Uh, almost two weeks. And what wow. was that like? Did you see God? Did you have any kind of religious experience? Did you die technically? White light experience. Believe no. it or not, I saw Marlena Dietrich. Is that true? Yes. Dietrich? Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. I've had enough of you. <laughs> you, know, you really are annoying. I did. I you really did. did. You did see her. Yes, I, I did. i got to tell right. you, I certainly hope that somewhere Mark Harris is with uh, Marlena Dietrich. <laughs> in heaven. I really do, because I know he I've loved the old I've never heard look. that pronunciation. Well, you you don't speak German. Dietrich. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember Dusdas? <laughs> Dusdas, oh. yes. <laughs> and uh, by the way, that was the last time we saw Mark. Uh, he, but but even though we never saw, we still, as Gary said, sent us songs all the time. It did a ton of songs. Uh, um, evidently, I was his muse. Here's a montage of some just to remember Mark on a sad occasion. Here is just Mark singing many different songs. It's a bit of a medley. Happy birthday, Howard Stern. Do you know who's singing? Oh, Howard, oh, Howard, you conquered me. I laugh until I pee. H-O-W-A-R-D. Howard is really great, you see. Listen up to Howard Stern. He isn't from Texas, but he really is so tall. Even when he's seated, he is heads above them all. Just blow the candles from L.A., Berlin, and Paris. Many more from Mark Harris. Lovely. Well, listen, Mark always loved attention, and we gave it to him. And, and they don't I know. make them like him very oh. often. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Well, how can we go on a radio? There's no more Mark Harris's <laughs> in the world. They just don't make him anymore. And and I know for a fact he'd probably get a kick out of knowing we talked about him one last time. So rest yeah. in peace, Mark Harris. Thank you for all of the hours and hours of endless entertainment that you gave us on the air and off. You know, you, you know what I never understood that show at some restaurant here in in Manhattan. Yeah. And I went to see it. And from that time on, he thought I really liked his music. Well, I, you know, I have a suspicion you did. I've heard I you sing, not. and you sound sometimes like Mark Harris. <laughs> no I learned everything from yeah. Mark Harris. But he used to just tell me, you know, like he started trying to get to me personally to tell me things that he was doing and invite me places. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not getting into that stream. <laughs> Ronnie, I mean, what's your name again, Gary? Gary, one last memory. You know, the thing I never understood about Mark that was insane, he was insanely generous. He was always giving out gifts and he sent me a gift for my wedding presents, and he sent me, yeah. sent me a baby gift and everything, but he was insanely right wing. He hated, hated Obama and would send us these songs about how much he hated Obama. And I think he was like a Trump guy, which was so weird because, you know, Trump probably didn't love Mark that much. <laughs> well, listen, he felt uh, Trump was good he, for the country. His That's politics it. were very right wing. I yeah. remember that. Yes. was confusing to to, to see that. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Mark Harris, and then we I loved every minute of, his, of it. His daughters once when I was in Los Angeles, she was 
working at a store I was shopping in. And when somebody recognized me, they said, oh, Mark Harris's daughter works here. And so I spoke to her for a couple of minutes, but she wasn't very forthcoming Mm -hmm. about her father. Well, yeah, that's why he was a man of mystery. Well, <laughs> what can I tell you? Rest in peace, Mark Harris. I just thought I'd tell the audience we finally got confirmation that Mark is no longer around. I know uh, some people must have been wondering whatever happened to him. Um, yes, you were. Speaking of um, Mark Harris, Cocktober is right around the corner. All month <laughs> in October, we call it Cocktober. Cocktober is coming. We Cocktober are is still coming. Celebrating Cocktober, even with the COVID, it's a little more difficult, but it will be a month-long celebration of men's junk everywhere. Cocktober. <laughs> this year, we're looking for America's prettiest penis for the month of Cocktober. If you're Ooh. over eighteen and you think your penis is pretty. Email us that photo and your info. We need it. Go to cocktober at howardstern.com. Cocktober at howardstern.com. I say that with peace and love, peace and Benji love. Get it is to us. running to his, his computer right now to enter. Peace and love. Cocktober peace at howardstern.com. Get it there by Friday, October 9th. Cocktober kicks off next Monday, October 5th with Sal Governale in shaving of the shaft. That's right. The shaving of the shaft hey, will boner. go on. He's going to kick off the whole thing. Shave the shaft. Everyone loves him? it. He's shaving himself? Hi, this is Sal Governale. My cock is my life. Sal is the man. The man who's going to shave his hair. Can you dig it? Be careful with that razor blade. I hope he doesn't slip and get kiss. Right on. They say this cat Sal is one dumb. That's right. Sal will kick off Cocktober like he does every Cocktober with the shaving of the shaft. By the way, a lot of people don't know this. Sal does not use shaving cream, as you know, Robin. Why is he shaving? He should be plucking or waxing. that's That's what you say. You're not always right. But it's kind of like our uh, lighting of the torch, if you want to call yes, it that. Yes. Let's go to Bonnie. Bonnie in Arizona. It's what the up? Olympic torch of Cocktober. Cocktober, Robin. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey, hey Howard. Now. I know I'm a little late. A little late to the discussion because I'm listening a hey few now. hours behind in yes. Arizona. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Um, hey first now. time, hey long now. time. Hey now. But hey now. 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 Hey now is the greatest, right, Bonnie? Hey now. It's the most hey amazing. It's the most amazing. Um, so you know, I'll hey now short, can but... mean a lot hey of now. different things, Bonnie. Like when I'm sad, I go, hey now. And then when <laughs> I'm happy, I go, I really scream, hey, now. hey now. Hey now. And then sometimes I'm like, when hey I'm now. confused, I go, hey now. <laughs> hey now. Uh, anyway, yes, Bonnie, what can I do for you? So I'm a little late because I listen in Arizona, but I just wanted to touch quickly on the the whole ballot issue, mail-in ballot. We do mail-in ballot in Arizona. We've been doing it for a long time. There is exceptionally low um, percentage rates of fraud in mail-in ballots, and um, a lot of elected officials here have mail-in ballots. I have permanent mail-in ballots. My entire family has permanent mail-in ballots. And by the way, one of the things you can do is you can actually check when your ballot gets to the uh, recorder's office. So that is absolutely true. That's a very it. good point. So, it's in some ways it's even more legit. Uh, you uh, first of all you're signing it. 
and uh you know you're mailing it you can bring it to a place if you want if you don't trust the mail system you know it's it's pretty it's pretty rock solid i mean it's all bullshit i mean i don't know what's going on i I just think it's like a way of saying, hey, if I lose, it was all fake, you know, and that's what's going on. Yeah, I, I agree I with agree. you. It's, it's, a great, right. it's a great method, and Arizonans, uh, you're not too late to sign up. Thank you, Bonnie. That's Bonnie, who, uh, by the way, Robin, she listens late because she's in uh, Arizona. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I've been a little behind. I'm listening yeah. late. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Kristen. Hi, Kristen in Florida. Hi, Howard. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm calling because I have a theory, or actually a question of, you know, is the election playing in to your decision? Because I feel like you have been, you know, kind of, um, a critical of Trump, and he has not said a word about you, which is very unusual for him. And I wonder if, like, you feel the government is going to come after you if he gets elected again. Well, first of all, Kristen, that's an even sadder statement of, of where our world has gone, where American citizens would sit in fear of a president coming after them. If that's what we're now dealing with, then we're now we're in Russia. Now we're not America. Yeah. Now we're not America. We, you know, so look, I, uh, I feel like I was uh, put in an awkward position when Donald uh, won the presidency. It was very awkward because uh, I do have a relationship with Donald and I do know him and I know his family and always uh, enjoyed a fun uh, relationship with him and everyone always loved him on our show. But the presidency is something that's really, really important. You know, you can't, you can't just because you're friends, just sit there and, and, and say only positive things. And so I have right. been critical. But the, the scarier part is, is that you are now getting the feeling that we live in a country where people can be attacked, undermined, the government can be used against them because uh, the president has a personal vendetta. If we get and to that, that somebody point. Somebody would not continue his career because of it yeah and and it's a sad statement because really who the fuck am i i'm a disc jockey i'm a fucking guy on the radio what's the difference what i have to say if the president well, would be that petty you meet well a, you meet a if the president of, was that petty if he was that petty oh, that he's he got to go running after me well then that tells you how you should vote because that means america's getting scary you know, well, it uh, is. Hit, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler eliminated all his enemies. Uh, uh, Putin has eliminated all yeah. his enemies. In China, there was a guy who criticized the government recently. They locked him in jail for 18 years. He was a very uh, successful businessman in China. He was critical of the government, and they locked him in prison for 18 years. If that, if that's where you think the country's going, then then you know how I to do. vote. I think and that you know Trump what to is, do. He will have he'll have no restraints if he gets four more years. He will do whatever he wants. He will imprison his, you know, adversaries. And you have been very critical, which I'm so thankful for, because I felt like you weren't in the beginning. And I just feel like in the he past, will I've always, he- I've always been honest about people as president. Uh, even presidents I like, I, I comment on everything that's uh, topical. But mm-hmm. a president 
shouldn't even be concerned with me. They shouldn't even know my name. They shouldn't even know what I'm saying. they got to be too busy solving the world's problems. It is the most important position because we Agreed, are the most powerful country. we don't country. have that kind of president. Uh, well, that's your opinion, and then that's who you should, then you know that's how to how vote. That's how you have to vote, yes. That's oh, right. Oh, my God, I'm Thank so you. Biden. Yeah, Thank but you. But to answer your question, no, that doesn't influence whether or not I'm going to continue on with my radio career. Uh, yeah, I don't care at this point, uh, about who's coming. I've been, listen, the government's been after me for a long time. I put up with that for many, many years. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. When I was uh, on terrestrial radio, I was looking over my shoulder every single day of my life, literally. I was uh, under attack in ways I've never even spoken about by the religious right. I, uh, at times, was even in danger. And, you know, I never kowtowed to that religious right. They wanted to tell you what you could listen to, and I said, fuck you, I'm going to get raunchier. The more you attack me, the raunchier I'll get. Listen, I was a big fan of Bill Clinton, and guess what? While Bill Clinton was president, the government went after me hard. It's not only the religious right, it's also liberals. They want to silence anyone doing anything different. Uh, it wasn't just right-wingers. It was left-wingers, too. But I still love Bill Clinton. I love what he did for the country. But I was under attack by um, by his FCC and by people in the Democratic Party and Republicans, too. Everyone was out to get yeah, so I've lived. They came together. <laughs> they came together over me. They really did. Um, I told you one of the few people who stood up for me was a guy named Senator Bernie Sanders. Um, you know, and and he was a Democrat and a Republican named uh, Senator Al D'Amato stood up for me in the Senate and said, "Back off." This is, I don't want you interfering with radio the way you're interfering with it. This is not dangerous. It's America. We have free speech. But these so, were lonely voices. <laughs> lonely voices. So I always, uh, I always give, uh, kudos to Senator Aldamato and Senator Bernie Sanders. But then when it came down to, uh, elections, I didn't, uh, support Bernie Sanders. I didn't think he could win. But I'm grateful to Bernie Sanders. And uh, the same with Donald. I'm grateful to Donald for all of the good radio that he gave us. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not politically aligned with him at all. I, I don't, well, I'm I not sure what he's doing. all of that great radio to not go through this. Well, I agree with you. But uh, in my life, at one point, uh, being against Howard Stern was truly a bipartisan effort. It was the first <laughs> time I saw everyone come together as a Everybody government. Everybody could get across the aisle for that. And I stood my ground. And another guy who stood his ground was a very brave guy named Mel Carmazan, who supported the radio show through thick and thin. And I'll always love Mel for that. Mel and I had many disagreements in business through the years. But I don't care. I can love someone and still have disagreements with them. Well, that's a healthy kind of thing. That's right. You bet. I can't ever say a bad word about Mel Carmazan because Mel Carmazan was my guy. He was my, he, he saved this show. 
He stood up to the government. There isn't another broadcaster who would have the balls that Mel Carmen had. And, you know, the same now. I can't sit here and uh, sit in fear. But it is sad that you would think that, um, gee, we could have a government that's going to go after a guy who disagrees with him. Yeah, I disagree. I don't think government's running well right now. But that's scary that people think that's where we're at. Or even some people want it that way. Right. You know, I always say this to my uh, people who ask me. Uh, I said, think of your friend who's the most fun at parties. You love him. But you don't always say, gee, I would also love him to run the country. He'd be great so, as president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, this guy's killing at the party. He's sitting there. He's lying in a corner with the lampshade on his head. We're, we, you're with your friend. You're at a, um, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a wedding and he has a, uh, the, the picture of the bride and he's jerking off on it. You go, what a guy. He's so funny, but do you want him running the country? So I can separate the two. You know, I can separate the two. I had if, a great time with Donald at your wedding. He was sitting right next to me. He was the greatest. And when so, Chevy Chase got up and did his thing, Donald leaned over to me and he said, loser. <laughs> we cracked <laughs> up. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, look, what can I tell you? It's such a weird world we live in. I love Ronnie. Ronnie is the life of the party. If I throw, throw a Christmas party and Ronnie's not there, it's not fun. But do I want Ronnie running the country? I don't want him running anything. I, sometimes I don't even <laughs> want him running my car. Your car. Right. <laughs> you question why is he That's driving right. me? That's right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But no, that's not going to influence my, my decision to continue on in radio. I mean, uh, who, you know, what, what, what kind of thing is that? Okay. Anyway, let's talk to, uh, Tony. Tony in Canada. Where hey ayahuasca, now. by the way, Canada is, hey ayahuasca now. is now uh, becoming legal through religious ceremonies. That's, that's what um, I was doing. I they were called anyway. ceremonies. I know. That's the uh, way you get around all this. By the way, I want to thank also uh, my sponsor, Gardein. Plant-based meat revolution is here. We made a lasagna last night. No meat. Gardein looks, cooks, and satisfies like real meat, Gardein. It's funny. I was talking to my daughter last night. She had just finished work. I said, where are you going? She got out of work, and she was going shopping. She says, oh, I'm going to buy chicken. I'm making chicken for dinner. I said, honey, when are you going to stop eating chicken? Oh, Dad, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, you love uh, animals. You you know, I said, you're, you're an evolved person. You're so smart. I said, go pick up some Gardein, please. She goes, I will. I, you know, I was, I was nagging her. Yeah, so yeah. I said, all right, go get your chicken. The poor fucking chicken's got to go. But, chicken's uh, already dead, Howard. It's not like true. you're going to save the chicken. Anyway, so I, I begged her. I said, try Gardein. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind. And, and it's, 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 uh, whatever. Get well, what you have to do is make it for her. Yeah. Well, that's what she said to me. And I said, <laughs> well, I said, I'm having chicken tonight in my lasagna. Noodles, sauce, faux chicken. You wouldn't even know the difference. That's how good it is. Anyway, Tony, you were saying up in Canada. Hey, now. 
Uh, first off, I saw your movie hey a few weeks ago, which is excellent, by the way. Hey now. And I hey was now. wondering hey if now. you, hey now, if you hey don't now. resign, hey now. hey now, is there a hey chance now. that you will make a second movie? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. All right, come Enough. on. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. If, 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 if I retire, question, will you make another movie if you retire? Look, I have been asked to be in some films. I wouldn't make my own movie right now. I'm not going to sit there and go through what we went through on uh, private parts. Poor Ivan Reitman got a phone call from me 17 times a day. Betty Thomas, 18 times a day. And, uh, and the guy, Len, who wrote the movie was like, oh, Jesus Christ, shut up, Stern. It's Howard again. <laughs> the movie studios were furious with me. 23 drafts I turned down. It's something crazy like that. So it's a lot of work. But, um, recently a very big star asked me to be in his movie. And I told him no because I'm busy with my radio show. I don't want to break my focus, but I was tempted. It was a wonderful part. And, um, it excited me. It, you know, it involved a uh, doing an accent, and I was really uh, getting into the thought of doing it. But I just don't have the time. But if I was retired, I might do another film, but not not my own. I, I'd be in someone else's. So you don't think that there'd be any chance that a private parts two would ever come out, even if you don't resign? And you know, I don't know. I doubt it, unless somebody had a great idea. I I love doing a movie. I have to say, it was one of the highlights of my life. Making that movie is something I think about all the time. And I don't have any regrets. This is the great thing. I can almost tell you I have regrets about everything. As soon as I get off the air every day, I have regrets about the radio show I just did. I could have done this better. I could have done that better. But that movie was so perfect. I'm talking about the experience. Being on set, the director was perfect. The producer was perfect. The stars were perfect. I mean, Paul Giamatti played pig virus. Look Excellent. at that performance. I mean, it was so perfect. It And everything I needed, I got. I, I needed the radio stuff to look authentic. I, I, I got to um, to show uh, Robin and Fred and the importance of them. And, 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 uh, and we, we hit all the right notes. You got to see the struggle, but you got to see just sort of how wild and fun it all was. It was all the perfect, perfect, and... And I have to say, when I look back on that movie, I gotta thank my agent, Don Buckwald, who's so much more than an agent to me, because he read every single script with me and said, this ain't right. We are not budging until we see the right script, until we get the right fucking moment. We're not doing it. Cause me, sometimes I jump impulsively. It was unbelievable. And the way they treated everyone on the movie, everyone who worked there was treated well. Everyone. I mean, it was the most incredible experience ever. And then when the movie came out, and I'd go to California, I'd fly to California every weekend uh, for the editing, just to, you know, I had to see, I was so turned on by it, I wanted it to be right. And I remember when we started to show it to test audiences in Seattle, of all places. I flew to Seattle to watch it the first time with an audience. And they were laughing like motherfuckers. And I went, Jesus Christ, we did it. And and it was mind-blowing. I loved the idea that something I'd worked so hard on was getting laughs. It's a great and, movie. There, and no I never, and I never imagined, and I never imagined, Tony, that I'd, you know, 
to me, the way I get laughs is I go on the radio and I don't see the people laughing. This was the first time I created something where I could sit in an audience and watch the audience react to me. It was spectacular. And, you know, everything, you know, and I'd never been treated like that. I'm on the set and I was upset one day. They said, you need a ping pong table. They bring a ping pong, ping pong. I said, I can't, it's too late for me. I, I got to go to sleep. Build him a fucking room that he can sleep in, right? Right where we shoot. They were spectacular. It was treated really well. Everything about it was magical. He had a and, woman who worked there who, who had a baby bag. That's right. And anything Howard might need was in it. Do you know how that, do you know how that made me feel? I, my hang up, the reason I'm in therapy all these years, I feel complete, you don't know how much love I need. I feel <laughs> completely ignored and unloved. And there I go to this, Still this, to this, this day? to this day, and I go to this movie shoot, and there's a woman ready to diaper me with a baby bag. <laughs> following me around and i went this is as close as i'm gonna get to what i need you better enjoy it i better take it all in man i got there one point i said to them hey is there someone here who can shave me because i'd come off the radio to go shoot and you know you needed to be clean shaven yes we'll find you someone to shave you no ralph shaves my balls (laughs) and then yeah yeah he's a specialist no but i mean you know, it just was, if anything upset me, they, you know, I was concentrating on the work and my God, who, who's that woman that was in the, uh, what, what's the actress's name uh, who played our the program director in Washington? Um, oh, Allison Janney. Allison Janney was, I did scenes with her. She's so talented. Paul Giamatti, you know, Jesus Christ. Mary McCormick was so good playing my wife. Yeah. It was just magical, man. It was great. So, I you know, I've Edie always, Falco was in that. Edie Falco was yes, in that. Yes, he was. But you, go, if you ever get to make a movie in your lifetime, I, I tell you, Kim, Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea is less spoiled than I was. <laughs> I don't know about that. You no, I'm telling you. Killed. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, they pampered me. They, ca- they wanted me happy during that shoot. Well, there was a very, a guy who's very famous now. Used to sit outside your door and make sure nobody made noise so you could sleep. He was the first shusher I ever hired. If anyone made noise, he was told to get rid of them. The man's name was Eli Roth. Eli Roth became a very big Hollywood director and actually wrote the movie that made him famous while he was sitting outside yes. my door while I slept. Uh, Eli Roth. I, I, I'm telling you, I vividly remember every morning I would leave. I was, I was sleeping at Silver Cup Studios. And uh, the reason I was sleeping there is we would shoot to 8, 9 o'clock, and I had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go do the radio show. So as soon as we were done filming, I'd go right upstairs at Silver Cup. They built me this gorgeous room, and I'd go right to sleep. And then Eli would stand outside my door or sit outside my door, and I'd walk out in the morning, and I'd see he's scribbling on loose-leaf pieces of paper. And I figured, what the fuck is this kid doing? I guess he's in college. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm writing a movie script. I said, oh, I gotta get away from this guy. Movie script. What kind of fucking nonsense is this? This guy was writing Cabin Fever, which is a huge hit movie. He was sitting there writing Cabin Fever. Everything about that movie worked. Even the guy writing Cabin Fever. He, he was a movie, he was a script writer. He was gonna be a director. 
I'll tell you what, he wasn't playing Madden football outside my door. I'll give you that. <laughs> like some people I know, and I don't want to mention any names. <laughs> That's it. Oh, look, hey, thanks, Tony. Well, look who's on the phone. Thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to hang up on you, but I've been moving. I, 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 Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who used to be President Trump's oh, um, press secretary. You know she wrote a book? She wrote a book? Yeah, I saw her hawking her book somewhere. You don't say. Yes, I did. Is she here to promote? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, Here she is, former White House press secretary, Sarah Sanders. And Robin says she has a new book out. Yeah, you wouldn't know that from listening to this show. Why don't you (laughs) plug my book, you coward? Hey, uh, okay, I'll plug it. Um, in fact, I plug books all the time. I just had Jane Fonda on. I plugged her book. Uh, yeah, yeah, you plugged her hippie bullshit, but you didn't even mention my book with the very catchy title of Speaking for Myself, colon, Faith, Freedom, and the Fight of Our Lives Inside the Trump White House. Well, uh, you know, actually, I heard about your book, and I heard you claim that uh, on the trip to North Korea, because I saw this, uh, Kim Jong-un winked at you, and then President Trump found out that uh, Kim Jong-un winked at you, and he said you should take one for the team. Is that true? Yeah, of course Kim Jong-un winked at me. You think they have hot pieces of ass like this in North Korea? North Korean girls are too skinny because they ain't got nothing to eat. Kim looked at me like a starving man looking at a grade-A porterhouse steak <laughs> with a fully unshaved vagina. He nearly shot a splooge rocket right out of his dictator shorts right there. Well, the president said you should take one for the team. Did you take one for the team? Did you bang Ken Jong on? You a team player. That is shut the fuck up, Robin. That's for <laughs> me to know and for you to shamefully jerk off about. But let me ask you this, curly Jew. Are you currently feeding your cats nuclear fallout debris? I'm not feeding my cats nuclear fallout debris. Cool. Well, you can possibly Thank my soaking wet-ass pussy for that. <laughs> so that means you fuck Kim Jong-un. That means I'm not saying shit, you pervert. Well, come on and just tell me. Give me an exclusive. No. Tell me. No. Tell me. No, a lady never tells you, smegma-dipped waffle cone full of cow dung. What do you think, I'm simple and easily manipulated like Ronnie? Go ahead, ask me again. Did you fuck Kim Jong-un? I'm never talking pussy pro mask wearing turd. So you you're saying you mask? <laughs> <laughs> Either? <laughs> oh my All god, right. I'm not talking to you, poor Oprah. I'm not saying <laughs> that I sat on Kim's fat little face and made him sing the Star Spangled Banner into my cooter. But if I did, it's because I love America like you love the smell of cat shit. Oh. All right. You did it for America. That's what you're saying. Maybe. Maybe I made that cum dumpling chug a gallon of my squirt. Maybe I was shoulder blade deep in dictator ass meat. Definitely. I'm a patriot and you're not, you dumpy shut in. All right. Hmm. Thank you. I'm glad I promoted your book. And stop insulting me. You are such a pussy hiding in your house. You should be living like our brave and hung president. What was that last line? 
I said you should be living mask free like our brave and hung president. Oh, oh good. I, I didn't want to miss a tissue. All right. Bye. Fuck you too, you big dumb commie. Wow. Well, there's book promotion, and then there's book promotion. I tell you, I might read the book now. I mean, that was some book promotion. <laughs> if she talks about what she did with Kim Jong Un, I might read it. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Just a very angry woman. Always. I don't know what happened to her, but she gets up that way. Ralphie, what up? Hey now. Hey, get hey that Richard, but real, right now. real, real hey quick. Now. What was the what was the accent? What is that? Dana? What was the hey accent now. you were going to do hey for now. this movie? Oh, uh, oh my God. Oh, it's like down? one of those. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not have it down. I, I, I started to play around with it. What the fuck? What country was this fucking guy from? Like one of those, um, you know, like, like around the, like Poland or something. Eastern like not, European, but not, Latvia. yeah, Eastern, yeah, like like <laughs> Lat, not Latvian, but like that, like one of those fucking countries you never heard of. Und we sing. I would have done it like this. Und ring, ring on bell, ring on bell, ooh, ring on bell, ring on the bell. He used to drive you crazy. It was the best. <laughs> I know. Ralph saw it all. You know. <laughs> Ralph was like, she's so hot. I go, she is hot, but she's driving me nuts. Oh, <laughs> she was just having fun and you were not having any of it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know what? Heidi, Heidi Klum is a lot of fun. It's just, I'm not into fun. I don't like nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's the opposite. Yeah. Hey, sure um, uh, so yesterday you were talking to Richard about he, he shit he he sat in shit on the subway right and that he didn't get changed and he went to a bar and he hung out like that all day. Well, the exact same thing happened to me and you know what I did? I sat in shit. I got right off the train. I got some got to a hot dog cart. Got some napkins. Wiped it off. Went to a clothing store. Bought some clothes. Threw everything in a bag and tossed it. And right. you know. My point is, and I say this peace and love, but there is no fucking way Richard is smarter than me. I want a, a rematch on this <laughs> IQ test because it's just, there's no way. You know, it's funny. It, it, Ralph it, 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 always it, says it, to me, Ralph always says to me, I cannot believe I lost by a point to Richard on the IQ test. Like Richard was, uh, what, what's your IQ, Ralph? Uh, mine was 112, and I believe right. Richard's was 115. But there was a plus or minus of three points, so it's the statistical dead heat, but it shouldn't even be close. I mean, didn't he fall down and, and he broke his hand or something? But it's yeah. with my pinky on my left arm. It doesn't matter. I don't use it a lot. I mean, it's crazy. So every time I see Ralph, like, literally it'll come up at least once during the conversation. This has never left his mind that Richard... He's like, He's just like, by two points. He goes, Richard is so fucking fucked up and makes bad decisions and is stupid. He goes, there's just no way he has a higher <laughs> IQ than me. And I, and, and I go, Ralph, like the test doesn't lie. He, he goes, yeah, but it just yeah, doesn't it, make it can sense. Be interpreted. And we had two different people. He had one guy and I had this woman and we've got to take it again with the same person. And All there's right. just no way he's going to be. I could line he, it up. He, he, he really is insisting on a retest. Yeah, he, because yeah, yeah, it, 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 he goes, how could a guy who sits in shit on the subway then go to a yeah. bar and yeah. spend the night at the bar with 
shit, like human shit. Somebody's homeless guy's human shit all over him. And have half a fucking brain in his head. Like, I get where Ralph's coming from, but, you know. But you know, Ralph, it could go terribly wrong. Well, okay, but I'll take it. Because, I mean, I do some incredibly dumb stuff, but it's like I know I'm doing it. I'm, I'm my own worst enemy, you know. But Richard just is like, hey. It's like, no. What simple. if he makes the Richard. distance between the two of you wider? Oh, uh, he'll kill himself. Ralph, maybe it's a bad idea. Richard, would you be willing to take an, Richard, would you be willing to take another, uh, IQ test to help Ralph out here? I refuse to take another IQ test. The results stand for themselves. (laughs) I am smart. You are smart. I am. You're smarter smarter than Ralph. Yeah. Yep. And hey, and it's funny too, because I remember Jason being really bummed. He's only a couple points above me. And Jason was with a five, well, a five point, you know, margin of error. So I think Jason was super bummed too. Yeah, and, and, and not only not only Richard, but like I'm like I think if you look up my score, it's like average, it's like above average or something like that. And I'm smarter than that. I, I mean, I think I was hungover when I took it, and I, I know I can do better. I'm smarter than whatever that. Forget Richard. Well, I know just can I say something to you? And I don't mean to fucking come down on you, but. I do believe you lost a few IQ points because you smoke too much weed, and I think you drink too much. Well, well then, Richard, 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 Richard is—I guarantee—if hey, Richard took it now, he's I mean, lower because he's got to have a lower <laughs> IQ because he drinks so fucking much. You know, I think I've gotten smarter. Uh, I, mean, I wake up every day smarter. <laughs> well, I think working at this show makes you smarter because we do we use our brains all day. So I think my brain has gotten sharper. Okay, yeah, what okay, do you use your right. brain for, though, Richard? <laughs> you want to hear my theory? Okay. You want to hear my theory on Richard? You want to? Yeah, yeah. You get smarter watching Sal put his dick in his ass. But but here's the thing. I think, and I honestly believe this about Richard because he drinks so much. I think Richard. Could have been the man Probably who cured genius. <laughs> I, that's what I'm going to tell you. I think he could have cured cancer, but this fucking hillbilly drank so much and is so addicted to alcohol that he's killed off so many brain cells that he lost the cure for cancer. Right. That's no, what I, I we're say. all suffering for it. No, I, I wasn't smart in junior high either, so I think you're wrong. <laughs> I got an F in that class. If he's so Ralph, smart, you you smoke come- too much. You smoke too I much. I smoked you... weed, and I don't know. Maybe the last time was like a year ago when we were in L.A. It was probably the last time I smoked weed. I I haven't had a drink in, in weeks. I I, oh, really? I, rarely, I rarely drink. Okay. I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, but you're not I'm... growing new brain cells. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm working on that, too. <laughs> Richard, right. if Richard's so smart, how come he doesn't go to the doctor for his hand? Richard, did you go? You're like your pinky is pussy and hurt, and you didn't go to the doctor? It's doing better today. Thank goodness. Here, I'll show you. It's oh, healing up oh, it a little so bit. Much oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can move it a little so I don't think it's broke. So. It's unbelievable. All right, Ralph. There's going to be no rematch. Sorry to say. Thank you. Richard, come on. You Come on. You know it was a mistake. Sorry, Ralph. Sorry, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Damn, Ralph's my horror movie buddy. We bond over horror movies. I thought you would bond over looking at uh, gay magazines, the two of you. 
<laughs> we haven't done that yet. Not yet. You guys are a lot alike. I, I think you guys drink too much, and I think that uh, you have both have gay tendencies. There you go. <laughs> but you're both straight. Nothing wrong with that. And All right. So you both have the same sort of IQ. There you go. There you go. Yep. They're, they're, they're the same, the same guy, actually. <laughs> you love when two low IQ guys fight over who has a higher IQ. It's like low and shampoo. <laughs> Mo and Shep having a fight. You yeah. Ralph's explanation that he does stupid things, but he knows he does stupid things. Right. That's it. Hey, I won't, All right, one I won't last retake, phone call. The, I won't retake you, the IQ test, but I'll have a sword fight with Ralph. All right, fair enough. All right, one last comment from Tan Mom, who uh, wants to get a plug in for a show ah, she's doing. She's and doing she's a new do- show? Yeah. Tan Mom? Howard! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Hi. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. How are you guys? Hey now. Hey now. Hi, Robin. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, um, yeah, I just wanted, I tried to call the other day, but um, we're doing, it's going to be live, but it's going to be on YouTube, and we got celebrities, and it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So I just wish you guys would tune in. The thing I, the um, thing I love about you, Tan Mom, and I, and I say this, um, when you call, you're almost mid-thought. It's like you, 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 like, no one knows like what we you're talking about. you or something, but you right, call right, us. Right, right, right. That like, like, like you're plugging oh. something, no one knows what the hell you're talking about. And I love that. Oh, can't talk. I'm sorry. I've been listening to you guys talk and, uh, your political issues and this, that, and the other thing. And, um, well, I was trying to get my daughter off, but, um, I just, it's for Tan Talk on Friday at eight o'clock and it's going to be really, really cool. And then we have three people. Who are the, uh, who are the, uh, who are are the celebrities that will be on there? Well, we don't have, I have two confirmations, Crystal and then, uh, you're going to crack up, Howard. Guess who I called? I called John Stamos. And, uh, waiting back from him after we were supposed to go on that date a long time ago. And so then you Ryan you have, Philippet. You have Ryan Philippe, uh, John Stamos. I thought she got Ryan Philippet. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan you better Philippe. learn how to say his name Philippe. if he's, Philippe. what is that? <laughs> okay. What is his name? Uh, Ryan Philippe, right? <laughs> All right. Close enough. Sure. I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> okay. And then Imagine. Crystal from YouTube, she's like oh, crazy, uh, really funny. Uh, she'd be on, I don't know. She, she's it sounds to me the celebrity is Crystal, and you just called Brian Philippe and John Stamos. They haven't agreed to do it. Uh, not yet, but um, I'm pretty sure that I thought you said Ryan you had... Philippe. What? No, Ryan oh. Philippe. Tam Mom Puppet, uh, you are also promoting a special. Go ahead. Hi! How are Hi. you? Oh, my God, I asked you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's on at 14 o'clock. Make sure you turn in. I hate it's you fabulous. guys. Oh, my God. Tam Mom Puppet, do you have any celebrities on your special? That's right. We have Ryan Fullapee. He's coming yeah. on. Full of We right. have, <laughs> yes. We have Stan I Amos. Tried, I tried Dave Amos. He didn't get back to me yet. You guys Stan are always Amos funny Stan Amos never got back to me. So I have not heard back from him. 
Right. I, so I'm not sure. Well, you can't I, promote let, them as being on your show because you don't know. Hi, Robin. Yeah, they can call, no, they can, <laughs> they can call it. I want Julie, too, because she's famous, and she's awesome with all his comedy and everything he does. It would just be, like, the best show. But he's well, going to be live Debbie, on Have you ever you, uh, Julie? Did you, did you, um, Tamam, did you watch yeah. the debates? Um, oh, yesterday? Yes. No, the one today. <laughs> no, the one yesterday. Um, I watched a partial of it, and how do I feel about the whole entire thing? Is that what you're about to tackle me with? Yes. Well, I was just curious who you were um, voting for. Okay. I have no I, idea. I, I, okay, no, all right. My 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 opinion um, is that uh, Trump is beyond and has been a liar to us. He's more of a, my feelings, more of a casino owner where Biden is that He's going to try to change the world. And I think that he actually has a shot at it and that Trump is trying to use all the ballots to make confusion. Who, who is the guy running? Lose. Who is the guy running against Trump again? Um, I can't pronounce his name correctly. Bedan? Bedan. Yes, Bedin. But you've never no, no, you heard said him, his name pronounced before? No, but, no. Um, I just, so are you are you voting for Trump or are you voting for Bedeen? <laughs> um, well, like what you did with Ronnie the other day, um, it's like you just don't know. And I think at this point, to be honest with you, I think I'm going to go with Bedeen because we're just going to be in a roller coaster that's not ending. Nothing's ended. Nothing has um do you know that thing that, Tam Mom, do you know when you go to the bathroom and you know in some ladies' rooms or ladies' bathrooms they have that, like, it looks like a toilet, but it's not really a toilet. You can wash your vagina in it. That Bedeen guy, he, he invented it, I think. <laughs> or is that a bidet? Yeah, bidet invented that. All right. Tam Mom Puppet, what about you? You saw the debates. What do you think? I'm voting bidet 2020. All year long. That is right. my plan. I vote. So you, I'm also voting. How many times will you vote, Tam Mom Puppet? I voted four times um, just during this conversation. <laughs> Tam Mom Puppet. Tam Mom Puppet. I hope yeah. you're not going around, Tam Mom Puppet, uh, promoting that certain celebrities will be on your show. But, but in reality, all you've done is called them. You don't really have them booked. I yeah, have two books. You just, you, you know what happens here. Let's cut this. Tam on puppet. What do you, you say about that? I've, oh my god! I've called. I've called most of these people telepathically. Okay, <laughs> I have not heard oh back my yet. God. So- oh my god! I'm talking here. <laughs> I have not heard. You guys. You guys, listen to me totally, okay? Uh, we got to go. Totally. Wait a minute. She said she had two confirmations. Right. I want to know who's confirmed. Crystal. Um, Crystal is from YouTube. I called Daniel the Knight other Lewis. No, you haven't got the two confirmations. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like being... All right. This is going right. horribly. This promotion. Let me, uh, let me, let me, Tam, um, Robin says... She's doubting you have two confirmations. She says, 
Crystal is doing your show. But where is the other one? Crystal is the psychic and Carla. Oh, Carla. Okay. There you Carla. Go. Who's Carla? Oh, act like you don't know Carla. She's a, <laughs> she, I don't know what got into her today, this Robin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I'm, she doesn't know who Carla is. Can you imagine? You remember? We don't also you remember? have, we also have Prince Robin. He hasn't gotten back to me yet, but we got him as well. Okay. Okay. We're just, you know, you know, you know so the unfair, one thing. Guys. What? No, it's just we tried the other two. We still just didn't get, like, confirmation back. But you never know. But Ryan Filippi did say he was going to watch the show, not that he would be on it. But um, we're just, you know, trying a different outlook on doing things that make people happy and fun. Gosh. By the way, Tan Mom, next week on my show, Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea, <laughs> he hasn't said yes yet, but we did you call him. You called him, though. Yes, we did. And a lot of people make fun of me for that, but fuck them. I don't care. Tamom knows I'm a good guy. Right, Tamom? Yeah, that's what Thank I thought. You. Thank you. Well, the other thing I wanted to say, though, is that Tamom sounds very excited about the show yes. that she's going to do. It's going to be one-on-one, and they're going to be, you know, it, it's going to be something different. Life is so right. boring right now, and mm-hmm. it just brings a little laughter and stuff in people's homes. But this time, you don't have to pay for it, Ford or JD. You know, he doesn't have to get stuck. And then it would just go on, what do you call it, YouTube, which is going to be really, really cool. Would That's you remind all. me again, who are you voting for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I am upside down in my bed. I am going to vote for... No one now. Oh, my goodness. All right. Oh, by the way, Tam, you'll be happy to know. On our phone, this is exciting. He wants, he's one of the biggest stars in the world, and he wants to be on the Tan Mom program. Ooh. His name is Mr. Yes. Get ready. Ah. This is exciting. Uh, Yes, Tan Mom, Puffet. Ow. It's. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? It is the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. Hello, Michael. <laughs> it's me, Michael Jackson. Come on. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. You I'm want, so excited. Go ahead. You want to be on Tan Mom's show? Oh, <laughs> Come on. I love bring bubbles with my monkey. I'm going to bring me. I can't wait. I, I can bring Tito, too. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. Stop. All There's right, no there way I would want you on myself. I bring the Carly Tolkien. Do you know <laughs> okay. what, Howard? What, well, you, what you would bet? I wish you luck on the new show. And uh everyone go see it. When is it again? It's uh, Saturday. Well, it's going to be great. I hope you join in Friday, forgive me, the 2nd at 8 right. o'clock okay. on YouTube. Okay. And also, uh, Tam on Puppet, when is your show? That's right. Mine is on Venner Day at 17 o'clock, and right. it'll be online on a web of Worldwide. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And, uh, that's, very easy. <laughs> very easy to uh, follow you. And uh, and chock full of celebrities. Is that right, Tam Mom Puppet? Oh, my God. We're, I'm booking that Michael Jackson. Uh, he's going to go on right after Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Is he okay with that? <laughs> Yeah, and 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 you will sing, I hope, uh, a little bit on the um, on the special. 
oh my God, you got to give the people what they want. And what they want is a little bit of Patricia. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Patricia. Patricia Marie. Thank you. Bring it on, bitches. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm Ken what a jam-packed show we had today. Wow. And we didn't even talk about the fact that we've lost two amazing people. Who? Oh, Helen Reddy, you said. Helen Reddy, 78 years old. Feminine okay. icon, the woman who sang, I am woman. COVID? And, hmm? COVID? No, they didn't uh, release a cause of death. But she's been, uh, they said she was announced as having dementia back in 2015. And she's been at some motion picture home mm. out in California since then. And so that's where she died and her kids were with her. And then motion uh, picture Mac- home. I, I, yeah. I, I, they wouldn't let me in there. Well, I've been in a motion picture. Yes, you, you could get in. That's a pretty cool place to go. Like, uh, I could hang with Helen Reddy, and uh, who else is in there? Am a I, lot of I'm, other people who don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. How do you know they're really who they say they are? <laughs> I hear King of Pop is there. <laughs> um, and Mac Davis. Mac Davis. I remember him. He was a country yeah. singer, right? Mac he Davis. Was a country singer who yeah. was also a songwriter. He had his own wow. variety show for a while, was in a few movies. He COVID? was in... COVID? Uh, I don't think he was, he died of COVID either. He was also 78. And, uh, he wrote In the Ghetto. Oh, that's Elvis interesting. Presley. In the ghetto, there was a baby. <laughs> and a baby cried. Yeah. Mo and Larry from the Three Stooges were in the motion picture rest home until their deaths in 1975. You Is should know that. that. Right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I so want to go there. I mean, if I'm going to die somewhere. <laughs> sounds I, like a I, fun place. <laughs> it sounds kind of cool. I'd like to hang with Helen Reddy and Mo and Larry. There you go. Hey, it's Howard. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds horrible. And also let us um pay tribute to all of the firefighters who've been fighting the wildfires out in California. You know, Napa's one of my favorite places and the fires have actually gotten into the St. Helena and Calistoga areas and destroyed a number of uh wineries and people's homes out there and the firefighters have been working Double shifts, and their shifts mm. are 24 hours long. So that means they just work nonstop two days in a row to try to contain things. So thank you to all the people fighting fires out in California. You always say all the right things. How did you get to be so fantastic and perfect? <laughs> Look at you. I'm sitting here the whole morning. I didn't thank the firefighters once, and you just fucking know how to steal the moment. I don't know. I can't take this. I mean, really? How dare you? Well, you you can... uh, You say it, then. All right. Edit Robin out. And now just cut this back in. Um, I want to thank the firefighters also in California. I love the... What area do I love? Napa. Napa. Those guys have been working double shift. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. 
You don't mind that I cut your part out, do you, Robin? Uh, that's I, all right, as long as the firefighters you. get mentioned. Thank you. Oh, God, look at you. You're gonna, you know <laughs> what? You're gonna go to heaven and I'm gonna be stuck in hell. <laughs> I'm never gonna see you again. Us. You have to yeah. be led to heaven. <laughs> you don't want to come to hell, do you? No. <laughs> all right. Let me just, uh, let me tell Tam Mom I ran out of time. Tam Mom, I can't keep picking up on you. I gotta go. I've been do. I've been up since seven, you know, doing the show. I, I gotta go, okay? Adam, I wanted you just to mention that um, for all the people like suffering here in Florida, um, I wanted to mention that you bring it up each and every day, COVID, and how much you care about everyone. I just want to thank you, Howard, for doing thank that. Thank you. Thank and you, Robin. Tim, because and Robin Robert. was trying to make it seem like she's such a good person by bringing up the firefighters, and now you brought up what a good person I am. Thank you for that. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to mention you, you do. You guys do it every yeah, single day. Robin, you never uh, thank uh, you never talk about the people in Florida who are suffering like I do. <laughs> Does this right, let anybody right realize that? I'm a hero. It, it's really it's really bad. You are a hero. I mean, thank you. You really do. And then you, you talk about the presidency and people didn't want to you. Um, no, say you. things about you. You just are a wonderful you. man. And thank you. Thank you, Tim. You have a great, somehow. Have a great, great have a weekend. Great week. I love you. Yes. Tim, and don't forget. Show. Don't forget. Tune into my show yesterday. <laughs> Tim, I'm, I'm a great guy, right? Oh my God. You're the best. <laughs> Your hair looks amazing. <laughs> so thick and lush. I love it. <laughs> oh, I want to wrap my little. I want to wrap my little head straight through. You want to wrap? Tam, Mom, Robin was on there talking about the firefighters. She looks so good, and she always says the right thing. And and you called in to remind people how great I am about COVID, right? Isn't that fantastic? Oh my God, you, the plumbers, Mister Rogers, you're Thank all you. great. You're doing the Lord's work. Thank you, Tam Mom. All right, and good luck with your show, please. There's a little treat for you. Oh, oh. there's your titty. Okay, thank you for showing that to me. <laughs> That's the good one. Yeah, I love it. Who needs to see both? They're not the same. No, I'm standing on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, everybody, uh, have a wonderful day. Uh, thank you for listening. And, yes, Robin is right. Thanks to the firefighters who are fighting out California. Uh, thanks to me for mentioning COVID. That's it. Bye. Debates, decisions, IQs, and contracts. It's time to wrap it all up. There are so many positives to this COVID situation. For me personally, I throw a Christmas party every year. So this year, there's no party. Thank God. There is no fucking way Richard is smarter than me. I want a, a rematch on this IQ test. <laughs> Jeff wakes up again. What's going on? I go, I can watch that fucking debate. I can't sleep. Now I'm reading Frampton. He's dying. Good morning, everybody. And good afternoon to those listening live on the East Coast. Welcome to the Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show, live on a Wednesday, exclusively on Howard 101. My name is John Hine. I'm your host. Joined, as always, by Stern Show executive producer, Gary Delabate. Hello, hello. And the emperor of Sternthology, his name is Rasan. 
What's up, guys? 888-STERN-100, 888-783-7610. That's the number to dial to talk to us as we talk all about a Wednesday Howard Stern show. Lots of talk about, well, IQ testing, uh, why the Christmas party is gone, and where is Howard going to be in two months. But we're going to start off with the debate, which seems to have dominated today's show. Uh, Howard had a lot to say, wasn't going to watch. Beth kept him up all night and prompted him to watch. And then Howard, of course, remained up all night because he got so jacked up after watching that thing. And I think a lot of people, of course, watched it. I don't know if it changed anybody's mind. And Gary, the thing I've asked you, I've asked a lot of people today is, what did you expect? And that goes for Ronnie as well, by the way. What did you expect to see? Did you really think there was going to be some gentlemanly decorum and one was going to let the other answer and there was going to be an exchange of ideas? Or did you expect to see the real housewives thing, which, of course, happened like it did four years ago when it was Hillary and Donald Trump doing this? Well, let's hold on a second. What happened last night in no way, shape or form resembles the debate he had with Hillary. He was kind of an asshole to her and everything like that. Last night resembled more the stuff he had with the guys when there were 15 of them on stage and he was performing. But once it got down to brass tacks, when it was one-on-one, he it, what happened last night was nothing like what happened with Hillary four years ago. And Mike, your answer is yes. I expect, I did I expect a gentlemanly duel? No, of course not. But I expected like some sort of a discourse where they could chat with each other or exchange ideas with him, even if he was going to be his book. I expected him to let the guy speak, but still be a dick. How's that? Well, our show tweet today says, did last night's debate help Ronnie make up his mind? And Rasan, I don't know. I mean, I know we all watched it, but did Ronnie, Ronnie said he has reached a decision. Do you think it was something he heard last night, or do you think he had his mind up already, and last night was a convenient way to say, hey, I know who I'm going to vote for? I think Ronnie's being di- disingenuous when he acts like he wasn't like he didn't know who he was going to vote for. And when he says, oh, this morning, he's like, I watched the show. I watched the debate last night and it helped me make a decision. Um, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I thought last night it was a shit show, but I thought it was a shit show because Trump set the pace for it to be a shit show. I thought Biden came out and tried to be professional. And from the jump, Trump was talking over him and being a fucking child about it. And you could see Biden's frustration with it. He called him a clown, told him to shut up. I mean, I would expect Biden to keep his composure. But at the end of the day, dealing with a guy who doesn't play by the rules, nobody nobody watches these debates. I've never watched a debate before ever in my life. First time I ever watched a presidential debate or between any candidates, whether they're vice president or president. And it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's the president of the United States up there making an ass of himself. Uh, and some for some reason, people buy into that bullshit. I don't know how you do it. Donald Trump's a fucking clown. I'm going to say it. No one else is saying it. He's a fucking clown. Anyone who likes Donald Trump is a fucking clown. You vote for Donald Trump, you're a fucking clown. At least that's how I feel about it. Well, Joe Biden agrees with you because he no, called him no a clown a, last night. Yeah, no one's afraid to say it, but we just, you know, we try not well, to do too the, much politics on the wrap of show, but nobody's afraid to call him a clown. Well, we're doing it today because it took up a lot of today's show with Ronnie yeah. watching and then making that call and Howard talking about how he couldn't sleep. Gary, you talked about how you couldn't sleep. But to address what Rasan is saying here, look, 
I understand actually why Trump did what he did because it worked for him the last time around. And I think Biden has everything to lose and Trump has everything to gain by these debates. I mean, people responded to it last I agree with time. that. And as a result, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I know everyone's saying, oh, Biden's got a seven point lead and this and that. But you know what? Last time around, Hillary had the lead and Look what happened. So you just don't know. So I don't blame Trump for doing what he's doing. And Gary, when he said that he did bring back Big Ten football, you know, I got to say that probably resonated with a lot of people who live in those states or maybe went to those universities. Yeah, it resonated with everybody except for the people who lost people to COVID, which is what of we course. were discussing is about COVID. So when he said, he, you know, he brought back football, I mean, you know, he is the biggest victim in the world. He knows everything. He remembers everything except the things he doesn't remember and how the whole world is against him. And it's like you can't have it both ways. Look, politicians are a certain breed. And look, Trump is definitely a special kind of breed, to put it that way. But King of All Blacks called in. And sure enough, Ronnie took the bait. But this time it went a little bit differently. We have a clip of that. And I think Ronnie might have gotten the best of the king today. Play that clip, Mike Flandina. Psychic. When I used to come down to the studio, when I first met you, knew that you bought your suit at Macy's. I know your type. I know you. You don't so have to tell me. What's I know wrong that. with buying suits at Macy's? What's wrong with you? that? What's wrong with buying see? suits see? at Macy's? You see how it? He buys what? his suits at Macy's? So what does yeah. that mean that he buys? All I right, buy now you've hit something. And it what does that tell you? On it. I know dollars. people like you. I'm flashy. Come on. I don't walk around no, in fur coats and no, ride no, no, around no. in an, no, no, some no. pimped out Cadillac. <laughs> you see? You yeah, see? You see? You see? And that led to 20 minutes of Howard doing King of All Blacks. And Gary, I'm not so sure... If King woke up smarter this morning than he was yesterday. <laughs> well, it's entirely possible because I don't think he's that smart to begin with. And so he could get smarter every day. There's a lot of room to grow. But, um, like, just out of curiosity, where, John, where do you buy your suits? Uh, at a variety of different places, but I'm sure I've bought <laughs> something yeah, at Macy's I, at a certain yeah. point. I think, I think, I think Larry was trying to insult Ronnie by saying he buys off the rack. And there's nothing with buying right. off the rack. Everyone, everyone's not going to buy a made to measure suit. Uh, everyone doesn't have a budget to do that. But, and there's, there's no reason you can't buy off the rack and go get it tailored and have a nice suit. So that, it's, yeah, it's there's dumb. some really, you can get some, you can get, buying off the rack means you can buy still some crazy brand names. I, I have three suits. One I bought at Macy's. One I bought at Lord and Taylor, which is probably in his mind lower than Macy's, and one's a custom made suit. So it kind of runs the gamut. But his other analogy today that was making me laugh my ass off because at the end of the day, it comes, it comes down to money and how much you want to spend. And he, and he's one of those guys that love spending other people's money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, his whole, his whole thing was like, Ronnie's the kind of guy that would get a 73 inch TV for $400. It's a Vizio. When he could get a 40 inch TV that's an OLED for $3,000. And I was like, you're making my head smoke. It's like the dumbest. It's like, it's like moron math is what he was doing. It's an OLED. It's all, it's all about the brand name, Gary with King. But I, I mean, saying he wakes up smarter the next day, that was one thing. But I love that Howard did that rap on, I know you. I know you because, and King's not the only one on this program who does it. People think they know the other person so well that even if you're not saying, Gary, what you really mean, guess what? I know what you really mean. 
You know, it's really funny because I, I wouldn't say I'm a car snob per se, because I don't have like the craziest cars, but um, sometimes I see somebody in a car and I, and I go, hmm, surprised that they can afford that car. Sometimes I see somebody in a car and I'll be like, hmm, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I thought they could do a little bit better. You know, sometimes that goes through your mind. I bet everybody does it. But um, I was driving an Audi for like a long time. I had an Audi A6. And um, and at one point I just go, you know, all I do is drive up and down the highway. And uh, I feel like I'm spending a lot of money on a car that I'm in just like, you know, for an hour each day. So I got like a fully loaded Nissan Maxima. And my my kid comes home from L.A. He walks into the garage and he looks at the car and he goes, you and mom getting divorced? <laughs> uh, let's take some calls. Matt in Nevada, you're on the Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show with John, Gary, and Rasan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Matt. How are you? Hey, so tonight, um, I think it was pointless for one reason. Anybody that's still on the fence about who they're going to vote for, nothing changed. And the people that think they're going into this with an open mind simply aren't. And I'll give you an example. My best friend is a staunch Republican, and we had a conversation before the debate. I said, listen, just go into this with an open mind and tell me what you think after. He calls me after the debate, and he says, you know, I think Biden made some good points, except I can't vote for him because he's a liar and a pedophile. So I don't understand. Where's the pedophile Yeah, that's exactly what he said. People are fucking crazy. (laughs) Somewhere on, on social media or some idiot puts this post out there, and because Trump retweets it or whatever the fuck happens, my buddy then says, yeah, I mean, he made some good points, but can never vote for him. And I said, you're, you're telling me that the president's not a liar? He said, I think he's an exaggerator, but he's the best choice for this country. So my, Matt, my, oh, my God. Matt, I think people see what they want to see and hear what they want to hear. And a lot of people are voting on party lines. And really, it doesn't matter that it's Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And, you know, I'm with you. You watch it. You open your eyes. You listen to both sides. And you make up your mind. But in this case, I think Almost everybody, even Ronnie now, has his mind made up about who they're voting for. It's just going to be a matter of who gets to the polls, and then, of course, if every vote is actually counted. The other, we got to, we well, we got to take a break, Gary. But when we come back, I want to talk more about this because Howard talked about how Beth prompted him to watch it, and then afterwards, Howard couldn't go to sleep, and so he ended up reading Frampton's book and waking Beth up and doing all that stuff. I think a lot of people were feeling that kind of agitation after watching that debate last night. So we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about Howard speculating on the future. He wants to keep doing shows, but is it going to be at Sirius or someplace else? And who's going to miss that holiday party? 888-STERN-100, 888-783-7610. Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show, live on a Wednesday, Howard 101. This is Bill Hader, and you're listening to The Wrap-Up Show with John Hine and Gary Delabate. Did I say that right? Welcome back to The Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show, live on a Wednesday, 888-783-7610. That's the number to dial to talk to me or Rasan or Gary or all three of us as we break down Lamont. today's Howard Stern program. Nope, Lamont got a job with uh, Zipper Crew. <laughs> Gary... When we went to break, we talked about staying up all night after the debate. Uh, Howard definitely had an issue. Uh, 
was upset that Beth made him watch, and as a result, he kept Beth up for a while because he couldn't go to sleep. But you said it was the first time you needed to uh, hit the pan a few times in order to crash because you were so charged up about what you saw out there in Ohio. One time on the pen. That's all I needed. One time on the pen. But like I used to get in bed by like a little bit before 10 and try to be asleep by like 10, 15. Now I've been getting in bed at like 1030, you know, because I get an extra half an hour because I'm not driving. But I was, you know, the whole thing last night was just so frustrating to watch. No matter which side you're on, I think you'd have to be frustrated to watch it. And then my son called me afterwards and he wanted to break it down. He was asking a bunch of questions. And at one point it was like 1050. And I said to Mary, I got to go to bed. I got to go up. So I go up and I get into bed and I was just like, I am just not going to fall asleep. It reminded me how I used to feel when I lived in the city in the early nineties. I would go see Nick's playoff games and get home at like midnight and then just try to fall asleep. You know, there's so much adrenaline. You're so charged up. So I hit the pen and uh, it helped me go to sleep fairly easily. I'm glad that worked for you. I mean, Howard was completely wired. And even this morning when Beth came in, uh, she was saying how um, she was right. He needed to watch it to talk about it the next morning. But Howard knew what he was getting into. And as a result, you know, we heard all morning about his feelings on how the debate went. Yeah, Gar. I thought it was interesting because he was complaining uh, lightly about uh, how Beth was sleeping soundly. But the truth is, Beth was sleeping just like me on that plane, just that I'm not Beth, so she doesn't get as much shit. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> That's true. Um, let's talk about the contract. Howard taking more calls on this and today saying basically he wants to work, Gary, so that's good news. But And he wants to say it's serious, apparently. But if they can't work out a deal, we don't know what's going to happen. And today he even said the last week of the year we're going to do three shows and say goodbye, and then you'll see us again someplace. And and he speculated on the fact that others have been saying that, oh, Howard's just saying this for whatever reason, and it's always happens this way every five years, and he's going to come back. Has he put any doubt in your mind as to what the plan is moving forward? Who the fuck knows? You know, this is, this is what makes me crazy. Howard's Howard, serious is serious. They fucking love him. It's a, it's, it's, it's one of the few times I could say in, in Howard's career where there's no drama in the sense of like they love him, he loves them. I, for, for, for my money, this deal should have been cut last summer. You know what I mean? Like, like they should just fucking get this done. So, you know, there's a, I will tell you, there's a lot of texting that goes on with other members of the staff when Howard's talking about like, you know, but I don't, I don't know anything. That's a crazy thing. I don't know anything, but I will tell you the part that got me today. That really made me like look up because I'm just low. I kind of go, this is bluster. Whatever's happening, they usually figure it out. I'm not going to deal with it till I have to. Plus, what is me worrying about it going to do? Because I'm not going to change the outcome. But when Howard said, um, who knows, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, I'll take some time off and I'll make a movie. And I was like, well, that's awesome for you. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing while you're making a movie. Yeah, he's going to paint and maybe do a movie, and we're all like, okay, what are we going to do, you know? And so we, like the audience, Rasan, is waiting for Howard to make a commitment one way or the other, and he says right now it's out of his hands. It's in, you know, Super Agent Don Buckwald's hands to figure something out with Sirius or maybe head someplace else. You know, I don't have the vibes that that it's over here. Uh I don't know what would give me uh the vibe that that he, he would be moving on or retiring, but... I'm just not feeling it. I, I feel like uh it, it's going to continue. So that's kind of where my mind is at. But at the same time, you know, you have to stay ready. You know, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. But that's a tough thing to do. You know, it's a hard situation to navigate. And uh 
we've been through this multiple times, and I guess we just got to wait it out again, you know? Well, yeah, one I mean, thing look, that- for the, the, look for the Gary, John, and Rassan, uh show coming to a syndicated station near you. <laughs> <laughs> one thing we know that is ending, though, more from COVID than anything else, is the holiday party. And a lot of people are bummed, Gary, and I know you're one of them because – People look forward to it at the end of the year. Howard sounds extremely relieved that that party isn't happening. And he talked about how he's walking around and doesn't know half the people there. And, you know, he spends a lot of money on it. And I think it's a very generous thing to do. But I do wonder if people are happy that this isn't going to happen or feel like something was taken away from them in some way, courtesy of COVID. I mean, listen, I'll miss the party. The party for me, quite honestly, is difficult because I have to take a car service into work in the morning, right? Then I got to bring a suit in with me, you know, drag a suit in. And then <laughs> I got to stay around all day. Usually I can be done by three. Now I got to figure out what to do till like seven. And, um, and then, you know, when we're done, I got to take a, you know, Mary and I take a car service home. So it's a long day, but I do enjoy the party. I love the food. I love seeing a lot of the people and I love seeing, you know, like at the party, I barely talk to John. Or Richard, I like to talk, we have a great staff here on the wrap up show. And, uh, you know, there's been a couple of years where I've gotten to have some fun, not, not long, but fun and quick conversations with Rasan and his wife. And that's what I enjoy about the party. Yeah. I'm going to miss the party too. The party, you know, I look forward to catching up with people. I normally don't have a lot of time to sit down with me and Robin and my wife usually have a nice conversation, get to spend some time with Gary, get to spend a lot of time with, uh, with with John and his wife, so you know th- those are nice. But the party is like a love hate thing for me. One, I love it's a great opportunity for me to come back to New York and see you guys and spend time with you guys. I usually spend the whole week of, out there for work uh, before I head back home. Uh, but you know there gets to this point in the party every year where it just turns into a fucking shit show, and it's when the <laughs> karaoke comes out, and it's a damn mess. And that is usually my exit to leave like very soon afterwards. Yeah, that's not going to be happening this year, son. So you could be happy about that. I do enjoy the fact that it's the one time that we're all in the same room where we're not really talking about work. You know, the, the year is over and everyone's kind of relaxing and you get to meet everybody's significant other and you know, someone's going to do something embarrassing, but that's not really the point. It's what you guys say. You got to, you get to speak with everyone who you work with that maybe you don't see every day. Even Howard said when we're back at Sirius, uh, you know, in Midtown, we work on different floors and so we don't all intersect or interact, you know, as, as the day goes on. But at that party, at least I try to make a point to talk to folks who I don't see on a day to day basis and hang out with a little bit. And it's fun. I mean, not to mention, you know, the, the place and the food and everything else is top notch, but I do think it's a great way to sort of pat each other on the back for another year in the book and a job well done. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it, too. And then there's another aspect of it that's between what both of you guys are saying. And that's when, you know, somebody has sex with somebody against the banquet or somebody's significant other passes out in the ladies room. And that's kind of fun, too. Yes, it definitely is. And the other thing we should say, and Gary, you and I are very fortunate in this sense, but it's Howard time for a lot of people on the staff. I mean, we get to talk to him every day, but... We're in the minority there, and and with all the people who work so hard doing different stuff, yeah, maybe he doesn't remember who Ben Bardo is, but he does appreciate what Ben Bardo does, and I think that is a huge thing for the people who work here to actually get to interact with Howard and Beth a little bit, or even Fred or Robin or some of the on-air people if you're more behind the scenes. Not that you're not appreciated, but at least you get some FaceTime, which isn't easy to get in our day-to-day. 
Yeah, I mean, even at the beginning, I felt like the, the, the Christmas party to a degree was even like a little bit of a job for me, like a good job. But like, you know, I, I'm an executive producer and I know all these people too. And I would like to meet them and their families and their significant others. So a lot of times Mary's like, go do your thing, go talk to your people. She'll hang out with Mrs. Norris for a while. And then I'll, you know, and I do feel uh, like I want to meet everybody and say hello to everybody. Not going to happen this year. Thank you, COVID. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls. We'll also talk about the IQ. Ralph insists that he's smarter than Richard, but you know what? The numbers don't lie. We'll get into that. Plus, we heard from Mark Harris. May he rest in peace. Lots of stuff to cover that happened on today's show. We do it on the Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show, live on a Wednesday, exclusively on Howard 101. Stop. Hi, this is Gary. You listen to the Rapper Show with John I and Gary Donabati. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Gary. Welcome back to the Howard Stern Wrap Up Show. 888-783-7610. John, Gary, and Rasan breaking down a Wednesday Howard Stern program. Late in the show, a few things happened that I want to get into. One was a call from our pal Ralph Sorella who is very upset with Richard Christie, not because Richard fell and hurt his pinky and, you know, isn't going to the doctor, but it was more a matter of Ralph feeling that he can't believe that his IQ is three points, I think he said, lower than Richard's, and Richard is actually smarter than him, and then challenged Richard to retake the IQ test, to which Richard responded, no, I'm not retaking it, I'm just smarter than you. Good for Richard, he played that right, but Gary... The IQ popping up once again, as it always does in the Howard Stern universe. Yeah, and we should talk about this, John. I'm going to throw you under the bus here a little bit. There's a long list of people who are unhappy with where they landed in the IQ test. And even though you're quiet about it, I would easily put you at the top of that list. You're not happy with your score on the IQ test. You think you're smarter than what you got, right? Would that be fair to say? Yes. And I wouldn't put me on the top of the list, but I was definitely disappointed when I got my score. I thought I had a higher IQ than that, but, and you're going to say I say this because I didn't score as well as I did, but I am adamantly against people treating IQ like that's how you determine how smart someone is. Howard puts a tremendous amount of, uh, of thought and belief behind, oh, this person has this IQ, therefore they must be a genius. That's not how it works. All doing well in an IQ test means is that you got some questions right and you got more right than somebody else did, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're all around a more brilliant or well-read person than someone else based on the numbers. And I did well on yeah, it, but I, I thought I, I would do better. I don't even think it has to do with how well-read you are, but you know, another person I would put on that list is Jason. And Jason's disappointment, oddly, was not where he landed, but that Richard landed so close to him. I think Jason was like sure that he was way smarter than Richard. And I think they were only two points apart. They were one point apart. Jason was 118 and Richard was 117. And, but I feel for Richard here because look, Richard, I know he's from Kansas and he talks like this and he does a lot of stupid things. 
Richard's a bright guy, okay? Richard has done quite a bit in his life, number one. Yeah, he likes to drink a lot, but so what? That doesn't have anything to do with intelligence. But he is a very shrewd, smart, calculated person. And the fact that he did so well on this, not three, Ralph, but five points better than Ralph Sorello. Ralph got a 112. Richard got a 117. I get the, oh, I'm not as smart as this country bumpkin. But Rasan, guess what? The bumpkins got a lot of smarts, and you may not see them necessarily all the time. And I know I'm contradicting myself because I'm saying IQ isn't everything and then giving Richard the credit here. But I do think yeah. Richard is a bright guy and a lot brighter than people. I think people underestimate Richard's intelligence all the time. That The old saying, Wayne Gretzky said it, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, Richard mm-hmm. might not, quote unquote, sound intelligent. And we've heard all about his antics and his growing up. And a lot of people, we joke about it and call it backwards and whatnot. But that doesn't mean he's not bright, you know. I think I've never taken an IQ test, but I imagine it's probably a lot like the SAT. Uh, and you know, uh, my it can be. I think it can I, be, but it's it's also yeah. different. It's it, 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 it is different. It is like it's different. In a way. There's a lot of different uh, aspects to it that even I was surprised by. There's a whole two hours where you sit there and like you put shit together. I'm talking more so in the in, in like the approach with the SAT. Like you know, this is a big thing that's going to have uh, consequences. With your future. And so you get worked up and nervous about it. Some people yeah. just get nervous and they don't take tests well, you know? You know who That's I thought really, you know who I thought had a great attitude about the, um, the IQ test and he's our staffer that got the lowest score is Sal and Sal. I don't know whether he thought he might do lower and is happy with what he got, but Sal will tell you every time I'm average. I'm, I, I have an average score and I'm happy with that. Yeah, it has more to do with expectations and how you think you'll do and then where you end up. And uh, it is a little bit like the SAT, Rasan, but there's spatial relations. There's a lot of other areas that yeah. this covers that the SAT doesn't. But in Howard's eyes, Gary, if you get a great score, if you get a poor score, you are then pigeonholed into that in his mind solely because of the IQ number. That goes for guests, too, by the way. When he finds out like a guest got a 137 or something – he treats them completely differently based on that. And by the way, at least in theory, your IQ score does not change over time. You take this no. test when you're seven or when you're 70, it, you test the same. That's the point of the test to determine your intelligence quotient. So I know somebody really well who um, is runs a major successful business, like really a successful business person, and they were dyslexic. And they dropped out of high school at 15 years old and everybody thought that they were going to be a loser and they went and found a trade and they turned that trade into a, an enormous business. So who's a smarter person, that person or the guy with a 125 IQ? Yeah, it all depends on what how you measure smart. There's no one way to decide. Look, I think Sal is brilliant when it comes to making prank phone calls and when it comes to roasting people. Brilliant. With some other stuff, he's not so brilliant, like history and English and, you know, all the traditional subjects. Everything but else? It's, it, it, pretty much. But it's such a subjective thing. So, yes, Gary, I am more impressed, I will say, with someone like that who overcame their disability and ended up being a success than someone who has the IQ. But then what do they do with that? You know what I mean? It all is in the results of what you do with what you've got. It's not. A, I think Wayne Gretzky once said it's not about the tools but about the finished product that those tools produce. And, uh, and Andrew, interesting. One. Sorry, take the, take the call. All right. Andrew in South Carolina, you're on the Howard Stern wrap-up show with John Gary and Rasan. 
Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, F. Jackie. Um, you know, Howard, hey, do you think... <laughs> yeah, and, and Nancy Sirianni, and also and, right, and Mitch, right, Mitch right. the intern. Remember Mitch the intern? Yes, yes. Mitch was... The, anyway, um, you know, I don't know if this is Howard thinking about this, but something I think about is that, do you think he's taking COVID-19 and his, the broadcast into consideration and how it's convenient for him now? that it may not go back to a studio for a very, very long time and that he could stay at home and, and just be in his own home and, and continue. And it would be his – it seems like he's fitting in really well with it. Do you think that's something he thinks about different than before well, you, when his contract was up? How, how could you not think about it? Because, look, at this is the way we're living right now, and there's no end in sight. So I'm sure he's thinking about it, and I'm sure that there's a discussion of some sort when he's negotiating, like, Hey, maybe if I don't want to go back, you know, maybe my whole staff will go back, except for those who live in Alabama, and then maybe my whole staff will go back. But you know, I can do this remotely. Maybe it's maybe he says, you know, hey, maybe if you know if you get the stones or Bruce Springsteen, I'll come in that day. You know, but right now you have to take into account COVID because it's the way we're living, and there's no end in sight for the way we're doing the show. Andrew, I think it definitely puts options on the table. Uh, Howard spoke about this on the air. You know. They've wanted to put a studio in his home or his apartment forever. This is something that they always wanted to do, and Howard wanted no part of it because he would always come into the studio to do the job. Well, COVID happens. That's not an option. And the next thing you know, he's putting that studio in his basement, and the first couple of weeks he's adjusting. But by the time the, mo- the first month ends, he's really getting used to it. Then the studio gets revamped. There's better equipment in there. And all of a sudden, Gary, he's doing shows comparable, if not better, than the ones he was doing in the studio. So does it put options on the table? You bet it does. And, you know, I think I wouldn't say he's happier doing it from home, but there are definitely benefits from doing it from your basement rather than getting up, having Ronnie drive you in, deal with the studio and everything else, pluses and minuses, and then having to commute maybe out to Long Island or wherever you're going to go for that day. And that's a big difference, John. We had no choice but to do this. And so while Howard wanted to do the show maybe from home, if you, you saw the growing pains we had along the way, I think we'd have done like two days and Howard would go just like, this sucks. I, I don't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I don't want to do it anymore. But doing it the way we did where we j- we really had no choice. And Howard was very, um, I have to say, Howard was amazing through the process. Instead of going, this is bullshit. I don't have what I need. He's like, hey, man, everybody's doing the best they can. Just keep giving me more, giving me more. So we it probably took us four months, five months to get to where he would have wanted it to be if he just worked out of his house, but he wasn't going to give it that five months. Now he's got it. So now the sky's the limit. And I'll say this in the last 12 months, and I can't believe it's only been 12 months. Howard's adaptability has really impressed me out in LA. I was convinced he was going to be complaining about the mics and the setup and not being in New York and this and that he was thrilled with that week of LA shows. Now he's doing the show from his basement. He doesn't have his equipment. He can't say, and you know what? He, this is a guy who does not like change. He has adapted tremendously well and really risen to the challenge that have been presented, both going out to LA, a remote studio, which he doesn't want to do, and now from home. And Gary, that tells me that he has a ton of interest in this game, that he still enjoys doing it, and he's taken this more as a challenge to show, you know what? Yeah, I'm not in my studio and I don't have my shusher and everything else, but that's not going to stop me from doing some great radio. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that we can all agree that as great as the show has been over the years, you know, maybe it's because of the situation, but these last six months have been some of the best shows that we've ever done. And I will guarantee you that before the end of the year is, you know, finished, there will be some amazing shows there as well as far as guests and stuff that we're doing. And so, yeah, you're, you know, the quality hasn't suffered. And in a way, for me, it's kind of reinvigorating because instead of doing stuff the way we always used to do it, now we have to think of new ways to do things. Like October is just going to be, it's going to be October, but it's going to be a different October and it'll be funny as hell. But, you know, we had to rethink the way we do things, and that's exciting. Daniel in New Jersey, you're on the Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show. Hey, guys. I uh, wanted to come up, comment about a caller yesterday, because everyone's getting on Richard Christie's case about not being an intelligent guy or a good dad. But I think the guy obviously has a lot of qualities, aside from some of the uh, personal hygiene stuff that's clearly not intelligent. The guy's a good dad. He's a talented drummer, and people like to write him off like he's some unintelligent guy. And Ralph, in particular, I don't know why that guy always feels the need that he has to be a step above somebody just because of the way Richard looks or acts or loves to talk about cock. He's still a smart guy. Yes, but but I, 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 I'm not siding with either one. But put yourself in Ralph's shoes for a minute. and Say you were just listening to the radio yesterday, and you heard that this guy that you said all those great things about sat in shit and then did very little about it and just continued on his day. What does that make you think? Right. Right. No, I mean, I mean, in terms of intelligence, I guess it's hit or miss. Like, when you're talking about something on, on a quiz that's judging IQ, which isn't even, you know, one-to-one for what real intelligence, I guess, is, because that's subjective, the guy still clearly did really well on some of those aspects, but there's no test for, you know, should you be sitting in a pile of shit. <laughs> Well, in that case, both Ralph and Richard somehow managed to sit in a pile of crap on the subway. The difference was, as Ralph said today, he got out, went to a clothing store, threw everything out, handled it the way most people would. Richard didn't phase him at all. But I love your point, Daniel. I just keep underestimating Richard Christie because he he thrives on it. I think he enjoys having sort of that veneer of being the country bumpkin because people have maybe lower expectations from him. He's a bright, bright guy. He does a lot of dumb things like a lot of other bright guys do. But you know what? He's pretty smart, and don't underestimate him. One more call before we go. John in New York, you've got the last call on the Howard Stern Rapper Show. Yeah, I just want to ask Gary, if Trump loses, do you think that um, you'll be able to get him back in for an interview? And the other thing I just, real quick, is Sal ready if Howard retires? Two good questions. Okay, let's take two good questions. The possibility of Trump being a guest on our show if he's not president, you know, that goes two ways. Would Trump want to do the show and would we want to have him on? That's a discussion. That's very interesting. Again, because he becomes a different person when he's not the president. So, you know, then there's a lot of questions you can ask him. I, you know, so that'd be, that'd be something we have to discuss. Uh, second question, is Sal ready? He claims he's ready, you know, but I'll tell you, if we pull that joke on him again, I bet I can get him crying in the fetal position in no time at all. There's no way. College. He's got, he's got kids in college, one on the way to college. You know, he claimed that, um, his wife is buying less, and I think that I think the biggest thing that Sal learned since the last contract was to shut up and not tell us as much about his life. That I agree with. Rasan, do you think Sal's ready if Howard decides to call it quits? 
I don't think any of us are really ready. Like, what does that even mean? You know, does that mean we have a, a job lined up? If I, I don't know, I think I, I, I would hope that Sal learned his lesson, especially because you saw from his reaction. That was a, it was a shock to him. He was definitely concerned about the welfare of his children, how he's going to provide for his boys, those beautiful little boys. Uh, I hope he learned his lesson, but you know, it, that, it's a tough thing to do. Like, you know, it's a tricky situation when you know that your boss's contract's ending up and your job kind of hangs on it, but you're not going to find out until a couple of weeks before that happens. Like, how do you plan for that? How do you plan for that and not look like you're abandoning ship? That's, that's a tough spot to be in. You're right, Rasan. I think, I don't think anybody's ready for it, honestly. I, and a lot of us in our minds, we're hoping that Howard just keeps on going so nothing changes, but I think when the announcement happens and let's say it is that Howard's going to take a little break, you're going to get some tears coming out of Sal Governale's eyes. Uh, thank you for the call, John. Two good questions to wrap up on. Thanks to all of our callers today. Thank you, Gary, and thank you, Rasan. Don't go anywhere. The Howard Stern wrap-up show is done. But after the break, a brand-new Sternthology. What will Rasan start your afternoon with? Find out live on Howard Stern. Welcome, everyone, to Sternthology. Later in the program, actress Emily Blunt drops by and talks about how she got, got discovered, her acting techniques, and what it's like to get sick on on the set. But, Rasan, what have you decided to start off today's Sternthology with? Well, speaking of blunts, I had to smoke one of those before I watched the debate last night. It's the only way I got through that. But I'm more of a joint guy, so I will be a nice little fatty and partook. This morning, you heard Howard play a clip from 2001. Before he became president, Donald Trump was a frequent guest on the show, and one time he got into it with A.J. Benza. I'll let Gary explain who A.J. Benza was. You heard the clip this morning, so we're going to play the whole fight uh, between Trump and A.J. Benza. A.J. Benza was the local gossip columnist in the Daily News, which is a huge paper in New York. And so, you know, Trump is was so involved with all the gossip columns. He was always feeding them stuff or fighting with them and all that stuff. But, you know, this segment really clearly answers the question. I know a lot of people who don't know the show well and don't like Donald Trump as president, but why would you have him on the show? And the answer is he wasn't president and he did shit like this. And Howard said it this morning, he was a phenomenal guest. We loved him. I love, I still love him as a guest. I just don't love him as my president. But if you're not entertained by this, then you're out of your mind. Howard always separates the two. You know, there's Donald Trump, the president, and Donald Trump, the radio guest. And the radio guest, they don't come any better than Donald J. Trump. Let's go back to May 10th, 2001, and hear Donald Trump take on A.J. Benza. Now, Stranthology flashes back to this. Donald Trump's on the phone. Uh, he can't call in tomorrow because of a flight scheduling problem, so he wanted to quickly get on the air. He is not coming in live. No, no, he was always calling in. I did not know that. Yeah. D- Donald. Howard. How are you? And by the way, your uh, arch enemy, uh, A.J. Benz, is here. A.J. is a nice guy. I like him, even though I hear he said negative things about me in his book. Just one chapter's worth, that's all. I can't believe it. <laughs> did you know you went after his girlfriend? Yes, no, I did more. I stole his girlfriend, oh. but I didn't know I was stealing his girlfriend, yeah, he, Robin. He's so new. He's so new. Hey, A.J., yeah. nobody told me I was stealing your girlfriend. Nobody nobody told me that was your girlfriend. I know. Well, you've Donald, isn't one of guys, so I have to believe you. Well, wait a second. Isn't it one of the greatest things in the world to be able to steal A.J.'s girlfriend? <laughs> I just didn't know it. You know what? 
I've always liked AJ. Yeah. AJ rightfully can't stand me now, and I can understand that. No, I don't. Oh, wait I a minute, Donald. But at the time, at the time, uh, I did something that I didn't know I was doing. I had no idea it was AJ's girlfriend, and it's one uh, of those me, little let things. Let me fast Who was the oh, go ahead. Fast fast what is so I'm dating Car Young. Okay, I moved to LA, so me and Car break up. So she was a free agent. You know, even though we right. still up, she was, so I don't. So what I don't, are you faulting Listen, I'm not mad that he went after we broke up. But then we, I got back to town, and, we, and I approached Donald at a party at Charles Evans' house, and I said, hey, this is not some arm piece for me. I love this girl. Now, stay away. I had naked pictures of your wife a long time ago when I was a cool guy and gave you the shots. And he said, you're right. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, hold it a second. You on, had you naked pictures story. of Donald Trump? Of Ivana or Chuck, No, no. Chuck, Chuck Jones was sending Xeroxes out. All right, go ahead, yeah. And I gave him to Donald. He said, AJ, you're a stand-up guy. Then he forgets what I did for him. Now, if he was cool, he would have walked away. I realize you can't make any girl sleep of with course. you. Of course. I understand that. But as a man's man, he should have said, hey, nah. there's plenty of girls out there. I'm sorry. I would have done Don't that. Don't hit one. on AJ's girl. I gave him a warning. I no, warned no, no number one, I'm going to say something here. I got I to gotta take a little umbrage with you. Uh-oh. Number Go one, you were broken up with the girl. But when I got back with her, he was Trump, hit, wait a second. Trump starts going out with her. He starts developing feelings. Fine. You broke up with her. No, Let her decide. But wait a second. It's her decision at that point. He didn't go after her when you were with her. I, you know, yes, he did. The second oh. time around, he did. The okay, second, because he already had feelings for her. You broke but up with her. But, but I succeeded. But here's, here's the, the problem. Don, First let of me all, we have to say she's a wonderful girl. You know, she's really a fantastic girl. Must be if you guys are fighting over. How do I no, get no, her? No, we don't fight over. We don't Nobody's fight over. fighting. She's, she's no, wait a minute. I got to clear this up. She is a wonderful, Robin. Donald, did you know? You knew AJ wanted her. Second time he knew. Well, no, the second time, but by that time, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's what am I going to do? do? I was there. AJ, are you AJ little, once wait, you're there, you're there. Wait, wait, wait. I'm being serious. AJ, you're a little out of line with this this what? time. No, no, no. Because, wait a second. You you guys <laughs> broke up. He starts to develop a relationship with her and feels for her. Right. You suddenly march back in. All right, this is no Excuse arm me. candy. So the I want to be him. a stand-up guy and no, back off. Well, the night I approached him, he should have been standing up and said, you know what, AJ? I really don't yeah. remember that, though, AJ. I must be honest. Where did you approach yeah, me? I saw you at Charles Evans' party. Yeah, but I just, I remember seeing it. I, I don't remember Car- I was with Carl that night. And, I, and you said, no, no. He was, she should have said, you know what? I got feelings for the girl. And I don't or maybe he had feelings for the girl. He should have said that. That's He's not going to tell you that. Donald, do you what? ever back off for any guy? Because you're a gossip. You know what? I've always liked AJ. Although, and again, I hear he treats me lousy in the book. But you know, he should treat me bad. I took his girlfriend. <laughs> if somebody took my AJ. If somebody took my girlfriend, I treat. I treat that person very badly. I've already done that to you, but you don't know about it. <laughs> what does that mean? I've been there a few years ago. What are you oh, talking really? about? You took one of his girls? I didn't take Who that. did you take from no, Donald no, no Trump? No names, no names, no. I, I don't believe so, AJ. What do you think? You're the world's greatest lover? Well, yeah. not, I, I've been very successful with your girlfriend, I can tell you that. <laughs> you know what? I got news, I got news I for you. I mean, you know, it bothered you a lot. Hey, AJ, look, it bothered you a lot, and it should bother you a lot. She tells me how successful you were, too. And you don't sound that great. And she tells me you cut your own hair. Is that true? But meanwhile, wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a second. What is going wait a second. On here? Wait a second. No, she told, no, she told me you were losing your hair, AJ, and that you've, you're going for transplant. Well, you've already Are you going for transplant, you AJ? No, I don't. I didn't go. I'm not going to go. But you, Are you, you going? Because I, I had heard that. I had heard you're going. I mean, you, know, you got I think plums. it's fine. But I think you, it's good luck and all. Wait, but I heard you were going. Oh, shut up. You got plums. Does the world know that? No, no, no. I know all the dirt AJ, AJ, let me ask you a question. rocks? Wait a second. Did you call me up? Wait a second. Oh, yes, I did. We Wait did. a second. That's AJ, Donald. Did you call me up and beg me to leave no, your girlfriend alone? No, what beg? I oh. Read the column, man. You know, I Donald, can I go to Mar-a-Lago? Me and her were broken up. <laughs> did he really call you and You were broken up, AJ. Hey, AJ. No, when I She was with me the day she convinced you to go to California to get rid of you. Come on, AJ. You know. What? The day I convinced... What? Who, but what? Donald, how did you feel following AJ? Seriously. Did you... Uh, 
I didn't even think about it. Really? He no, thinks I nothing but himself. He don't think of nobody but himself. I assume AJ's clean. I hope he's clean, but I assume well, he, AJ's a germ freak. Clean. Meanwhile, this guy doesn't shake hands, but he bangs Russian people up. You know, Russian people. Russian people. Russian people. Who are you talking about, Russian AJ? I don't know anything. Listen, he used to he used to call me when I was a calendar. He used to call me when I was a calendar and say, "Yeah, look, AJ wouldn't. AJ Howard. Yeah, Howard. AJ wouldn't feel this way. The girls have no more. You know when you win, he's out of his mind. Howard, when you win, you don't feel the way he feels. Why'd you win? You got stuck with the Stepford wife. Why did you win? Wait a I'm second. I'm best friends with Carl. I won, you, look, I won I your girlfriend, AJ. AJ, you're what? a stand-up guy. AJ, Why? I won your girlfriend. How did you win? You know it. How, what else? How did you win? <laughs> you know it. it wasn't she knows it, and everybody knows it. I, I, wish, you, I wish you'd call right now, because I know you, she, she... AJ, she, I have she, indisputable proof, and she, you know it. You know, all right, let me favor. Let me favor. What are you talking can about, you, Can you call a cell phone 400 times again last week, last week, and just keep hanging up on her? Who does? You. We always know you. Oh, my God. Sends you're ridiculous. saying Donald Trump, ha he's got the most beautiful woman. He's got, oh, okay. You're saying he calls herself AJ, 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 if you, if you yeah. wanted to really I, say the truth, you know exactly what would okay, happen. You know what? You know what? Why you know don't what? you try going back to her, AJ? We're best friends. She was with me two nights at my book party. Well, why don't you go, I mean, go back yes, to her. See if you can get her back. Why don't you go back with her? I'm not trying to do that. She's got a boyfriend. We're totally best friends. I don't care about it. You're not going to be able to go back to her. I'm not going back to her. You ruined her. Unfortunately, I've ruined that for you, AJ. Whether you like to admit it or not. Hey, Donald, I love when guys argue about poetry. Here's the best. Is it really? Is any girl worth two guys having a Here's feud over? I'm not I'm feuding not over. Feuding I'm over. very happy where I am. I'm so not feuding over. Carl. You did her and you're happy, right, Don? Let me tell you something. I'm Listen. very happy where I am. And AJ, you did her and you're no, happy. I had just heard. Let me, hey, Howard. Yeah. I had just heard that AJ was very venomous in the book. I'm not going to read the book, but right. I was very, he, he was the, very the venomous most, in the book to me. The, the only reason he was venomous is that I stole his girlfriend, no, but I didn't no. know I was stealing her. I've hated you before you even had my girlfriend. I really? Well, I just think okay. the most I can understand in New York City. Now, wait a second. Oh, now we're getting nasty. Now, wait a now no, it's getting personal. One more thing. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's what I want to ask. What's more personal than girlfriend? Personal. You, I see it this way. If I could be Solomon for a second, I'm not taking sides because I love both of you guys. I'd like Fred to weigh in because I think he's more fair about this. But I'll tell you how I see it. Everyone can weigh in. You know, Howard a diplomat. We'll let Elephant Boy be Solomon, okay? And I don't and I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't. You shouldn't. I don't no, hate you him. sound awfully I, I know. angry. Did you want to go to Mar-a-Lago? I've been there. I hate the way How he is acts. It? You for, hate the yeah, way fun, he acts? Fun place, but it's like for blue-haired people. Like for That's for me. People. I got blue hair. What do you mean you hate the way he acts? I don't like his personality. I think he's like a, he's a little too pompous around town for me. Uh, you know? All right, let me say something. Let me say something. But, AJ, yes. but I think you're a nice guy. No, you got to say I really do. I you think you're Donald, thanks for taking the high road. And on I would have, if I would have known road, that she was with you, I wouldn't have started going out with her in the first place. I want to see more. You know, we have, we have to, Howard. I'm bringing. We have to preface it by saying one thing. She's a very, very fine. Now I bring proof in tomorrow. Now I kill you. What's the proof? Does he want me to go with this? I'll kill him tomorrow. Proof of what? I'll bring proof of how low down, how stupid this guy is. Why are you saying that? I will bring in things. He sends, he sends things to her on paper from the news that have clippings of all his articles. He sends her, circles his name, and writes billionaire. You have no idea. He's out of his mind. This guy. Uh, That's tomorrow, nonsense. Tomorrow, Total tomorrow nonsense. the world sees oh, Tomorrow the world sees How about a boxing match, Donald? You and AJ, let's settle this once and for all. Hey, hey, Howard, listen to this. It. Go ahead. Um, AJ, just a couple of questions. Did you call my secretary seven times no, to I, ask, to beg her, to beg her with tears in your eyes, oh my God, no. please have Donald oh. leave her alone. I want no, to try and get her never back. Never in my life. I oh, called, I called her once. No. But you both make no, an no, accusation. Wait, wait, wait. Did you call my secretary, no. Norma, once. seven times? Begging, begging me not to go out because you're trying to get her back. No, I'm not trying to get her back. This, is, right, this okay. is two years well, ago, and I called. Well, Donald, once. both of you are. Listen, it's a he shame. Look, I hate to see this. It's not a shame. Right She's a good girl. I hope she has a new boyfriend. I think she, she has a new boyfriend. Think you constantly. AJ is trying. She tells me AJ is trying to get her back. I don't know if that's true or not. Let me be silent. But AJ, let's end this for a second. For a second, this will never end. With a lie like this, you can't be the lie like that. No, wait a second. I think I'm bringing your take on this. Let me give you my take. AJ's dating a girl, Kara Young. They go together, 
They break up. They didn't break up, Howard. Yes, they were did. together I when I went out with her, no, but I, I didn't know that. They didn't break up. All right. He's saying that to put a positive spin. I was in L.A. I was, we broke up. Right, he was sure. with me so when you flew out to let's L.A. Give AJ, let's give A.J. the benefit of the doubt. Donald, 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 she Donald. told me that oh, she convinced boy. you to go out to L.A. because yeah, she, she wanted to go her way. She t- No. And by the way, when you were with her... So she did you a favor, A.J. You got a good job. When you were with her and she did Playboy, she was with me in L.A. I don't even know about that. Oh, bullshit. This guy's out of his mind. I don't, I don't even know about that. No. a German playboy. She was your girlfriend. She came to my place that time. Hey, AJ, let me tell you. Three days let me tell you a little secret. What's, I have right now a great girlfriend. I'm uh, happy no. yourself. I don't know if you do. Then stop making But I suggest you try going back to Cara. Hey, listen to me. Stop calling Cara's cell phone if you love me. Oh, stop so it. Much. I have it at all. All right. You, can you, I say something? To stones, I got I got a brick Yeah, but he's throwing stones and you're throwing stones. Let me say something. Let me say what I think. Who's wrong? Despite the fact, AJ. If you're not with a girl anymore, Donald Trump goes, and Donald even says he was with her. I'm it was giving the second go round. Not well, the he round. was. Well, he was with her when I first started. Going okay, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Was 100 percent. And mean, he you was didn't with know. her. No, right, so if Donald and she dumped him, right? And if Don or, or whoever dumped time. who, if time. Donald goes out with her, and then you try to go back with her, I'm telling you, th- we got back because we love, love each other very much. Okay, all right. Okay, when we got back for a little, I mean, I still I was still in California, still. But he might have had feelings for her. No, what happened? Yeah, he did, obviously. I got to see a I picture of this broad. You yeah, guys, yeah, but everybody, she's fine gorgeous, and I'm never going to get mad at somebody for for developing feelings for a woman or a woman developing. I, that's the way life goes. I just thought when I told him, listen, I'm back, I'm went back, and I'm trying to make. But a he had feelings it. for her. Well, then he should have told me it's not going to happen that way. I got a thing for this girl. He, should, he said, "You're right. I'll back off." And then oh. I don't even remember the conversation. Well, Donald says I remember seeing you, Charles Evans' party, but I don't remember. A conversation like that. All right, so let me let me let me let me. AJ, what I you know what I suggest? Try going back to her. Maybe you can get her back. Work your ass off. I mean, you obviously like her. Work your ass off. What what about what Donald Trump is saying? That though. What what about what about going backwards? I make no bones about. Let me give you a reference. I'm going to call her and give you a reference. She calls me all the time. Here we go now. Let me just tell you. She calls me all the time. The next time she calls, I'm going to give you a reference. AJ, maybe you can get her back. When I'm at lunch with her and the phone and the cell rings and she shows me. It's you calling her constantly. What kind of proof do you want me to give you other than that? Well, he uh, could have her, so why wouldn't let, he? Co- let me not just anymore. say, AJ, AJ, AJ happy. number you know, one, that's false and it's bullshit. But here's what yeah, you do. She uses your numbers. No, no, Try no, no, making no. a play for her, AJ. Maybe you can get guy, it back. I'll never be happy until I say I'm, I'm after her again. I, I make no bones about But let me Carl. ask you something. I make no bones about Why don't you go back with Carl? I've always said, and this is the truth. Seriously. When I'm back in New York and I live here again full time instead yes. of every two weeks, and if, if the timing is right and we still have the same kind of relationship, and we do, we get along great together, then I would absolutely Love to be with her again. Well, I try getting her back, AJ. She left you once oh, before, try. but try getting <laughs> her back. I just said to you. And AJ, she told me that you you yeah. borrowed. Listen. She told me you borrowed $2,000 from her. You wouldn't pay her back. I mean, it's what so kind of stuff true. is that? You know you pay her so, back. You're making it so up. so not part. true. You know what she did? I bought, a, I bought a print from her. I bought a print from Sante, her, her, her ex-husband photographer, of her and Christy Turlington. A beautiful shot. Cost me two grand and change. She felt so guilty of doing what she did. She sent me a check for the for the for frame, and I said, I don't want your check. But, but she I, doesn't say that. She says she, borrowed, she loaned you money, and you didn't, didn't pay her back. Pay her back, She AJ. didn't loan it to me. And I make, she didn't loan it to me. She gave it to me. And you know what? I did keep it because I said, you know what? Screw you for being such a bitch to me for a little while. Hey, could you guys go? On tour together. This yeah, is better than, I love it. This is better uh, AJ, than. Hey, look, Howard. Yeah. AJ is, in, and I really mean this. AJ is tomorrow. a nice guy. Donald, he unfortunately doesn't that. like me because of what happened. No, I he knows what happened. I think, I think it's a simple case of the Aquanet fumes have gone to your head. Well, you two guys don't like each other. Hey, Donald, just remember, uh, I'm I your friend. I don't dislike AJ. I don't care about AJ. I stole his girlfriend, so he gets upset about it. I guess, uh, you know, he's got a reason for oh, that, Robin. Worst. You're not going to steal my girlfriend, are you? No, I promise. All right, thanks. But if Donald starts to go after <laughs> your girlfriend, what do you do? 
You know you do. You, you give take, up. Honestly, had I known, had I known that AJ, can I tell you the truth? Can I tell you the truth? If Donald Trump goes after your girlfriend and your girlfriend goes out with him, you're right. He's doing you a favor. No, you're 100 percent right. Why? Why be upset? 100 percent right. Let him go after everybody's girlfriend to test whether that girlfriend loves you or not. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Trust me, AJ. She didn't love you. Seriously, she didn't love you, AJ. I'm telling you, I'm doing your favor. I'm not saying she loved Donald. She didn't love you, AJ. Why don't you get her on the phone right now? Get her on the phone, big shot. Get her on the phone. Let her talk to you. Let her talk to us. I don't deal with her anymore. Uh, I'm, no, I'm done. AJ, you haven't finished with it. You, you have got to a go number back. on her? I see her You know the time. funny thing, AJ? I if she wasn't her, taken away from you. I two days ago. I saw AJ, her two nights ago. AJ, wow. if she wasn't taken away from you, you wouldn't ass. feel bitter. What is that so why he still ass. wants her? That's what happens, Howard. Yeah. You know, when somebody He's gets taken away... You feel like a dog. You feel bitter. You know, I That's can't true. Wait till, I can't wait till your little daughter gets a little older for me. Then I can't wait. I'll make oh, you happy. You're going to go after Ivanka? No. I guarantee, AJ, I guarantee no, you have zero chance. Oh, yeah, I do, huh? Oh, oh yeah? Hey, what are you saying, AJ? AJ, let me Watch just say oh, Any girl you have, I can take oh, from you. Be a great if I want. To, I'll take oh, any girl you have, I can take from you. You're full of shit. So any girl you have, I can take from you. That There's I nobody, guarantee. Nobody and that was proven before. You know what? Now I'm begging you. Please get a boxing match going on. What? Please. The Donald's I'll not going to box you. I'll box swing him. a pillow. He's got billions. No, the last boxing match I saw you in was Chuck Zito. He beat the crap no, out of you. <laughs> what happened to you with Chuck Zito? It was AJ? punch. It was honorable. You were down for the count. You know, a friend of mine honorable. was there, Howard. Yeah, right. He said he yeah. never saw anybody so unconscious. They thought he was dead. You, know <laughs> you were laid out on the floor of the I, place. Exactly. I make no bones about it. You know, that. he saw that Matt Calmary. He saw that. He said, I never I saw know. a guy get hurt so you know, bad in my your, life. It took big, you know how long the fight lasted, Howard? Yeah, how long? Three and a half seconds. No, see, it's no big deal. It's one punch. Hey, is Matt the big pussy guy you walk around with? That big pussy bug? Bouncer, <laughs> Matt Calamari. Yeah, why don't, why don't you say it to his face? I swear to Christ, in my book, uh, AJ, ago, say it to his face. I would love to. I'm scared you'd, of no man. You'd last shorter than you. Ask Chuck Zito about that. You'd last shorter than you did with Chuck. <laughs> you, know you know what I'll do with you? I'll beat up Matt Calamari in the ass, and yeah, I'll beat up Paul Scott. Wait, wait Donald and AJ, so many people want to comment on this. This is wild. This is There's nothing to comment on. You know, I'm doing this. We really called about the Miss Universe guy. Well, let me talk about tomorrow night. Now I'm going to kick his ass. Now I will. No, you're not. Listen, you're not kicking travel. anyone's You better ass. travel Galamata and an octopus and anything else. I'm going to kick your old ass pretty soon. <laughs> Don't you think this girl is playing you guys a little well, bit? You want to see what talking about? She's what are you talking about? Hey, Howard. Howard, I have a great girlfriend. Is, oh, I've been there the for a long yeah. time. Oh, that's AJ is still trying to get no. her back. She, she tells posed, me that AJ is still trying yeah. to get her when back. When she posed for this German playboy, she was going out with Donald, but she stayed with me. She wasn't and going it, out with me then. Bull, he well, said, she he was, was not going well, out with listen, me. We had broken up a long time he before she did playboy. He cried over it. I doubt she was with you, number one. Yeah, but number two, she had broken up. We had broken up yeah. a long time before you did your All right, wait a minute. I got a question. look at the pictures of her. She's hot. He's always right. I'm always right. I have a question. How closely did you two follow each other? What do you mean? Very close. I didn't time. follow. At same the time. same time? He followed me. You know what? I don't even want to talk about it no more. I love Wait, it. Ralph, 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 what do you want to say to Robin, me? Robin, let me just put it to rest. Uh, God is a wonderful guy. I broke up with her a long time ago. Yeah, he broke up with her. AJ is uh, still trying. Listen, AJ ever. is still trying to get her back. It's ridiculous. He leaves everybody. And it's not going to happen, in my opinion. Why does Marla Maples only take a million of your money and move across the continent? Because no one wants to be with you. You're out of your guess, mind. You know, she, well, well she signed a prenup. She would have taken yeah, she more. She likes me a hell of a lot. She took no money and moved across the country. Really? Is that what she says? That's what she is. She's well, in California by me. She certainly seems to like me a lot. Yeah, I know. Everybody likes you. Yeah, everyone does like me. But they'll leave. <laughs> Ralph, which is a hell of a we say about you. But everybody Ralph. does like Wait till Melania gets wound up and she walks away, Howard. too. What is it? First of all, I think AJ hates Trump because Trump's more pompous than AJ. I mean, I'm just shocked that AJ's <laughs> calling somebody pompous. <laughs> and 
This AJ Ron, doesn't like Trump for one reason. No, I, I stole his girlfriend. Oh I took God. her away like he was a dog. <laughs> you know I what? Don't don't the only reason. Howard, what? this chick is definitely playing these two because she gives no. AJ back two grand. Then she no, tells she, Donald that he owes it has, to her. This guy has no idea what the, he's talking about, Ralph. Ralph, just go find a guy. Yeah, ah. right. <laughs> AJ, don't be so upset about it. No, that the money story is so ridiculous. AJ, don't be so upset. Me and Cara are so tired. She told me that you owed her money and you didn't pay it back and she was very angry with you. Well, let me tell you something. very angry at me. You, you know, <laughs> this is unbelievable. I had no idea. I called Carl last night. I called Carl last night at 1230. She says, I'm very happy home because you always go out late. And I said, listen, I said, can you imagine this, this Trump's going to be on the show the next couple of days? I got to talk to this guy. So I said, look, if he comes on, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to tell him, look, Donald, I don't hate you, but you know, I think you're a pompous asshole and I don't want to talk to you no more. Right. Marianne, Marianne from Brooklyn, what is it? You know what, AJ? Go back and try getting her back. I'm Maybe you'll be able to, to succeed, back, but I guarantee you she's going to leave you for the next guy down the pipe. Marianne, AJ, she will leave you for the next guy down the pipe. Get her back, but you know what? She'll leave you very quickly, AJ. You know everything. Donna, let me ask you something. Why do you think the girl left AJ? Because she met me, Howard Stanley. She was going to leave anyway. Hey, Howard, she was going to leave anyway. Mary, you know what? She was with him. Gary, get on the plane. He was getting on the plane. Howard. Hey, yes. Howard, story. one thing he was for get... sure. I Donald. love this story. Yes. One thing Gary, for sure. AJ, Donald's wallet's much bigger than yours, uh, so, so you know where she's going to go. It's not all about wallets, but let me, let me just I tell you. What, I know a lot of rich guys, they can't get anything. True Benz and hers calls are showing. You're never going to beat this guy, Donald. You know that, let me just tell you this, AJ, that while you were getting onto the plane to go to California, thinking that she was your girlfriend, Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. She was someplace that you wouldn't have been very oh, happy. Here we go with this guy. Oh, I'm God. telling you, AJ. I mean, you want the facts. Okay. He's giving you the and truth. Now, what I think you should do? Go back that, and try and get it. And the fact is, when you were because her you're her obviously wife, like totally in love with when it. You were her man, showing her your bad house with the blue head people in it, and she was laughing at the furniture <laughs> stuff because it's so corny. When oh, you were telling goodness. her where Nikki's room would be, and the, and she was mortified by it all. She was in California and me. You pompous AJ, idiot. I wasn't even going with well, it. Well, I got to tell you. I wasn't even going no, with it. You know, don't make up the stories to make yourself I, look I'm better. You know, you're writing that. a book like you're a big shot. You're not a big shot, AJ, know, and you're a loser. So well, why'd you always like hey, me? Hey, AJ, loser, AJ. Why'd you always like me, you asshole? I well, think you're a nice guy, but I think you're a loser, but I do think you're a nice guy. So do me a favor. Travel with Calamari and an army, because I'm going to take a baseball bat to your fucking head. Oh, wait a second. Hey, easy with the F word. What happened when you... Hey, AJ, let me ask you. How did you do against the cab driver? I beat why? I know. And how much did that cost you, AJ? It, it practically ruined you, didn't $40, it? $40,000. Huh? Forty grand. Which is more than you had. <laughs> you <funny laughs> According to Cara, that's hey, more than you had. Listen, you funny bastard. Come out of your big fucking <laughs> That's what I understand. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I hear it's more than you had, AJ. Your ass in. I can't wait to beat your ass in a load Now, wait a second. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why do you guys have to fight over a woman? Why? Wait, wait, wait. Last thing I'll say. No, Howard, I love you. Why fight over... Last thing i say. I swear to God, shut up. I don't care what he says to me. I'm going to kill you one day. What tell was that? you! Don't tell you! That you're not going to say Not that. figuratively, but beat him really badly. You're not going to beat him. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to beat no, him. No, take that back. No, no, no. You I'm know gonna, what you should do, AJ? Go back and try and find... Try and... Hey, AJ. Go back and try and get caught. I had guys trying to bury you. I said, no, you can't. He's too high a figure. My guys wanted to... AJ, one night we'll baseball, but now nah, I don't do it. Now I'm going to call dogs on you again. No, you're not. You'll see. Over a girl... Wait, hold it a second. Wait, Donald, wait a second. Get, this is about to get really weird. Why? What? Line 17, I had to really convince her to come on, so be nice to it. Kara's on the phone. All right, let's clear this up. Donald, you want this? What is that? Kara's on the phone. Now, let, let her speak with AJ. No, okay. no, no. Get, Howard, leave him, on. leave him on, Howard. Is oh, Kara on Donald. the phone? Kara? Yeah. Kara. Hello. Hi, how Hello, are you? Kara. By the way, I was just looking at pictures of you. You are beautiful. Thank you. She, she hasn't heard a thing. Oh, okay. 
Right. We got AJ, Donald and AJ here. Donald Trump and AJ are having a terrible situation over you. Right. They're both very much uh, insistent. AJ feels that Donald backstabbed him and stole you away from him. Second time around, not the first time. First time and we were broken. Donald saying, yes, in fact, uh, you. Donald saying he stole her the first time. <laughs> right. Donald <laughs> says the first time I was going to California on an airplane and you were with him. He's just being insane. Cara, what's the real story here to help Donald Trump out and AJ? I'm trying to bring these guys closer together. Oh. <laughs> I think there's no danger of that happening. Right. Right. What happens, Cara? Do you love AJ or do you, did you love Donald? What happened? I have a completely different boyfriend right. now. I told him that. And it's this is all things that were years ago right. that happened. And I consider myself to be very good friends with both of them. They're very different people. And I don't know how close they were to begin with. Right. But why should they fight with each other? They shouldn't fight with each other because it's something that's old because they both have very big egos. Right. Can I ask you a question? Yes. They're both very similar kinds of guys. No, we're not at all. I don't think that they are so different than each other. Right. Oh. And that's the rub. I think that, I think obviously there's an age different and AJ's, you know, a little bit more wilder guy, but they both have very big egos. Who's better in bed? That was one of the questions. Oh, no. Did you? No, I'm not going to talk about Donald feels. Donald feels. Donald feels he ruined you no, for AJ. Too, no, they're both. Bad. I think. You know, maybe it was the luckiest day of their life or the most unlucky day of their life that they met me. I, I was a compliment to both of them, and they both know that. It was my luckiest day. Did Donald honest, steal you from AJ? No, he didn't steal me from Thank AJ. You. AJ was already moving away to L.A. Thank you. So why are you mad? I, so, so, I, I did meet Donald, and, you know, it was he was an intriguing person. I met him, and... Um, Donald, you're still there, right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And I started, I started seeing him, and I felt like I couldn't. It's not someone that you could go out with a couple of times right. without, <laughs> without it being pretty well known. Yeah, he calls the papers himself. That's why he came in. Oh, that's nice, AJ. <laughs> right. hey, no, wait, how come you sent me a letter asking me to be on your show last week? I didn't do it. My, my, my. Oh, really? I was well, how come? Let me ask you a question. Did your show send me a letter begging yes. me to be on the no. show? Because I have it right in front of me. I know me. they did it, but it had nothing to do with it. Oh, you had nothing I had, to do with it. I was mortified. What, you don't run your own show? I was mortified. No, they weren't you in the right, audience, okay. ass face. Wait a second. Oh. Wait. You know what? I can't believe that you're still doing this after, uh, Baby, after he did, all the years. He called in. Kari, you must be good. Everybody loves he you. He called in. No, he was calling in to promote the Miss well, Universe. Donald feels like I come off like a whore in the book, like I cheated no, on he my said, husband. No, he said he didn't like read it, He said he didn't read it. Okay, well, I don't boy. appreciate that because I don't think that's the way that I came off, you and that's didn't. not what happened. You didn't. Did you read the book? No. Yes, of course I did. Did you love it? I loved it. Bacara, it's like the kid stays in the picture. It made me cry. It's a great... But Kara, let me ask you a question. exactly... I'm sorry, but it's not exactly factual. Things... They happened in different orders She's than they right. happened. She's right. And it is exaggerated in some parts. But I was like Solomon. Kara, like Solomon, I'm trying to solve this. Right. You and AJ had a relationship. Yes, we did. Okay. You guys broke up for whatever reason. I don't right. care what the reason is. Donald Trump meets you. You guys, you guys are together. But Cara, you were going with AJ when I met you. Yeah, That's you, not yes. you met her, Cara yeah. just Cara, said yes. You were going when with you, AJ when I met when you. When you met her, yes, but not when I when I when you started yes, dating. Yes, but you know what? Her. I'm not going to tell lies here. So oh, no, is that a correct statement, Cara? Yeah. Yes. Did you date him and while you, you were dating AJ? And you left AJ after you met me. Is that is that correct? Yes. 
Okay. That's all I said, Howard. He was already He left AJ Howard. He left AJ after she met me. All right, so you left. So, Kari, you left AJ. somebody else in LA. He was seeing someone else. Right. That was before. Okay, so if Donald Trump. Wait a minute, Howard. Howard. He's wrong. Howard. Go ahead. She's telling you. She's telling you flat out. No, he's Howard. She's agreeing. Listen to me for one. AJ, listen to me for one second. I had a girlfriend, ass. Listen for one second. Listen to one second. You and Cara were going out together. You were going out to California, but you were still very much with Cara. No, I, I didn't know that. No, I was not. I started going with Cara while you and Cara were fully in bloom and Baby fully going in. out. And then Cara left. Baby you. Is that correct, Cara? You know what? I think this is childish. No, I, I agree with that. It absolutely is. Childish. It's great. I think it's just sad it's that true. two grown men are doing this. It's I can't take liars, though. I can't take his lies. He's not lying, though. not a lie. Cara says it's not What's wrong with you guys? Oh, Cara says it's not true. Cara says it is true. No, Cara, say it again, baby. What? She said it's not true. What's not true? Cara and AJ were going together. Listen, listen. We decided to give up on a long-distance relationship. Thank you. Okay, so fine. So let's move on. Didn't you decide to give up? Didn't you decide to give up after you met me? (laughs) Come on, Cara. Tell them the truth. You gave up on the relationship after you met me. What? I was moving to California. Well, you know, no answer. one can be taken away from someone else. Right. Right. I agree. I said that earlier. All right. So why now, is Donald... Minute, you so got why, back so, together with hey, her? Hey, Howard, I only called here... Hey, Howard, just so you understand. <laughs> yeah. I called about Miss Universe. I, I didn't know. Call about I, this I, know. Pretty, I know that. That's a pretty strange coincidence. And you I didn't even know AJ was in your studio. You know Donald, you're just going to promote AJ's book and make his... I don't care. I don't let his book sell. Clearly, you love it and that's what you want to do. The only thing I want people to understand is that you know, when AJ says I like publicity, he's one that wrote me a letter begging me to be in his but show. You do love right, it's a lie. I you didn't love write a to letter. be in the paper. That's the way it's you okay. are. What is it, Gary? It's not a bad it, thing. That's it's a true thing, though. I got Kara. I got this question. morning. I called up about the Miss Universe contest, and all of a sudden, I'm in this thing with AJ. Maybe he picks today. I don't know right. I'm sorry. By the way, Donald, I didn't. I hope you know I wasn't setting you up. I just wanted you guys he to. Knew, Donald, he loves Howard Stern. He listens to Howard Stern every morning. I like Donald a lot. Yeah. I got a quick question for Kara. This is Gary. I just called Kara to get her on the phone. I was trying to explain to her a little bit of what was going on. And I didn't want to go. She didn't want to go on, but I said, we can settle this. Cara, what AJ was saying that Donald was calling you incessantly trying to get you back. Is it he true doesn't or not? call me and try to get me back. He called he you did not. incessantly. He used to, baby. That's not true. He used to. Cara, tell the truth. It's not true. I don't want to say anything to hurt <laughs> oh. any relationship you may be in at this time. So room. I'll just drop she's that. I just room. want to but clear no, Cara, tell them it's not true that I hadn't called you to get you back. I mean, that's the truth. I have not called you to get you back. What can he say? She's got a girlfriend now, man. She's trying to be cool to him. I understand what she's doing. Oh, that's nonsense. All right, listen, listen, listen. listen. There's one other this bone is cr- of contention. I think this is one crazy. One other bone I'm the of only contention. Person. Hmm. Did uh, you date both Donald and AJ at the same that's time no when secret. you two got back together? No. I didn't. See? I could, listen, I did not handle that situation that, properly, and I wish I would have handled it differently than I did. I was in a long distance relationship, and I should have been very, very clear that I was dating someone else. I was married for a long time. And after, I was married all of the 90s. So when I started dating in the 80s, you could date two people and then kind of decide who you wanted to be with. And that was that. And I didn't handle that properly. Right. And it's something that I'm not proud of. And I can't believe that four years, five years later, I'm still hounded and ridiculed by it. No like, one's ridiculing you know, you I'm You're not being ridiculed. Friend, ridiculed. Jesus, I was just. You're not being ridiculed, but when somebody calls and starts lying about the way he wasn't lying though so far, was he? So far, so far you haven't. Hey, excuse me, Howard. So far, I've been borne out 100%. Excuse me, Cara. 
Didn't you just say – she just said it's not true with what he said before. What's well, I mean, there's guys? a timeline thing here. That I guys wouldn't are, say 100%, Tom. She just said you're not yeah, true. But, but, I can't believe she said it's not But she true. is saying that no. – listen, you guys you no, guys did not have out. an exclusive relationship. Laura just said what Donald said was not true. Why does he think that he's 100% right? I can't believe this guy. What was not I, true? What's not true? She's, he said we dated at the same time. Carl said it's not true. We did date at the same time. I didn't know it. The only difference is I was the guy that didn't know it. Baby, could you say Hey, AJ, let me tell you something. Had I known that you... Carl, what'd you say? Say it again, Carl. Say it again, Carl. We did not date at the same time. Thank you. Now, why can't this ass hear that? I met, I met you when I... I met you when I was going out with AJ, That's true. and I started. I don't even understand was, what you're it was arguing about. Already. Well, that is the same thing. I know, I know, but my point of view is this. It, that even backs it up even more. Why you but that, hey, Howard, that is the same time. She he just met said she met you, Howard. She, yeah. met she just said she met me while she was going God. out with AJ. She what, met is that you. The same she wasn't time? your girlfriend yet. What's wrong AJ, with AJ, the fact is, I didn't know it. But you right. weren't. Oh, my but, God. But what's I the difference? Know it. My point, wait, wait, AJ. If I would have known it, I wouldn't have done it. But here's the point. He's telling you. All she did is meet him when she was She went out with both you guys. Why not just leave it at that? You all had a good time uh, together. I can't take his lies, man. I don't think he's really. I mean, he oh. thinks that. I mean, it's not. It's not such a big issue. It he is. didn't steal your girlfriend. He went out with her. He says. And you said back off. But why should exact, he back off? He says exactly. He says I stole your girl. He's been saying it. And that's Listen, not the way you I both know, have but he, very but, but, big uh, mouth. Uh, you both have very big mouths. And has anything ever happened that was improper? Has anybody ever tried to see me when they shouldn't have? Yes, of they have. Of and that is a fact. And and everybody knows it. And I don't do not want to go on and on about no. it because I didn't act entirely properly nor did I got to tell you something honey this is this is great advertising for you man you're some hot chick when you got Don, Donald Trump and AJ Benson both love you this, this let me tell you my car and I, I'll take this to my grave and I've said it all the time and I say it in my book she is the most beautiful girl, the funniest girl, the best friend I have in the planet, for real. Is this the love of your life? Yeah, absolutely. This is unequivocally love of my life. Unequivocally. So what are you doing? Go so get her back. I don't mind that a man, I already said in my book what I, what I, what I hope to have happen is when but don't I'm be back, mad at Trump, then. I'm not mad at him for what happened. I know the ways of love. I understand that. I, I'm really a, 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 I understand love and passion. Can I say something? A girl this like good looking, tons like of guys like are gonna hit on her every you day. I don't know that. If she loves her. you, she's gonna stay with you. I understand you. that, and she did. I just don't like a man who just, just takes the truth. I was together with AJ, and Trump's saying, hey, he fell for her too. He I had a nice understand. relationship with her. Why argue with each other? I'm not, I argue with it's his lies. It's a feather in your cap, AJ. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think of her that way. This ain't like you. No, 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 AJ, no, 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 just view it very positively. There's nothing wrong. I mean, just take it nice and easy. You wrote a book. You said things in the book that weren't true. Well, you didn't read it. How do you know? Because I was told. Oh, you were told. Four people called me up and they said, AJ said this and that. I mean, you said about me with publicity and yet you send me Howard. Now it's four, right, baby? Now he sends me a letter. I have it right in front of me begging me to be on his first show. I didn't write he the letter. He wants to be on his first show. I can't, I can't take this guy. I didn't All right, write the listen, letter. listen. Let, let me talk. Hey, Cara. Cara, thank you. By the way, Howard, which I turned down. Yeah, I know, yes. because we want them so bad. <laughs> Thank but you. you know what? It, just because a relationship doesn't continue and doesn't work out doesn't mean that, you know, we all grew from it and Absolutely. learned things. I want to meet you. I don't know if he's... Howard, you, you know what? You the bottom have, line... Uh, yeah. Howard, yeah. you know the he's bottom line, board. and what I think it's thing? positive. Right. We've all gone separate ways. I right. have a girlfriend who's a terrific She's girl. Cara has, from what I understand, a terrific boyfriend. Yes. And AJ, I think, or I hope, has a good girlfriend. Hey, uh, thanks for hoping, man. I'm doing okay. I don't know. Do you or not? Listen, I'm doing AJ has a new show Fine. I'm doing yeah. fine. Well, I think right. Cara's doing fine. And All I'm I know is, no, I really want to F Cara. And I want to read AJ's book, <laughs> and I'm going to watch Miss Universe. AJ's <laughs> book is amazing. All right. It's, it's a great book. And, and Cara's the best one It's a beautiful story. Cara's the best one Cara, can you send me pictures if I give you my email address? <laughs> uh, God bless you, honey. You Howard be, now wants the date. I need I've a date. I've seen you before. You just don't recall. Really? Where did I yes. see you? 
I just have. I saw you at, uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? We, AJ and I went to your movie premiere. Yeah. Oh. And what else? I saw you at Jean George the other night. You did? Really? And you went to my cousin Pam's restaurant, P- Palma, on Cornelia Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my Pam's cousin. Restaurant? Oh, I didn't know I had that. no idea he was yeah. talking about that. Did you like the food? Yes, I was at John George the other night. No, at no, Palma. Palma. And I was at Palma the other night. How did you night. like John nice George, Howard? John George is, the, is a genius. Yeah, he's, he's really considered the best restaurant in New York. That's, and he's located in your building. I was he's over there the building. other night. He's in my building. I was going to call you, but I don't it know. It is a great... Well, call me. I will. It's a good... Well, I don't know. By the way, Howard, would you do me a favor? Yes. Would you tell your listeners to watch the Miss Universe badge? Let me tell you something. After the radio you just did... read AJ's book on the plane. We want to see Mr. France. Of course we want to watch the Miss Universe badge. One second. One second. Hey, Donald. Yeah. After the radio you just did... I'm going to promote it 60,000 times tomorrow. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Hey, Donald, I'm sorry I yelled at you. I, I know, That's I know, all right, I know the kind of guy you are. You guys be nice. You know what, AJ? We're both Geminis. We're both Geminis. We're both big ego guys. I understand that. You're good for New York. I just wish you'd tell the truth a little more. And more no more. one exaggerates. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Sure. Uh, well, Cara, uh, you're beautiful, so I'm going to thank you first. Okay. All right. Thank you for coming on, and I'm going right. to let you go back to your. Hey, Howie, I'm at Miss Universe, Cara. Take care of yourself. Hey, hey. Well, Donna, wait. I hey, want to hey, ask you a hey, question. Hey, Cara, Don- I'm going to pay back that two thousand dollars. I heard he said yeah, I owe you two grand. Cara, thanks for coming on. Okay. Okay. Donald, I just want to say something. When they were accusing one of the girls in the Miss Universe, I'm watching. I wish she was Miss France accusing her of being a guy. That's very tough. Did you? It was very tough. First of all, she wasn't. Right. Second of all, she's really beautiful. Did you check her out? Yeah. Did you pull her panties down and look? I tell you, if you ever took a look at her, you probably want to do that she's I beautiful s- i saw her on tv she's, she's beautiful really beautiful how did you find out whether or not she was well a man? i guess they have professionals that go in and do that stuff but she's a you know they use the expression natural born woman she's a natural born why woman. would a rumor like that start i don't know it's terrible March clitoris. you know it's been a terrible period of time for her and i hope she does great in the contest because she's beautiful and she's nice and she suffered could it hurt her chances because she was accused of being I don't a man know. maybe it helps her chances because people feel sorry for her you know i mean she went through a lot but let me ask you this this Miss France, Mr. right? France. Mr. France, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> if she had, if it had been proven that at one time she was a man and she did have a sex change operation, would you have allowed her to stay in the contest? No, she can't. She can't. It's against the rules. Why? Oh, she so won she her. She would have been disqualified and the runner-up for Miss France. You know, this uh, this whole Miss Universe has been sort of a wild thing. Um, and did you know that Naomi and Elle McPherson are doing the hosting this year, which oh. is going to be great. But Donald, she won her national pageant. She won her she national. Was so what, a guy. Right. What would happen? Uh, what would happen, Robin? She would now be disqualified, and the runner-up would then represent France. You got the broads and bikinis this year again? Uh, very much so. Nice. But the judges are hotter than the contestants, though, with Naomi and Elle. Elle and Naomi. Well, they're beautiful. What do you and, care? You tune in, you see lots and, of hot chicks. You know, the women are incredible. The uh, I, I would love you, Howard. I'd yeah. love you to be a judge sometime. I would like to do it. I would love to do that. I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, you'd do it right now. You'd hop in a plane tomorrow. If you if you, you fight, got an opening, you fight. I, I was actually looking forward. I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow morning over the ocean. Honestly, I was looking forward to doing your show tomorrow, but now I look forward to doing it now. But uh, you should be a judge, Howard. Really? So we'll put you down for next year. Hey, by the way, Elephant Boy wants to just say a quick hello to you. He loves you. Uh, Go ahead. Hi, Mister Twine. How are you, Elephant Boy? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's, just, it's just good for him. What Listen, a day! What a day! Uh, because of this incredible radio that you and AJ just did. This is an FME, uh, I think. I said. I think you oh, guys yeah. got it. Yeah, you're oh, going to be. Yeah. <laughs> this Definitely is award-winning. Share an FME. Uh, AJ and Donald have never been afraid to to hash it out right in Mix public. It up. 
You, you're brave men both. You. I, I know I got a lot more respect from today. I yep. really do. This and is, you're not really going to follow not, through on all those stupid I got a crazy temp. Oh, he's fine. He's safe and sound. Oh all right. There you go. I could have got him years ago. I wanted to get him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even need a John George. Donald, you're need a John I, hey, Donald, George? Donald, I'll take the two grand car that I didn't pay car back. I'll bring it to your restaurant. I'll leave a John George. <laughs> I'll do all those nice things. Well, you you'll pay her back. I have no doubt. And I hope you do well. And I hope you I hope your book does well. And I hope your show does well. Well, and and I will promote Miss Universe. Hey, Howard, honestly, yes, I want you to promote the hell out of it. I will do it for you, my (laughs) friend. All right, thank you. Have a good time. All right, Donald Trump, man, that was something, AJ. That was worth having me in for the whole week. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you just made all your money. You know, what made it, what made it great was a car called in. That was, that, that, that was yeah. beautiful. That we needed that. That was beautiful. I love when you fight over chicks. <laughs> I, I, never, you know what? I don't fight over girls. I fight over her. She's dynamite. She's oh, I just saw the pictures of her. We How tall? have never had five, a five fight nine. like that. Five, How tall is she? Five nine. Five nine. But the thing people don't know about her, she's she's a great like she has a little boy, six year old kid, and he, she's she has a, she had a, a kid. Mother. Look at her she legs. Blades every day, like three miles with him around the west side. She's great. Are those real boobs? Yeah, Car is the most real girl I know. All right, those are not real though. Those, are those have to be enhanced. But who cares? She's the best. Who cares about it exactly? She I mean, should shave a little more. What? She, what? Uh, you don't like that? Huh? Too much hair. Oh. <laughs> she goes back and she runs back and forth. Mm. That's the best picture I think. Of hey, is this on a web page? Uh, my audience can no, see. That was German Playboy. How do it people see this? I'm sure it's on a web page. How did we get them? Because we're on the web. Name.com. Everything. Everybody's got that now. Boy, a lot of nice naked pictures of this, bro. What's uh, what's up? I think we found it on some site, extremecelebs.com. Yeah. Okay. And then look on you know, the No, the site is trumphadyoufirst.com. <laughs> <laughs> Girls I stole from AJ.com. Oh, well, Robin, I, I got to wrap up. <laughs> oh, what a crazy show. Your archive companion to this morning's Howard Stern Show. Stern-thology. Howard 101.